Welcome to the show, the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com. <laughs> Welcome on this Monday night. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And uh, we got a lot to talk about. The offseason is going on, but uh, there's nothing off in this uh, Lion's Den studio. So thanks, everybody, tuning in. Uh, I'm your host, Steve Mathis. Thanks to BTOsports.com for coming on board. And we're going to talk about it tonight. My guest, my co-host, I should say, my friend, my partner, Kenny Watson. K-Dub, what's up? Uh, nothing much. How are you? Good. Besides, my, my my headset's not working too good right now. Right. I can't hear shit through my earphones. You still can't? No. Okay, well, we can work on that. Maybe switch, but, uh, can you switch to that one? Yeah, think? sure. Okay, we can try that. Try this one. Um, tits. Yes, sir. How's it going? Great, thank you. You going to have a good night producing tonight? You better believe it. It's off to a rocky start. I'm bringing the heat. It's off to a rocky start, bro. We got to start somewhere. With the fade in. Mm-hmm. Wasn't very good. Yep. Oh, yeah, Kenny, you got to put that on the other way. How's that? Can Much you, better. Yeah? Much better. All right. Well, we'll that yeah. headset is probably damaged from you uh, throwing it on the ground. Throwing it on the ground. Oh, every yeah, let's time break it. Let's calls. break no, it all no, the way no, then. No, no, oh, no. There we go. All right. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Ryan Villapoto, Christina Denny, Jeff Emig, and a mystery guest coming on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com tonight. I'm kind of worried about the mystery guest. We're going to take your calls later on. We're going to have Jason Thomas on at some point. T- tweet at Tit segment's going to come on. Um, we got Tech One contest winners to announce. We got the Tech One contest is over and done with. We're gonna talk about the winners and who gets their graphic printed. And uh, yeah, Kenny, are you um, a little worried about the mystery guest? Uh, a little bit. It's someone from your past, Kenny. Oh boy, someone that could from... be that could go either way. Yeah, no, it's someone from your past. Is it a good? Is are they are they good? In my past or bad? Uh, no, I think it's good. I think you'll like it. Okay. Well, I mean, if if I don't, you know what happens. Oh, I know. Okay. Oh, I know. I have I have many skeletons and I just don't like your, when they come out. Your buddy in the corner over there tried to get me the name name of the mystery guest. I would not give it to him yeah. for fear of subversion, ruining it. Yeah, yeah sabotage. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll um, see. We'll see. But uh, you know what I do want to talk about is well, hold on a second. Can I read the sponsors off? No, we don't need sponsors. Yeah, good, B- go ahead. B- thank you. BTOsports.com, X Brand goggles, FMF Racing, Works Connection, AGV helmets, Fly Racing, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear. Rockford Fosgate, Race Tech, and Vivint all on board with us. Please support the people who support the show. We got discounts for almost everybody who sponsors us. Gives you a discount for listening. So please support them so we can keep on keeping on. And what do you want to talk about, Watson? Right off the hop. What's up? Roundtable. Roundtable show. For people who don't know. Did you we, listen? For people who don't know, we did a uh, Pulp Max Super Fan Roundtable last week. Tits moderated. We had uh, Jared Hales. 
Rambo, Corey Moser. Missing anybody? I think that's it. And yourself. Yep. Sounds it. I think Sounds Tits did right. way better. Okay. Way better. Um, still could have done a little bit better, but mm-hmm. he, I'll, I'll give him props. Right. Um, Rambo's Rambo. I mean, <laughs> Rambo and, Rambo you know, Mo, I think Mosier pretty much holds it together. He, without him, I would agree. Been, I, I think without him, there would have been a total t- <laughs> devastation, <laughs> freaking debacle. But, uh, right. Um, right. and, uh, I was hoping Scoops, Scoops was killing me. Why? Scoops did not do good. That was her audition. And I would have to say that she needs to, uh, stay on the keyboard. Because she is not, her her questions were not legit, and okay. she right. kept saying "we" on the Pulp MX show like she had a mouse in her pocket, <laughs> and I I was trying to say "we" because we let you do the roundtable. Um, you kept saying "we" like you're part of this show. You might be part of part of Mathis's fan club, but um, yeah. So well, thanks everybody for but, doing it. We're but, just uh, hey. on, we're gonna shit on you right now. Yep. Yep. Hey, but um, uh, thank you, Hales, I'll- for. Given your uh, I was hoping to input. to learn something from it in regards to what we could do better. You know what I worse. think we learned from it? We just don't do that again. <laughs> well, this is very happy to hear that. Yeah. Um Yeah, that's the, 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 the yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right there. There was a lot of that <laughs> yeah. going on at the round table. Um, a lot of dead crap. time. The fans or, are fans for a reason because they like to show the way it is. Seems like that's what was the And there was a lot of this going on, people talking over each other. Mm. There was a lot. Thank God for Moser. And I never thought I'd ever say those words ever. <laughs> Thank God for Moser. I never thought I'd say that. But uh no, hey, what thanks everybody for doing it. It was cool. We're, I want to do them again. I want to keep doing it. We'll get better as we go. We'll we'll weed some people in, weave some people out, get a good nice mix of people. Mm-hmm. Hey, I thought the, it was interesting. What's the chanceability Hales ever comes in studio? Did you hear that at the end? No. That, that was her her, oh. her her dream, her goal. If Scoops is out here in Vegas, we could have her on. I she, mean, let me know. She could have my spot. She could have my spot. Um, yeah. Hey, don't forget, you can get the show on iTunes. You can get it on Stitcher. We got a guest tonight. We got emails. We got voicemails. Brian Villapoto coming on. All right, Kenny. Um, for the round table, you weren't a fan of that. Um, I thought it was all right. It was okay. Check it out on iTunes, everybody, or on Pulpa Mix. And you can hear about what people talking about these people. Hey, I, I just tried uh, to give. I, don't get me wrong. I, I like Hales. I think she's a cool girl. You gave her the name Scoops, bro. But I think she needs to have some, um, some a little bit of. Hey, uh, pretty good show tonight. Not too great. Con- constructive um, criticism, I think. And don't take it the wrong way. But uh, right, you know, good as me, tits. You know that that wasn't great. No, I I, I couldn't even finish it to be honest with you. So. It's saying something. Yeah. I like at the end when you guys, well, do you got any, and in closing, and they went around like three times. Well, eh. I get that part of it. I've done, I've done the job. I think how many times I've been like, hey, thanks for coming on, and then, you know, ask another question or you ask a question. I, it's I get kind of hard. It's part. like, what do you like about the show and what you don't like about the show? It's like, what would people, I mean, who knows, whatever. I don't know. I, I thought it was all right. Hey, it was good. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a fan. Yeah. Thank God for Moser. Yeah, Jesus, I, I can't believe I said that again. Um, all right, everybody. Kenny, what do you want to talk about first? Um, the national number debacle, in my mind. Joke. Uh, Justin Brayton officially on JGR again, like press release out. So whew. you can talk. about it. We can it talk now. about this it. Brayton true. on on a on a JGR bike again, or the uh, 
uh, riders who need a ride right now, and I spoke to a couple of them today, and there's nothing out there. So what do you want to go with first? This is your show. You pick it. Let's start with the rider, uh, the numbers. Okay, Steve. Go ahead. Do it to it. Okay, Steve. We'll go with the rider number. Good call. Look, look, look who's stepping up. Why come you didn't do See, this in your roundtable well, no, show? It's, yeah, it's like, a, right? Like, we need more. That was more. your show. Now you're trying <laughs> no, to step no, 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 on no. our toes. Get out of here. Hales was leading that thing. I was just kind of steering the ship a little bit. No, Hales was leading it. Then someone took the reins from her when they said, okay. A great man. Moj took it and said. From Seattle, Washington. Hmm. Named Moser. He's not from Seattle either. Warm, friendly floors. <laughs> Seattle. Uh, Hobo Nick update. He's gonna be there in California on Sunday. Good for him. He's gonna he make it he's unless he gets he's dead done. before unless he gets killed before that. Sunday is gonna be the last day. He'll be there in the Pacific Ocean. So. That's awesome. Awesome. Uh, he was running your Hart Huntington shirt in a photo the other day and a Popomex hat. Obo Nick representing. Yep, I think that's awesome. Um, all right, let's talk about the national numbers first. Okay, so I didn't even know that. I mean, I'm on top of this sport. I am. I mean, you know, let's face it. I know it. everything. And I didn't even know that for the first time in 30 years, super. now, according to people you talk to, this has been as in the rule book all year. Correct. Right. I had no idea. And, and everybody I spoke to also didn't know. Do you read the rule book at no. the beginning of each year? There is, I don't read the rule book, but there is a, there's an issue. There's a bulletin that comes out with changes to the rule book. And it was this not in it? I didn't see this it this is what year. I, I When they told it. me it was in the rule book, and they said, do you read the rule book? And I said, no. And they're all, why don't you read the rule book? I go, because the rule book is irrelevant. You could, you could highlight a rule in the rule book and take it to them, and they're going to do nothing about it. Right. It's, the rule What's book the is just, you could throw that away. The rule book has, I mean, they, they try to use that as guidelines, but they don't go by the rules. They do not go by the rules. They, they like to claim they do, but they don't. Okay. So for 30 years, 250 Supercross points, the old 125 class, has not counted towards your national number because it is a regional series broken into two, two separate series, and they never counted those numbers, and I agreed with that. So even if you won a title, whatever, you still, if you were a 250 guy slash 125 guy, your number wasn't that. You didn't have a, good, have a chance to get a great number. But starting this year, they now count uh, towards your national number. So I released a set of national numbers on my website that were wrong because I didn't know that. And then Dan Truman, who, who did the numbers for me, redid it. And I just think it's ridiculous because how is a guy who does, you know, six regional – Sheesh. How does a guy do six regional – Regional. Races in California, in Southern California, mm-hmm. get deserve to get more points – and a better number than a guy like, oh, just off the top of my head, Phil Nicoletti, who does all the 450 outdoor or two outdoor nationals. You're going to get guys. And let's face it, Kenny, you're a team manager. National numbers matter in a sense of signing guys, do they not? It sort of indicates uh, how you are. To an outside sponsor, anyways. Uh, dude, I don't know. I, I, I don't know about that. I just don't think, I don't think that has really much to do with it anymore. Um, I think it used to do like it used to before they had permanent numbers. But my biggest grief is is just like what you're saying. Like, let's say you have a West Coast guy that goes out and rides six nationals and he averages a twelfth. And he six supercross. Six West Coast yeah. supercross rounds. And let's say he averages a twelfth and he ends up with seventy five points. That's forty eight points. Eight points or twelve. Okay. Forty eight points. Yeah. Forty eight points is probably gonna get you number between seventies, you know, sixty and seventy. Yeah, sixties, yeah. Okay. 60s. So then you have another guy 
that goes out and rides the whole Supercross series, right. okay? Gets, and let's say he gets only seventeenth every round. Yeah, or he gets seventeenth, or let's say he That's rides every points. round, but he only makes the main event in six races. Yeah, okay, even better. Okay, so all of a sudden, this guy on the lights. That guy bike, has spent triple the amount of money. And he's riding a regional series. It's not right. a. It's not a, a, the, the, a, a national the, AMA. The, the, the four fifty guy has spent triple the money. He's raced against at the best of the best, not half of the best, mm-hmm. like two fifty guys. And he's in the premier class, and he's going to get effed over by some dude that races the well, two, I think six races that he drives to at night or drives to from his house. And I don't, don't get me wrong; those guys are gnarly, but he's going to be rewarded, quote unquote, rewarded for. Racing a series that's cut in half of the best talent. You're you're correct. And my yeah. other my no, other I, grief, I know I'm correct. I know everything. I my biggest grief on the whole thing is I really, really, really think it's gonna hurt the nationals. Just because well, I think there's so many guys out there that go out there and chase that wanna just go get twentieth and get six or ten or twelve points so they can get a number. Those guys are gonna they could go ride a supercross race, three or four of them and qualify where it's it's easier yeah. to get points. In a lights thing, you got less. Okay, you got a lights class. You got less laps, and you don't have the caliber of riders right on the line. Right. So you're getting the same amount of points. Yeah. As a, well, a, as the 450 or the super class, super cross class. It does not make sense. It doesn't exist. But it does not make no, sense. No, and, and, and our and our buddy Jason Thomas is also uh, of the opinion, and he's been there a long time. He thinks it's really stupid too. Maybe you want to give him a half point. Maybe you want to give them a half point. Something. I, I, I don't, don't know. It, it, and the, my thing is that they say, well, we're going to try for you. Why did they do it? I don't know. Who, who was the one who, <laughs> who authored the rule? Well, the, I know? think there was a vote. I know that there were votes, but yeah. who was the first person to say, hey, I don't know. Let's I don't do know. This. But the AMA, Kevin Crower from the AMA, Todd Jendel from Supercross, Davey Coombs, I imagine, and probably somebody else. I don't know. Well, my, another grief I have is okay, those guys are all like, you know, Jendro runs right. Feld. I respect that. Davey runs Outdoor Nationals, which I really respect. And, and Crowder runs the AMA. All, all three guys, I've, I've a say in it. I agree. But if you're going to change a format in a rule of a series that's been going on for 30 years, don't you think that you need to get the people that are involved that are doing it as in teams, as team managers, as as riders? Right. For instance, any other sport, they're going to change the rule in football to bring instant replay. You don't think they go to the pl- the Players Association and say, hey, they this is what we want yeah, to do. They absolutely do. They do. Right. But they just take it and they say, screw it, we're going to do it, and there's nothing you can do about it. Because there's not. Right. Only thing that can be done is if the teams, the riders, and everybody else that's involved goes back to these guys and say, hey, this isn't right. You can't do this. And if you don't do something, there's going to be some repercussions down the road. What that is, I don't know. I don't know if it's ever right. going to happen. Maybe nothing's going to happen because nothing ever does happen. Um, well, and I mean, you know, my stance on permanent numbers anyways. Yeah. I mean, I, I think going back to the old one where you earn every number, I'm okay with that. I'm totally fine with that. But if you want to give premier champions a single number or their career number, I'm okay with that too. But to have guys with permanent numbers that aren't marketable and aren't stars of the sport, I just don't see it. Now you got a guy. Well, okay, I don't know how – I haven't looked at close enough at the – but a guy like Will Hahn, if he has the best career – best year of his life and gets top 10 combined points, now gets to choose an overall number. You know what the highest number is now? It's like 21. 12 is going to be taken probably by Weimer or Baggett. 
Bar- um, Tomac's going to take 17, I believe. Brock Tickle's looking at number 20. Who's taking number eight? Well, that's a that you can't. That's a sing- you have to win a title to get a single. Oh, digit. okay. So, anyway, so guy like, like we're forgetting like we're rewarding the guys that came up first. But what about a Will Hahn or wait? Do you have to win Zach a national? Do you have to win a national championship or can it be a Supercross championship or Supercross? Yeah, not a not a two fifty Supercross, but a. Well, how did Tedesco get number nine? He won an outdoor t- title. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Your guy Tedesco. Yep. Anyways, it's a stupid rule. It's ridiculous. Tits, if you're really going to produce a show, can you maybe bring this up with JT later if we forget? Sure. Because he he's rather passionate about it and wants to talk about I, it. I, I don't I'll know. write it down. I yeah. just I just have a problem. Like I think if those guys, you know, I have so much passion for. The, the, the industry that I think that the people that go there and make it happen for Feld, make it happen for the AMA, mm-hmm. and make it happen for Davey, because without the riders and the teams, they would have no sport. They would have no income. They wouldn't have it. So quit treating everybody like second-class citizens and just let them be involved in some decision-making on when, the, when it's that big of a deal. Right, right. You know what I mean? They think they're doing everybody a favor, Agreed. but they're not. You're doing a regional series. Put them all together then. Put all the lights to guys together. Then you have a grief. You have a national championship. Yeah. That's not a national championship in my yeah. eyes. No, I agree. Yeah. No, it's really nice, nice to, really nice to see us agreeing on something. Oh, fuck you. I don't agree no more. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> motocross the Nations. I leave uh, Wednesday. Sweet. Have a good trip. What do you think of that race? Go America, Bel- has America Bel- got it? A- Belgium all the way. You don't think America's? I don't know. Of course, I'm red, white, and blue. Yeah, these colors don't run for you. No way. So, in your eyes, I heard something Team today. USA has it. I, you know what I heard today through a little, what? through a little. Uh, I heard uh, Dunger had a little dig, dig. Oh today, yeah, today. Uh, well, Sandy's fine. Yeah. I um. So. You th- so in your mind, no problem. USA got it. I, you know what I think so, because I think it's a team. It's a team thing, right. and even if those guys, I think uh, Ryan's going to be solid. You know, Baggett, and I think Baggett's going to do surprise some people. Yeah. And, you know, Barsha is, is Barsha. You never know what you're going to get. And I think with all three of those guys, I think they're going to be, you know, top three every time. Yeah. So I think they're going to be fine. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see Roxon, Caroli, and Hurlings win their classes. No Americans win, but America wins the overall. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to see that at all. Um, uh, yeah, I, want, I mean, uh, I wonder if USA loses, though. Which they very well can. This is probably their toughest test in a long time. Yeah. They could very well lose this weekend. If they do, how is this going to affect the after party? That's what I want to know. Because those Motocross Nations after parties are, are there some of the epic ones out there. Do you think. Do you think everybody's going to be so who do you, who sad do you, and mad? If America. I mean, who, who's, who's solid if America is. Uh, uh, Germany, Belgium, and France are the next three. Germany's solid? Yeah, for sure. They, I mean, Nagel and Roxon will be good. Nagel rides that place a lot. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, as a member of the last team, team who's USA, their third, who's their third guy? Marcus Schiffer. You never heard of him. You're right. Um, I never heard of the other guy besides Roxon. Uh, Nagel, you never heard of Nagel? The if if uh, as a as a member of the last team USA to lose in '03, I didn't go to any after party. I wanted to just hang myself. So. Every time I've been in Disney Nation since then, as a media guy, it's been you know fun times. So let's hope go USA. Yeah, go USA. Um, I hope I can get a wristband to get in the compound. That's all I really hope this year. That's all I want. I want one of the 150 people that are wearing USA shirts to maybe let me in their compound. We'll see. That's it. That's all I ask. Can will you ever 
go overseas to a destinations? No. Okay. No. no. <laughs> uh oh. What about the Monster Energy Cup? Did you see the track layout? You know what? I take that back. If I had a rider in it, I would go. But I'm not just going to go watch. You had Ivan Tedesco many years though when you were his this I didn't, guy. I didn't go though because I had right. issues right back then. Right. Would go. you? Did you want to? And you just couldn't? No, I never even even no. really thought about it. Okay. Uh, Monster Energy Cup. Did you see the track layout? You know what? I didn't. You didn't? No. Oh. It's bitching. Of course. I think it's cool. I like the ideas what they've done. I yeah, like I talked to. Did they you shorten know, it up. Yeah, you see, you hear, I heard what the format was today. I think it's pretty cool. They're oh. doing, um, they're taking 18 out of practice to the main event, and then they're going to have an LCQ for after opening ceremonies. They're going to take four guys, so it's going to be a 22 man gate, and then they're going to go directly into the first moto, and they'll have an intermission freestyle. No heats or nothing. No heats. Oh. Uh-huh. No heats, and they're going to do. Interesting. Um, they're going to do the amateur guys. And then they're going to go into the main. They're going to do it. It's not going to last no more than three hours. Yeah. That's what they're Well, saying. they definitely need to shorten it up. Yeah. Tits so. needs passes, too. Really? Yeah. I'll give you this number. It's called Ticket <laughs> Ticketmaster. Uh, there's a Joker lane you have to take. One lap. One time. Yep. Sand section. Yep. There's a split start. 11 gates on the side. It's going to funnel in. It's going to be a huge uh, car. RC designed the track. And I guess instead of, you know, remember last year? Went in the stands and made a – it was super cool going into the stands, but once you got there, there was nothing to do. You just yep. went up, made a left, and came down. Well, I guess RC made a big berm, so there's going to be like multiple lines up there. It sounds really cool. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it sounds like uh, it's going really well. I think it's going to be a lot of people yeah. there. I think there's going to be a lot of riders there. I think it – you know, I, I think it's going to be really, really good, and I'm, I'm looking forward to Our it. Our next guest, Ryan Villapoto, Chad Reed. Defending champion. Ryan Dungey. That's, that's good right there. If we think James Stewart, maybe, maybe not. We a lot of guys. You're going with who? Who's going? Who's doing it? We, our team, we don't know yet. We don't know. <laughs> we're, we're not, we're not, we don't know if we're going to be ready to go. Really? We don't You know. might not even go. No, we'll go. We'll, we'll go and we're going to do, the, that's where they're going to announce the, the team. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Kyle Partridge will be racing. Um, with you know under not under our tent, but we'll there be there supporting him with a mechanic yeah. and bike. He raced this weekend, matter of fact, up in St. George, Utah. This oh yeah, uh, what was that thing? It was the Nitro Circus. Big okay. deal they had up there. It was like a two-hour race, and he raced up there. But he's getting ready for that. We're he's gonna go race that thing. So we're gonna support him, and um, you know he's still under contract until after the Monster Cup. So we're gonna do everything we can to support Kyle to get right. him a good result, and hopefully you know. But you might go there with just a truck and. A- the tent and nothing, nobody under it. Um, there'll be someone under it. There'll oh, be okay. some people under it, but you know, riders? racing riders. Yeah, there'll be riders oh. under it, but I don't know if we're going to be racing it. Put it that way. We're going to. That their... makes no sense. You'll be there'll be riders under it, but we don't know if we're going to race it. Well, they'll be there signing autographs oh. and doing. You know, I got two media. words for you. What's Mike that? Horbin, do it. The, those I can't do that no more. Those days are done. <laughs> <laughs> those, those days are done. I'm sorry. I would love to do that, but it was, people. It was people, a good time, but people always say, "Oh, help Mike Horbin out." Well, t- you yeah, don't I understand. No, there's yeah, a lot of yeah, other. Yeah. No, I there's know. a lot of stuff going um, on. So that, I'm looking forward to that Monster Energy Cup. I actually really am. It's gonna be cool. Uh, maybe for the Motocross Nations um, this weekend, Kenny. I'll maybe call you with some updates after practice and stuff. How are you gonna call me? Are we gonna do a show next week after Disney Nations? If you Tuesday, want to. yeah, Tuesday. Let's do Tuesday. It. We'll talk about this nations. We'll have complete this nations coverage. Let's do it. I won't know nothing about it because how it's on a TV, right, and yeah. I'm not going to be around anyways. I'm going to the river on Thursday. So. Okay, all right. Uh, well, Tits won't be here either. Um, Where are you going, Tits? 
I have work. Yeah, right. You don't have work? Well, I've got, I've got school in the mornings, and I'll be at work until probably 7 or 7.30 at night. Tits, my Dude, question to you. it's a family you, business, and they run, them like a, they run them to the ground. Hey, Tits, have you been watching that new show on TV, Mormon Life? No, I, I actually don't watch much TV anymore. Well, yeah, he's a Mormon. Either. Yeah. It's not. It's it's the Amish <laughs> life. It's the Amish life. It's about the Amish that that moved to New York. Like four, uh, three girls and three guys. What about the iPhone five, bro? What about it? Did you get it? Nope. It's killing you. Oh, it's killing God. you. If I really wanted it, I could figure out a way to get it. It's killing you. There's one downstairs right now. I'll steal it. I'll swap it with Spook. who got one? Pookie. Pookie got one. Did she stand in line? No. No, I pre-ordered it and got it. Um. Watson, what about your second guy, your second rider? I don't know. We don't know who it is yet. We Come on. We don't know what we're doing yet. Um, we might have a little tryout. I, we might have I, some other okay. stuff going on. Let me tell you what the industry is saying Okay. about your team. Fine. <laughs> this is going to go good. I can tell already. <laughs> we got to get Villapoto on. but This is just what he hears. This is just what I hear. That's fine. You're, taking, you're picking two guys, most likely. You're taking one outdoors. Correct. You've said that on the show. Correct. The costs of another guy are – you're already going there. You're already spending all the money and everything. Correct. you got a mechanic that you're probably going to pay all summer anyways. Correct. A guy like Roadblock. You've got expenses. You've got travel expenses only for the, for the second guy. Correct. Why would you not take him outdoors? What are they doing? What's happening over there? It's called – This is what I hear. It's called support in parts. We cannot get enough support in parts to go do the whole thing the right way. And we're not – it's our first year. We want to get our feet wet and don't want to go in and blow our wad and not be able to support the guy at the level that we want. That's the reason why. If the rider gets hurt, will you get a replacement? For sure. All right, J-Bone. I mean, all right, industry people. There you go. There, there's your answer. Can, well, we hey, get a, can we get our next – yeah. That's fine. He can run No, his, no, no. It, he wasn't the only – I swear to you. I just, he can I run his kidding. team. He can run his team however kidding. he wants. Right. It's, he can run his team it's, however he it's, wants. Um, because – some of the guys you're talking to, and I know some of them, they're a little wary. They want to ride, obviously, but they're a little wary because they want to do outdoors. They don't sign it. Don't do it. I know, but yeah, you're right. I guess, don't do it then. I guess in your mind, you're like, fine. Don't or go out, or ride. go out and ride Supercross and kill it, and then we're gonna have to. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, dude, right. what's the di- okay? Let me ask you a question. If it's you're pretty amazing, t- you're taking one guy. I gotta say. Okay. If, I'm, I'm okay. Too. If you're gonna take a guy. And he, you, you have a guy that's not going to go win, or he's not going to be top five. Right. What's the difference of even going? Well, to go get seventh, eighth, ninth, tenths every week. Why? Well, Why? What do you get out of it? I mean, what do you get out of it? Well, you get something. Your sponsors get, you know, another guy on the spons- track. I mean, what do they get? You've seen the TV another- coverage. It's much better this year. It's way better. Dude, they're going to show a guy for thirty seconds. It's, it's still good. Our team isn't built around a TV package. We can do okay. other things. I mean, all right. All right, everybody. And you know what Let's, I can you know what I can say about what everybody in the industry says? Yeah. What? Suck it. Because you know what? I don't have a the suck industry it. You has, have a suck it drop? The industry has never been behind my program anyways. The industry's you, never you know helped what I us. Mean when I, I just mean other people in the pits. That's, that's all. Like, they, yeah, they could, right. hey, right. they could do what they want. Right. They're so successful. Every team is so <laughs> successful <laughs> out there. Do it your way. We'll do it our way. Well, let's talk to our next guest. He is pretty successful. He is very He's, successful. He's uh, coming off uh, a knee surgery. Uh, Monster Energy Kawasaki's Ryan Villapoto. RV. Hey, buddy. What's hey, what's going on, guys? Can you believe Watson's team is only taking one rider to the outdoors? They're signing two, but they're only going to one. They're only taking one to the Nationals. I can't believe that. And that is for what reason? 
<laughs> they don't have the, the reason. The reason is is we first of all we had one guy signed for Supercross only, and we had we were going to do one guy f- for everything. The other guy didn't work out, so we already had our budgets in place, and we already went to the manufacturer that's going to help us, and they are only be able to supply us for one guy for indoor and outdoor. So the second guy would not get – he would get good equipment for indoors only, but he's not going to be able to have good equipment for outdoors. So oh, put him out there. Put him out there. Look, Alessi, bro. Stock bike. Or, yeah. Oh, know, yeah. He's on a stock bike. Hot tub bike, well, bro. Well, privateer. It's not, right. it's not factory stuff. So Whoa. I'm just saying – just throw them out there. You know, the truck's going. Throw it out there. Truck's for, going. For, throw them out there for what? A 12th or a 10th or an 8th or a 9th? Well, well, first of all, I don't know who your guy was, so don't, I don't know. You're right. I don't it, know. It don't matter. It, it doesn't matter. I mean, after everybody said well, it, if, yeah. if you're out there and Chad's out there and James is out there and Barsha's out there and everybody else is well, out you there. Put my, if you put myself, James, Chad, and all Ryan uh, all on production bikes, we would still be one, two, three, four. Exactly. So what I'm saying is the guys I'm talking to aren't going to be one, two, three, four, or five. That no, that's I, my second guy. Was, so what am I going to get from a sixth to tenth place didn't guy? You guys, didn't you guys hire Tickle? No, I don't know about that yet. They did. He can't say it though. But Steve knows everything. But but we're uh, we're talking about the second guy. So um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, I didn't. This hear is not. This is this guy, isn't yeah. about. This is this is about you, dude. Yeah. How's the recovery? Right. Yeah. How's riding? Yeah. How's Florida? What's going on? Nah, yeah, it's good. Just, um, just knocking down laps out here on the Supercross track. Just getting ready. Um, it's finally started to cool off a little bit. It's been, it's been hot lately. So, Supercross when it's hot isn't isn't the greatest thing. But right. um, other than that, no, it's been good. Are you wide open as far as I mean, we're two week, three weeks out of the Monster Cup. Are you doing twenties, forty, you know, two twenties every day? Are you are you still sort of getting into it, or is this as as gnarly as ever? right now for you i mean just uh i'm working into obviously like you know just the supercross deal uh, again haven't rode that in a while so that always takes a little bit just to get your timing back and and you know build the laps up so yeah we're just we're just building Mm -hmm. um you know just just basically getting ready right right. uh it's it's short lap or short short uh main events you know 10 laps so it's not like yeah um fitness is going to be a uh you know a huge factor but but yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's going to be here before you know it. Shorter track and shorter laps, which I think is a good thing. Last year's laps, dude, you were twenty seconds ahead of Dunge, and he was thirty seconds ahead of Metcalf. It was not exciting. Well, I also heard that there was there's supposed to be like you have to you have to start on you know that you like it's you have to start one one side of the gate one time or at least once, and then you have to at least one of the ten laps or something or one of the one out of the ten laps you have to take some yeah. slower line or yeah, there's, I don't even there's know. gonna be a sand lane. It's gonna be all sand so I, think I guess. Right. I think there's gonna become like a, you know some strategy involved with this with yeah. this this actual race. It's not gonna be a, right. uh an actual a legit supercross race or a legit motorcycle race in general actually. And and Watson said that he heard that uh they're gonna take all the guys from practice right into the main event and there's gonna be an L C Q but all the the top 18 guys right out of practice, which I think is cool too. No heat races. Just you're in, you're in. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't mind that, you know. Right. I, I don't mind that. I hope you make it in, dude. <laughs> I, I hope so too. It's, right. well, it's, you know, well, I don't want to go to Vegas without making the main. Well, you got Chad's in. Chad just got in, so there's one one more. That, hey, right. but check it out, dude. If you don't make it in from time practice, at least you have the chance. There's an LCQ right. where they take four guys. <laughs> so you got, don't, just, you know, just hold, hold don't, um, don't get all upset yet. How's the knee? 100%? Feel good? 
No problems there. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. No knees. Knees good. Every, everything's good there. Um, you know, it's just, I don't know. Pretty much normal, I guess. Right. right. So Kenny, you got Tedesco and Metcalf and Chisholm for another spot. Those are the three guys you're probably talking to. Am I right or no? Um, you're right about wild card. You're right. There's two wild cards, but you're right about one. Or sell. You're right about one. Okay. Wow. This uh, is not about me, dude. This is about the show. That's not a guessing. Well, I'd like to ask RV who he thinks he thinks you should hire. What? Why does he give a shit, dude? He doesn't give a shit, but he's well, got, exactly. He's got a lot he of don't care. Right. He's got a race against the guy. Oh yeah, he gets a ride against him. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Watson. Come on, guy. Have some faith in your team. I do have faith, but I have to. I have realistic goals, man. It's not like you know. Right. We're going for you know, championships or nothing. You got the number four helping you. He's won a lot. Doesn't mean he's turning the throttle. Uh you should, yeah. you should get him. To yeah. Hey, uh, RV. Um, yeah. Uh, Motocross the Nations this weekend. Big race. And uh, big race. Yep. You've you've been there. Um, you've never lost, right? You and Dunge have never lost. Um, yeah. No. What kind of advice would you give Justin Barsha, uh, rookie on the team, stepping up, riding the 450? If he called you, which he's not going to, but if he called you and said, Ryan, give me some advice. What What do you tell a guy like that? What do you tell him? Uh, I mean, honestly, it's it's another race. Like, really, uh, I mean, and if he had never been to Europe, then I would I would tell him, hey, watch out for because you will. First of all, in this race, you you really have a target on your back. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a target. Uh, uh, like any any one of us, when we go to to Europe for any race, we have a target on our back. Everybody wants to beat the American. Yeah. So this race is even worse. And so I would just tell him, you know, if he had already been, which he's raced Bursi and he's been over there and things, he knows how they are. Yeah. But that would be my biggest advice, obviously, is just to to watch your back and mm-hmm. and, and with those guys out there because they're they're uh, you know they're willing to take themselves out completely out of the race, to, you know, to to get someone else to win, basically. Yeah. Well, I mean, first they got to catch you, but you know what? You're right in the sense that I think Blake Baggett said that last year. There were some dudes that were pretty scary out there that he was racing with and he's just like i'm trying to get to the front and these dudes are like not trying to get to the front they're just want to race me you know so oh yeah no it's, yeah. it's it's crazy you have to watch you watch it big time for sure right um what do you think about this weekend uh, they're in tough huh i mean i think they're gonna we talked about it before you came on we both think they're probably gonna win but it's not gonna be easy this one's gonna be not uh, yeah i think i think you know like for sure you can't go against you know our, you know, our own guys. Yeah. Um, well, Canadian. I'm Canadian, but yeah. Well, yeah, you know, but, you know, go back across the border, Mathis. Get out of here. <laughs> hey, do you feel like but, you have uh, a target on your back with the Canadians at Toronto? Do you feel the same way? <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, you do have those, the the the, the CRMRC guys that walk, that run the show. Yeah. That think they run the show that's in the white point. shirts they, up there, like that run the stadium floor and stuff. <laughs> that's a good point. They, right. those, those, guys are com- those guys are completely unreal. They think they are lord. I know. Running the show there, it's <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. You have a point there. And okay. that, yeah, no, I, I think I think they have a good shot, but it's you know it, it's definitely going to be tough on this type of a track. But obviously, with with you know Ryan, his fitness, his speed, um, you know Blake, he, he's you know one of the the best lights guys, you know. Yep. So I think he, I you know it's it's just in the air. If they if they don't make any mistakes, I don't see a problem. Right. But you know right. it's 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 always a race where. Or you get to throw out one moto, but you, you know, so you can have one mistake. But if you have two, then it kind of starts to cause some problems. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. If you got a question for the champ Ryan Villapoto, give us a call and uh, call in. 
what percent were you going to Disney nations? Like Roger called you, you talked to him, you're on your recovery, but he wanted you to do some nationals or whatever. I don't really know the whole story, but what percent were you say? Would you were you going to line up? Was it pretty low? Was it was it fifty percent? It was no, nah, it was pretty low. Okay, you know, it, it was pretty low. Um, it's always a it's always a super fun race to go to, but um, in my scenario, coming off of a knee injury and then going over to it's not just a standard track. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it just it didn't make sense for me to go. Um, and still, even if I would have, uh, even if it would have been a just you know a normal a, tr- a track with normal dirt, it, it you know it's. It's not like I had been on the bike a long time. You know, when right, Roger did right. call me, I think I rode one day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I would have had a total of, of uh, you know, I would have had, I would have had, you know, I think six six to eight weeks to get ready. But yeah. but that means I, six to eight weeks before actual donations. But I yeah. would have had to go, go to, like, the last three races. And, and you know, I, that means you got a race done. And I don't care what what the scenario is or what it is. If as soon as you line up behind the gate, all the fans and everybody that that watches and w- that people that know things, people that don't know anything, they're going to wonder. Okay, well, clearly he showed up to race, so he must be a hundred percent. So mm-hmm. now yeah. let's let's the gate drops and let's see what happens. If right. Dunge beats me, then it's like, oh, you know, whatever is, you know, is is useless or whatever they end up saying <laughs> or whatever the right. case may be. Right. It, j- it just wasn't. It wasn't. Wasn't good thing. It wasn't a good scenario for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess in a way though, you're kind of facing that same scenario at the Monster Cup, like. I mean, are, are not you... not really, because I've been you know okay. obviously I've been riding. I I have really a lot of time to prepare. You know, yep. more time to prepare than than I had for just jumping in. I would have been on the bike, I think, yeah. three weeks before I went and had to go race so an if, outdoor race. If you get beat at the Monster Energy Cup, somebody like Canari steps up, somebody like that, it, it's you're, you got beat straight up. This is not hey my knees hurting or whatever. Like this is I don't want to put you in a corner here, but you know what I mean. Like. You're going to be 100. No, I mean, I, I've, I've, you know, no, I, I think it's, uh, you know, by that time, it, it, you know, it's as of the way I feel right now. No, my right. knees, my knees, good. Yeah. Now. Um. You know, I, yeah, like a, right. I want to, you know, say whatever, but you know, it's it's pretty much racing okay. at that point. Right. Right. Yeah. It's. I, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be really cool. I'm oh. sure you are. Hometown Vegas. Yeah. You know how you know how yeah. I do it. Probably after yeah. party go after party at. Uh, can you give me the name of a club? Vermonda? <laughs> um, From Underground? That's not even the name of a club, bro. Hey, we already got our lines are lit up here. Um, all right, let's go to Dale. Dale, what's up, man? What's your question for Ryan Villapoto? Yeah, I wanted to ask, uh, Ryan, are you guys using the new uh, KYB PSF fork? No, we are not using that uh, yet. Are you going to use it? It's in the – well, I have to decide if I want to use it or not. I have to do some testing first. But, yeah, um, yeah. That that'll be an option, yeah. I just bought a 2013 KX450. How is it? I love it. Absolutely love it. Are you getting good starts? Yeah, the launch control working? Uh, I messed with that. Actually, I tried to do the first race with that, and it it's caused me a lot of problems. <laughs> Not according to Fro. We're gonna have to talk to Fro about yeah, that. We have, hey, yeah, we have we on later on. We'll ask. And him. you'll be happy. No, I sent my suspension to Pro Circuit to get it done, and I just got it back Saturday, and it's awesome too. Well, Race Tech sponsors the show, so but thanks I, a lot but for I, that. But I am stoked that you use Pro Circuit. You should try Race Tech too. But um, if you didn't, if you weren't happy with Pro Circuit, but you, how can you go wrong with PC? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Thank you, well, Race Tech, for sponsoring our show. Thank you. Yeah, but, but who's done more testing on that bike than Pro Circuit at this point? You know, it's been out a month. Well, I mean, Derek Anderson, 
road all, road rides cowies race tech does his suspension just saying yeah uh all no right. i'm kidding dale but yeah thanks for the question <laughs> all right thanks thanks um yeah, I mean, I, I got a feeling uh, once Kaipo gets those forks figured out, you'll be on those things, I guess. Um, light, lightweight, you know, a lot of advantages. Yeah, obviously, to it's the it's the new, the newest, the latest, the greatest technology that's that's available. So, um, you know, when we when we start doing our our you know testing right here before you know before Monster Cup, we'll I'm sure that's in the you know uh, in the um, in the category of, of the going into the testing right. stages. Um, hey, give me. If you started your own race team, RV, um, let's just <laughs> let's just say you wanted to blow a bunch of money, um, and you started you started a race team. Uh, who would you hire? Who's an underrated guy that you would hire? What? Give me a couple of names that guys that you like that you would put on your team. This is going to be a question of the day on our show. Well, that's tough because I would have to have them all on a sheet of paper like Watson has, and okay, this guy signed, this guy's not signed. Okay, this guy sucks. This guy, whatever. You know, so I don't, I don't right. have that sheet of paper okay. to go through. Um, Who's somebody but, that you think is, is pretty good that maybe is a privateer, doesn't maybe, have – Maybe like a solid triple, something Hey, but like you know that. what? Hey. Check this out. You, yeah. could, you could take – you could sit down on – you could do, like Ryan said, you could get all these names and pick one guy's name out. And if you pick that guy and you're okay with it, everybody else – there's going to be another half of the people saying you shouldn't have picked him. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. 90, 95%, more, so what, not more than whatever. Yeah, so what you're Because you're, 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 picking, you're picking, you know, sorry to say, but, like, you're picking what's completely left that don't have a ride. But, exactly. um, you know, it's, it's, it's they're all the same dude. you're going to get. You're going to get all... someone, okay, for instance, uh, you know, you have um, uh, uh buddy, uh, Kyrie. Guy, um, <laughs> you know, it, he's pretty fast. He's pretty fast, but he's always going to give a hundred and you know ten percent, hundred percent every time he's on the track. Yeah, breaks a lot of you know yes, he he he's ruins a lot of equipment. I know he's hard on stuff, but which one do you take? Do you take someone that gives up every other time, or do you take someone that just all out there, just giving it giving it his all? You know, so it's it's a toss up. But I think you know he's he's done pretty good I, you know he did um he, you know this this year up in canada cuz obviously i followed that racing a lot more now that my brother's racing it um i think he he was winning quite a few or a couple of them and then you know was on the podium quite a few times so you know he's a guy that's just that's kind of lurking back, back yeah. there that i don't think has a ride i like this rv's <laughs> rv and i are on the same wavelength Oh, well, yeah. the, the, too bad that either one of you guys would ever be in that position to make that call, though. So don't. Right. I, I know. Well, I hope. Hey, I, hope I he, think Ryan. I think Ryan would be in that position more to do that if he started his own team because he could be in there. But I don't think he's that guy that would do that. Well, I hope you sleep at night knowing you screwed Canary over for 2013. I hope you sleep well. You like Bobby too. So. Oh God. Hey, you don't oh, mind if I give your number? You don't mind if I give your number out to riders, do you? Like I know guys who call me. Yes, no, I do. You yes, do? I, yes, I do mind because okay. if I if this is the way I look at it, I get text saying what's Watson's number, and I know they want to ride. And but the, the thing is, like if it wasn't if, 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 if yeah. we're interested in no, them, I know you're, we're going to get a hold of them. No, and, I know, and I feel like but do I, you mind me I, doing I, it? I probably talked to ten guys, and I have a, their name on a list, right. and I'm going to call every one of those ten guys when I figure out right. what I'm going to do because no one, no one else does that. No other team will call their guys back. If there's 15 guys that are calling for a ride, yeah. they'll just say, hey, this is who we signed everyone else. But I'm going to call everyone and say, hey, I appreciate it. Didn't work out. I'm sorry. Maybe in the future. 
Hey, are we are we going down to uh, is it, is it it's um, it's Huntington Beach for uh, Hobo Nick's uh, landing on the on the West Coast? Uh, I am uh, going to be in uh, Europe. It's this Sunday, oh, I think, yeah. right? See, yeah. we, see, see, we see what see, we see what you support. Oh, okay. Wrong thing. Yeah. Hey, where are uh, you at? Are you in California or he's Florida? In, he's in Florida. He ain't going to be there. Oh uh, um, yeah, I'm in Florida right now. Right. Um, so, yeah. so you don't mind you, you do mind me giving your number out? Yeah, don't give my number to no one. If they, if they can get a hold of me, they can, they don't need to go through the media to get it. Okay, all right. Sorry, bud. Um, hey, RV. So, uh, how is the new bike? How's everything going? What? How close are you going to be? Are you going to be on the new bike for the Monster Energy Cup, or are you going to be still on old one? Uh, uh, old one, I think. Old one. I have yeah. No idea. Right. Yeah. yeah. You're still working on, still working everything out. I think it's it's pretty close. Obviously, to be in the same. I think the big big change was the with the forks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it's pretty close to the same same deal. But uh, but yeah, that's really it. You know, once we get out there, we'll we'll do some we'll do start doing our testing for Monster Cup, and then obviously um, for thirteen. How's the super super mini kid on the two fifty F? Has he been out there? Where is he at? I no, he's actually in California doing uh, you know getting some you know yeah. testing because he's never obviously rode on a supercross track, so right. doing testing with bones and, and getting that dialed in. But yeah, I don't see. Um, I'm not saying he's gonna gonna win this year, right. Monster Cup, but you know, obviously, because he's only been on the bike for yeah. you know just a little bit, but but no, he's definitely got skills. Um, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see. I, I hope he doesn't. You know, I, I mean, all eyes are gonna be on him. There's gonna be some pressure on him. People are gonna want him to go out and spank everybody, and hopefully, he just you know does what he can do and keeps it on two wheels. You know, and whatever happens, happens. Yeah. So yeah, um, there's gonna be pressure on him though for sure. Um, did I say Tedesco earlier, Kenny? Yep. I did. That was a, okay. Can't believe the number nine might not be underneath that tent. All right. Anyways, um, hey, how's Tyler doing? What's up with him? What's going on? What's new? What's going on with Bercy too? Are you, are you guys both boning the Bercy guys or what? What's the story? No, 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 no Bercy for me. But yeah, no, Tyler's going. Um, oh, Tyler's going. Yeah, yeah, Tyler's going. We, we well, got that sorted out. We had an um, issue. We had an issue, and I'm just worried. I was worried, so yeah, that's good. Yeah, you know, I, 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 you know, I, I, I expressed to you that you know, make sure that they contact me, and then I'll, I'll right. try to. But you, you dropped the ball and didn't let them know. Like <sighs> whatever. So, yeah, the, the the was was in limbo for sure. Um, but he's in. for a little while. So now we we got it sorted out. Um, sounds like it's uh, it's happening. So that'll be cool. And the Canadian deal for him next year, uh, life class. Oh, okay. So, are we, uh, is that done, or do we? Is that we? It's it's, we... it's not done. It's not done yet. But that's that's what it's looking like. So, um, you know, it's not not a, yeah, not, yeah. a not a huge huge deal to, to obviously let everybody know that. But right. but yeah, no, um, that'll be good. You know, I'm I'm pumped for him. So that that's yeah. Hopefully, he can do. Uh, he did really good in the in the, in the 450 class this yep. year. So hopefully, he can do even better in the lights class. Yeah, yeah. No, that'd be good. Uh, I'm looking forward to. I think I'm going to Bercy. So God, I hope his bike doesn't break every moto. Well, yeah, you know, it, it did. He did have some 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 uh, some problems. I think three times or I mean, three God, or four times. God, Is he on the same dude. team? He's on what? Is he going to be on the same team? Where? If he rides lights bikes? Yeah, next year. Yeah, same team. But I mean, they were just saying he was revving the shit out of it, and it was a stock motor. I don't know. I I don't know how someone could blow up. He was melting the clutch, the right side clutch cover gasket, just melting it. I don't know how you do that. That's crazy. But anyway. uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know, yeah. man. Because yeah. uh, well, you're not a mechanic like yeah, me. You know, you're not a top tech well, like me. It's not like it's hot. You know, no. Like, yeah, yeah, I think you what you have a couple, a few occasional hot races. Yeah. But yeah, no. 
I don't I don't necessarily buy that. I would I if anything I would buy that the obviously it's a low budget. It's not a uh, it's not a huge, you know, team right. and they weren't they weren't um you know, they were timing things out before, and then they should they should have been changing them before they timed out. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's, that's it. what I would go with. I don't know. I didn't go. I don't know anything about the team like really. Yeah. Um but that that's what I'd go on with cuz I've I've been riding with them and and before, you know, or even during the season a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's not like he uh, he doesn't over-rev it any more than anyone else out there. I actually know a lot a lot of people that over-rev it a lot more. Okay. Um, hey, next year, your sponsor is all the same? Did you pick up any new ones? Or I, I know you were telling us on this show everything was up. You had All your contracts were up. And we know you signed with Cowie, which is cool, and Thor is back on. But anything different? Yeah, no. Every, everything else is 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 pretty much it's the same. Yeah. So everything's just not you know 100 percent done yet. But oh, okay. But no, I, I plan on I plan on staying where I'm at with with all this stuff until uh, basically until until I'm retired. You know, because right. everything's everything I've done is a, is a three year deal. Yep. So wow. Three so years. what so what are you saying? You're retiring in three years? I just said that all my deals are three year deals. Right. But what what so what you're saying is you're retiring in three years? No, that's not what I said. You said, said you were going to ride. You said you're going to keep your deals for three years until you're done in three years. No, no, I said and, and okay, okay, you're right. That's what I said. If I know I I'm right. Decide to be <laughs> if I decide to be done, I can decide to be done then. Okay, right. that's what I wanted to hear. Okay, um, that's only if you decide to be done. That's yeah. Okay, yes. <laughs> okay, perfect. Nice try. Well, yep. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why are you getting? Why are you com- confronting the guests like that, Watson? Because he, he would argue with me, Meathead. Because he would do the same thing. To me. <laughs> he would do the same thing to me if he was sitting right here. Yeah, maybe. What do you mean, maybe? For sure. <laughs> um, hey, man, thank you, thank you, Ryan Villapoto, for coming on the the Pulp Mech Show, man. Appreciate it. Um, good times. And uh, uh, hey, Watson, did you see my bobber I'm building? I did see that. That's sick. How how sick is that thing? That's gonna be cool. What uh, what motors in that thing? It's a 883, but it has like the 1200 kit in it. So, it, but obviously it's a hard tail. Uh, it's an eight under Springer front end, so it's super low. Um, so you're not going like, to be riding that thing too far then. <laughs> the hard no, tail. I mean, it's you're not, not, gonna... not like it's not like it's a cross country machine. No, it's more it's 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 back roads. You know, 30, 40, 50 mile an hour. Um, it's just a cruiser, a straight up cruise, old school cruiser. You have it done for Daytona. Uh, it will be done for Daytona for sure. We're we're looking at um, um, probably in the next month, month and a half, two months at the most. That's awesome. But I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be un- unbelievable. Yeah, those things are those those things are sweet. The goggle deal still open for you? No. Still? Okay. Thought I'm X-Brand's out. Just thought I'd throw it out there. Oh, oh. Works works for Michael Lessie. Oh, big things, big things happen at Oakley. At Oakley. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh. Did yeah. You hear, did you hear what he said? Big things happened for Michael Essie. Yeah. Perhaps you saw the guy getting uh, hole shot after hole shot with his clear vision this year. Oh, with the mirrored lens, Terminator. Yes, Terminator lens. You know it. Oh gosh. Um. All right. Well, hey, thanks, RV, for coming on the show, man. Appreciate it. Good times. Uh, good. Good luck with everything. We're gonna see you at the Monster Energy Cup. I can hardly wait. Um. Should, all right. Should, Sounds good. Should be fun. And uh, yeah, thanks again, man. Take it easy. All right, I'll see you both in your hometown here soon. All right, easy rider. Later. <laughs> All right. All right. Later. Uh, Ryan Villapoto, everybody. Monster Energy Kawasaki's Ryan Villapoto. Um, 
the hardtail is going to be tough on them, yeah. Yeah, those things are gnarly. Yeah. Those, those things are crazy. Yeah. They're like not oh. comfortable to ride after about 20 Why miles. Why would you do that? Just because it's cool? Just beat your brain. Because it's cool looking, right? Because if you put shocks on it, it looks a little. You don't, no, there's no shocks. It's a hardtail. No, I know, but if you put shocks on it, it doesn't look as cool. Yeah, like the, exactly. the hard the hardtail is for the, for the looks. Um, all right, let's take, a, let's take a commercial break. Our first one of the night. Uh, on. <laughs> you got, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> no need to wait for the outro music. Right? Yeah. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, Pulp MX uh, show, btosports.com. X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Worst Connection, AGV Helmets, Tech One Designs, Fly Racing, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate, Race Tech, all on board. And uh, Brian Villapoto is our guest. Coming up next with Rock River Yamaha's Christine Denny. Then we're going to have Jeff Emig on. Jason Thomas is going to make an appearance. Tweet at Tit segment. Voicemails, emails. And a mystery guest from Kenny Watson's Ooh, past. So exciting. A mystery guest. And uh, you don't want to miss that. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. See you in a little bit. This is Mark Pellegrino. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. And you're hearing Kenny Watson with the little man's disease and that other idiot. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com with Steve Mathis and Kenny Watson. Keep in mind, this show will inform you, enlighten you, and will enrage you all at the same time. Please take precautions. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code, Steve. S-T-E-V-E and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection, the little company that started it all, is back with a new invention that writers like Andrew Short, Ivan Tedesco, Brett Metcalf, Josh Hansen, and more can't live without. Our brand new Pro Launch device makes getting hole shots easy. It's a set it and forget it deal, featuring innovation and design that has made Works Connection the number one company for your bike's needs. Also, check out WorksConnection.com for our complete line of elite clutch purchase, which we now allow the customer to customize for his wishes. You can choose the color, the lever ratio, and more in what we're calling the one, two, three easy. Build skid plates, hour meters, throttle tubes, radiator braces, and more. Works Connection is the company that is killing it in Northern California and proud to be a sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. As a matter of fact, enter Pulp MX on checkout and save 20% off your order. Producing helmets since 1948, AGV merged with Dainese in 2007, birthing a renewed commitment to top-of-the-line head protection for off-road and racing enthusiasts. 2012 brings the MTX, AX8, and AX8 EVO. The AX8 EVO is a top-of-the-line helmet worn by Travis Pastrana and Ashley Filer and features the latest in technical design, safety, and comfort. The carbon Kevlar fiberglass hybrid shell keeps the weight low at only 1,100 grams. New padding and revised outer shell incorporate our new shock absorber system, which cooperates with existing back protection. The AX8 is available in nine colorways with an additional seven in the AX8 EVO. Check them out at agv.com. Since 1973, FMF has been about getting more out of riding motorcycles. More power, more wins more fun. 
For 39 years, we've been rolling up our sleeves, building our factory, engineering and manufacturing the world's finest performance exhausts. Innovation and American craftsmanship makes FMF today's leader in performance. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything, from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. The result of design experience and factory rider feedback. Fly Racing continues to push through the boundaries of innovation and technology, function and fit. Worn by factory motocross pros Andrew Short and Trey Kennard, as well as off-road pros Stuart Baylor and Team JCR Honda, Fly Racing designs products for the serious rider and racer. The difference is in the details. For more information, visit flyracing.com to view its entire range of exciting products. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The little company that could. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of top riders like Kyle Chisholm, Josh Strang, Zach Osborne, and many others, is coming on strong in 2012. Our top-end line of Gox and Limited Goggles have all the features you could want, including four-layer face foam, a lightweight frame, as well as a no-fog, anti-scratch lens. Owned and operated by former national racer and test rider Rich Taylor, it's 25 years of goggle technology, all wrapped up into a high-end goggle with a low-end price. For more information, check out the thexbrand.com. And remember, listeners to the Pulp MX Show can save some cash on their order by typing in the words Xcode 2012 before they check out. That's Xcode 2012. I'm Justin Barsha, Geico Honda, number 20. I use free gun underwear. You guys should get some too. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and X Games star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun, get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Rockford Fosgate has been in the business of sound for over 30 years. At Rockford, we know you're fanatical about your music. You take it with you on the road and off. That's why Rockford Fosgate designs and builds audio gear that will deliver big, clear sound for your car, truck, motorcycle, or boat. Rockford Fosgate, car audio for fanatics. Rockford Fosgate is a proud sponsor of the Dodge, Saquon Casino, Hardin Huntington, Bell Ray Racing, Supercross team. 
Pull Bar Mac Show listeners, is it time to change that fork and shock oil? Well, for this and much more, look to Racetech, the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S Custom Series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. Pro racers like Ben LeMay, Derek Anderson, Mike Corbin, Cody Gilmore and more depend on Racetech. So should you. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessey in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners 5% off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Pulp MX show coming at you with some Van Halen dreams. Oh, it's good to hear that again. Oh, it feels good, huh, Kenny? Better than Chicken Foot. Come on, you want that or Chicken Foot? What do you want, bro? Your disgust says it all, but what do you want? Uh, neither. You got to have one or the other. Silence, Thomas Dolby. Dead silence. <laughs> no, dude. That's off the greatest album of all time, 5150. Van- Sammy Hagar's debut with VH. The union of Eddie... And Sammy together made music history and reached pinnacles in... What are you doing? Oh, never mind. Sorry. Hey, did you notice something different about the last commercial break? Yep. There we had another sponsor on there. Very good, Kenny. Black Ops Moto has come on board, and um, I want you guys to check them out. They're on on with us. Uh, they support the show, and they they come on board. And So a little bit of the things about Black Ops Moto. 
Thanks to them for coming on. Basically, what it is is it's a it's a it's a turbo for your bike. Let's call it for your ignition system. Uh, noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range. A better throttle response. You'll start your bike easier, which is always good. It's two stroke, four stroke, vintage, whatever you want. It's basically Kenny. The energy is increased at the spark plug gap, allowing more energy to be released in your combustion chamber. This ensures a black op coil moto. Black ops motor coils start your engine easier and delivers more horsepower. If people are it's wondering, a, it's a tuning tool. Yeah, if people are wondering how Michael Essie gets some hole shots, I think he runs Black Ops. Michael Essie does run it. Matt Lemoyne runs it. Uh, Nick Beatty runs it, who's a Canadian racer. Uh, 5% discount to any Pulp MX listener. Uh, you got to call to place your order. You can check out blackopsmoto.com and like them on Facebook. And uh, thank you, everybody, for, for supporting them. And check it out, man. I used one of these things, not Black Ops Moto. I used a competitor's version in 2002, but they're no longer around, with Nick Way at Moto Triple X, and it made a big difference. It was really good. And if you want to use this product, I suggest you go to DMXS and use their code because they have a 10% discount instead of a 5 They do? Yes. I will get my lawyers on that immediately. Okay, so... Who just, are you talking to? It doesn't matter who you buy it from. Who are you talking to it. on the show while the show is going? Just a fan. The wrong number, maybe. I don't know. Hey, at the mm -hmm. end of the day, Black Ops. Black that's Ops all that Moto, everybody. Thank you. Uh, and check them out, please. Uh, some emails while Tits gets our next guest on the show. Steve, uh, I work in the international television business. Lucky for me, I will be in Europe on business in the 10 days leading up to Nations. So I will, will be attending the race in Lomo. This will be my fifth Motocross Nations. I'm absolutely pumped to be attending the best motocross race of the year. Any suggestions on things going on there and hoping we can meet as I would love to discuss the show with you. Cheers, Phil. Phil, I would suggest you go to the Team USA compound if they win and get a wristband, a secret wristband that lets you get in. Um, Brendan sent an email in about tips for visiting Supercross. Jason sent one in about tuning a four, the two-stroke. Black Ops Moto, bro. That's how you do it. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening. Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Let's go right into our next guest. She is team manager of the year in the motocross season last year. Kenny, something you failed to do, supercross or outdoors. Yep. She's also the manager of the Rock River Yamaha team. And in case you didn't notice, she's the only team manager that is a female. She? Yeah. Christina Denny. Christina, what's up? Hey, guys. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, it's uh, definitely an interesting program you have there. And I guess the number one thing, let's get, like we spoke about um, uh, on the phone the other day, I didn't even know anything about Rock River. I thought they were up in Hangtown. So right. <laughs> expl explain Rock River Yamaha, the dealership, and, and, and what they're about and where they're at and all that. Okay, well, Rock River is a single-line Yamaha dealer, and um, they're up in Wisconsin. And um, I hate to say but I've never been there. It's, you know, something that I've been trying to get up there to do forever, but Mike and I, the owner, have had a relationship probably for 12 years now. And um, it's just, it's kind of out of the whole motocross, supercross industry, but he certainly pushes a lot of bikes out of there. Right. Um, and so that so really he's a, he's a fan. He just he, how long has he had the team for now? 
Well, we're going in our fourth year yeah. this year. So um, he has developed, over the past few years, he's really developed a really huge, strong amateur program. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and he's known to be at most of all the pro, you know, all the amateur nationals as the Yamaha trackside support. So, you know, he's developed these relationships. And when some of his pro riders were going, or amateur riders going pro, mm-hmm. he just hated to see that they didn't have a spot to go to. So he facilitated this and put together this, program to allow those guys or girls to have a team to go to right out of that rather than right. in the back of the truck. And, um, you know, so we put this together and it's supposed to be kind of a small deal and just over the last three years has evolved to kind of what it is today. Yeah, I mean, Weston Pike rode for you guys and gave you some great results. Ben LeMay this year, outdoors, uh, he, he did the best he's ever done. He did really well. Um, yeah. And you've had, awesome. and different guys have dropped, Kyle Regal was there for a little bit. You're, you're right. Yeah. yeah, Kyle Regal was there for a little bit. You, you've kind of, you know, quietly under the radar, put in some good finishes um, over there. But you're not a traditional team, I guess. Maybe explain the structure of it a little bit and what you're really there for, and, and how it works out for you as far as the structure of the team. Okay. Well, a lot of people don't realize that. I mean, it is truly single, like mostly funded, simply just from Rock River. Um, he has just put a lot of his personal money and obviously his shop into this. But we've had some awesome help from a lot of our sponsors and, you know, putting this thing together. Mm-hmm. Um, but we wanted to basically provide a spot for riders, whether they were existing Rock River riders or if we had a spot for that, you know, a, need a spot for somebody else, we'd fill that in. Um but, you know, we get them to the truck race by carrying their bikes around. We offer just awesome products um, from our sponsors. Yamaha has outfitted that truck with mm-hmm. tons of parts that's available to not only us, but every Yamaha rider at the track at a really good discount. So it keeps those bikes on the track and um, help them, you know, especially the privateers. Right. Um, all the guys on the tree, all the team are privateers. They're, they don't get paid. They pay their way to get to the races. Um, you know, I try to help them out here and there, obviously, as much as right. I can with cars and hotel stuff and whatnot. But for the most part, they are true privateers. And, um, yeah, basically, and, and the mechanic, same thing. The rider supplies a mechanic. He he figures yep. out how to get a mechanic to the races. Is that? Yeah. Right. The riders supply their mechanics. And, I mean, I couldn't ask for a better crew. I mean, especially considering, I mean, all this is on their dime. And they show up. Every week, just excited to be there, no matter what the you know what situation right. is. Just as if they were making this huge salary, um, never complaining. This year has been the best year that we've had as far as our crew is concerned. We've had volunteers from um, MMI. Mm-hmm. He's paid for his own way to get there. I mean, this guy's awesome, Jeff, and you know Ben's mechanic Scott from Australia. He's sticking it out with here with him, and mm-hmm. you know. I just I got a lot of support behind me that people are just simply there because they love it and. Me too. It's funny because I, I hear in the pits, Kenny, maybe you do too, like, who's Rock River hiring? Who I called Rock River to see if they're hiring me. And it's always like, no, you're not quite getting it. You know what I mean? There's not a huge salaries and full structure going on there. And I, don't get me wrong, what you're doing is awesome. But I think there's a little bit of misconception among the riders anyways on what, what your program is all about. Yeah. Um, it's a good and bad thing. I mean, obvious to me, I'm very um, – you know, excited when someone asks me if I'm hiring because it, you know, we're we're getting noticed and it's something that they want to be part of. And 
doesn't matter from the outside. Like the fans or other writers alike, they may not realize what we're about. And, you know, mm-hmm. we're simply about just helping the writers. And if, you know, in fact, that I hope there's a day that comes along where I can hire writers right. and provide, you know, that support. Mm-hmm. But it's like we could do everything else except that right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm growing. I'm trying to make it happen. But no matter what happens, the team will always have available spots for our amateur program. Right. Those guys, I mean, the owner of the team, no matter what happens, it's like that's his main objective is to be able to provide for the amateur guys that are moving up. It sounds like the, this owner needs some sort of hat on the back or an award or something like do, he's, <laughs> he's awesome. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's cool. I mean, he, that's great. He just takes no credit at all. Right. Um, and and you, Christina, you won team manager of the year for last uh, last summer's outdoors, right? I did. Yeah, I was really shocked, but very you know appreciative for sure. Kenny, how many team managers your award do you have? Zero. You have been nominated. You've been nominated <laughs> you, twice. You have time. You have time, Kenny. You still can get it. All right. Perfect. That's that's a big goal of mine to win that. Can you? Can you break off one of your sponsors for Rock River? It seems like you have too many. I'd rather have sponsors than win awards. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I mean, like we talked about the other day on the phone, uh, I don't know if anybody from Yamaha is uh, – and, and again, Christina, I know you work closely with them and they've done a good job, but I don't know if anybody at Yamaha is aware of this, but there's not a lot of Yamahas on the track, and you guys are there week in and week out with some solid riders. Maybe they maybe they'd want to maybe help you out a little more because guess what the starting line getting less and less blue all the time. And yeah, now, but did you know that they did they go back to contingency next year? I heard they did. Yeah, Yamaha stepped to the contingency, and I and, and I applaud them for that. That's cool. Forty guys, everybody in the in the motos and everybody in the main events get paid. That's good. Which yeah, is, yeah, which they is gonna, totally gonna help. That. Right, and good job for them. And I wrote that, but. You know the the valley team's going away next year, so that's going to be a star two fifty team only, and. uh so they're not going to have no 450 guys? No. So it's not going to be Star Valley on the light spike, or Valley's gone? I guess Valley's gone, or there's no 450s. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Crazy. So. Well, and that's kind of where I'm stepping in. I mean, right. I, you know, I'm hoping, and I'm working with, obviously, I'm Ben LeMay is, you know, he's obviously, like you said, he's had his best year for outdoors last year. And, um, you know, coming off of that, I think, you know, getting them right now and keeping them on Yamaha is where we, mm-hmm. both us and Yamaha, want to keep them. And, you know, old Bobby Canari is, you oh, know, oh, he, oh, he and yeah. I have been talking and um, we're happen. hoping to work something out. Um, I if- want to see him on Yamaha still, and I, I think it's where he needs to be, and I know we could provide the atmosphere that he's looking for. I agree. Get that get that man paid. Get him on a Yamaha. <laughs> You know, and it's, if anything, I mean, not that we could pay him, but it's, you know, it's it's always going to be just, he's going to have good results because it's going to be good atmosphere with the bikes yeah. and everything. And, you know, and if it helps him continue racing and he's able to do the Canadian National still and, yeah. you know, do what he needs to do to keep him in the sport longer, that's what my objective is. Plus a guy like Bobby can collect salary from gear money. He can get something from the gear guys. Can he? Oh, yeah, yeah, and he's, yeah. exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and I just I think that we could step up and fill in where maybe you know the whole, you know whole valley thing is kind of happening, mm-hmm. and I would love to keep him and Lay, and then um, honestly too, we've been talking to Garrett Flamful to continue riding Yamahas as well. You just under our yeah. yeah, that'd be that'd be good. Yeah, no, I think uh, 
you know, like I said, you just got to get some more support. You just got to get, you know, come on, Yamaha, loosen those purse strings up. Start, start, <laughs> yeah, I but, mean, you know, honestly, Steven, I, I could have asked for a better, you know, company to work with. Um, right. From day one, I mean, for me, stepping into this, not knowing anything, just calling those guys, and it was like they offered just their, you know, their experience and their help. Right. And um, no matter what, I mean, they've always answered my questions. And, you know, when the first year we had a, we were at Atlanta Supercross, and one of the guys' motors blew up, and he, you know, we didn't have anything on the truck. It was, you know, Atlanta Supercross, and I called Keith. He came right down from the press box. He went around to the other teams, and nobody was willing to give up anything. So that next weekend, I had a 250 motor, a 450 motor, and, you know, $30,000 right. worth of parts on oh, my truck. okay. Well, good because job. this is right. not going to happen again. And it, it's never, it's right. definitely helped out times. Um, no, that's good. And, and and they stepped up for the band a little bit, right? They saw some results, gave them some help during the end of the season. They did. Yeah. You know, after, you know, right before the break with Loretta's and everything, I called and I said, listen, you know, we just need some little bit of help to get them through the last four rounds. Mm-hmm. You know, what can you do? I'm, I'm talking like just parts, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm in the airport on the way to Washougal, and um, I get a call from Perry, and he said, just have Ben's motor out. We're bringing a motor for him. Nice, nice. So, all right, you know. So, you know. So, obviously, we, you know, I get in the airport. We his mechanic Scotty worked till like one in the morning taking his bike apart. And mm-hmm. Friday morning, here comes Dan with a motor. And I mean, his Ben's, you know, confidence obviously went huge up from there. But yeah, yeah. Um, the bike really proved that you know he's capable to run with those guys, and he definitely fulfilled. You know, of course, it was a little pressure. Okay, well now I got I have pressure now for the right, first time, right. but it he lived up to it and he finished strong for sure. Yeah. Uh, what about you yourself? Let's let's talk about you. What's it like being a team manager? Obviously, you're a woman, and uh, every other team manager is a guy. So, what's that like? What uh, do you find it like um, up, up in a manager's tower? You're up there, and guys are swearing or doing whatever. Kenny's up there, maybe sort of paying attention. Um, what's that, what's, what's that like for you though? If you can elaborate a little bit on it. Well, really, honestly, um, I've, it, it, it's never been anything different to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nothing like I, you know, I don't feel like I get any kind of special attention or, um, special needs or wants or anything from anybody. Mm-hmm. So I'm just there, you know, doing my job just like everybody else is, right. um, you know, I, I could say everybody's been always very respectful and polite and, every you know, every which way they are to each other. Um, I kind of grew up around guys, like, came from wakeboarding, and I was the only girl ever on the boat, you know, training and doing stuff and mm-hmm. different and, you know, that. And then, you know, the whole motocross thing is, you know, I've never been a rider, but I've been around it for a really, really long time. And, mm-hmm. um but I take my, you know, just my, my business sense and kind of apply it to the team. But right. being a female, I mean, it's not like, you know, I ever ask for anything like a special restroom or something like that. But <laughs> right. it's, to me, it's no different. Being, but I'm, I work with a bunch of guys. Yeah. I just hired a girl. She's awesome. And, you know, it's nice to have another girl around the shop and everything. But right, right. it's, you know, it's awesome that I kind of just walked into it and, it was never a big deal, ever. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, uh, it's kind of just interesting, um, you know. You know what? I uh, this is what the way. This is what I have to think about this whole situation. What's up?
This is a man's world. Oh, Jesus, Kenny. Oh, jeez, Kenny. But it wouldn't be nothing. That's oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa. What's Thanks that? a lot. <laughs> Uh, that was awesome. How long did you? So, how long did it take you to pull that up? Uh, not too long. Wow, uh, our, our awesome yeah. producer here. Um, well, we we got. So, you're not happy with Christina, then? You don't want her in the tower? It's a man's world. Shut up. You're, no. you're, <laughs> I got. I mean, I, I'm I res- kidding. I I'm respect joking. her. I, I've always respected her. I think she does a good job with what she has. I know she's. Her yeah. hands are kind of tied. She's doing. They're going at it just like I said earlier when you were talking to me about why we do this and why we right. do that. Everyone does their team different yeah. and I respect every team for what they do. Right. And she, I Plus don't think four years for them. I mean, this is a, yeah. Like, yeah. and you know what? I would never tell her, Hey, you should do this. You should do that. Whatever works for them works for them. And it might not work for us. And that's why I have a hard time when you say, well, people in the industry, oh, me, oh, me? they don't understand why you're ah, doing this. You I know really, what? I don't <laughs> give a fuck what people in the industry think. I, I don't care. Well, maybe that nobody cared, but I wanted to ask you so you wouldn't get mad at me. Oh, I don't. I mean, I'm just saying. And you know what? If people don't agree with what the way she does it, like, right. I mean, I'll be straight up. There's guys that I talk to and writers are like, "Dude, you have to pay your own way there. You have to do this." I'm all, "Yeah, but what else are you gonna do?" You know what I mean? They're giving you a right. place to pit. Right. They're giving right. you, okay, we have to buy our parts. Well, you know what? You have to buy that part if it breaks, and they have it right there. So it's not like you're gonna go out and buy ten clutch baskets and keep them in your garage all year, then be stuck with them. You know, <laughs> yeah, people yeah. just don't get it. And, right. and like, it works for them. Kudos. Good job. I'm, I'm well, I mean, you, you know, but my goal is obviously to keep on moving up forward and, you know, be able to provide salaries and all that kind of stuff eventually. So it's not like this is our goal. This is our plan. And we've reached it already. I mean, every mm-hmm. year it's getting better. And we're obviously with the results and then just being there to me is just an accomplishment and, you know, I want to be able to one day have guys that I could actually pay. But, hey, you're going to have to remember one thing, and, and please don't take this personal. Okay. I this- just want to say there's no doubt. This is a man's world. <laughs> Let's remember that, and you'll be fine. Uh- Okay. Wow. wow. <laughs> he, he's joking. Uh, he's joking. I'm just, you know, I'm just joking. I know. Uh, I know. Um, he's so bad. Christina, thank you for coming on the Pulp Mech Show. I feel like uh, we're all a little smarter, a little more educated about your program. And like I said, um, you guys have been doing well. Um, you know, between not just this year, even past year, you had great, some great rides. And if I were me and I was running Yamaha, I would help you out a lot more. That's just me. That's all I'm saying. Steve, you'd help well, everybody. I appreciate it. I, well, if you're talking about Bobby Canari, whatever I can do, you tell me. If I got to have a bake sale or something or a lemonade stand, <laughs> whatever we got to do to get Bobby Bobby to the races, um, he might he may be riding for you guys in Monster Cup, right? Maybe we're yeah. working on that. Yeah, yeah. no, nope. we're working on getting him a bike, and right, right. Um, yeah, I'll probably have more this week for sure. But that's right. the goal. That's, that's the, the goal. plan. Well, hey, thank you again, Christina, for coming on. I appreciate it and putting up with us and our shenanigans, and uh, and good luck with everything. And we will see you at the Monster Cup. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Christina, Danny, everybody, Rock River Yamaha, a team manager on the line. And I feel like there's a lot of confusion about her program. So kind of wanted to get her on and, you know, indicate what no, we're going on. No, she deserves it. Because I mean, I've I'm, had guys tell me, I'm going to try to get her out of Rock River. And I'm like, uh. You know what's cool about their, like, the, the, like the guy that. Can we talk about our producer handling those awesome. pre-planned clips? That was to, awesome. Just to a T. That was good. He did good. I nailed it. That was good. <laughs> you nailed it, bro. The way you played that voicemail, too, was good. Yeah. Uh, anyways. 
Someone someone was telling me down the road that um, her husband is in the moto industry. I don't know who that is. Oh, I don't know either. Yeah, yeah I didn't know she's married. Or I don't know. All I know is that the Houston after party, when all the trucks got together, somewhere around three in the morning, Wygant was wearing her team manager shirt. Her oh. shirt. What her, was she wearing? She was wearing Ouija's shirt. I don't know what happened. I, I we should have asked her. I'm not sure what what went on. I know she's from Atlanta. Yeah. And I, I um. She's always um, like I think I saw her. At, I don't really remember much of it, but at the DMX party, she was there. DMXS. DMXS. Sorry, that's another show. Yeah, yeah, she was there. So she's cool. She's good. I hope they pull it together, and I hope they get everything that uh they need to do because it's always good to have them out there and all the other teams too. So getting back to that, we should ask her about the number thing. We should have actually. because she would be a perfect example of a team that rides does four, uh, big bikes, and she you her know, guy yeah right so uh, let's ask this guy btosports.com Jason Thomas can we still call you that can you still call me Jason Thomas yeah no, can, can we still uh, can we still tell like team name beforehand or sure why not okay yeah, I'm yeah. still I'm still riding for him right now okay all right. Um, earlier in the show, we were talking about the number, the national number uh, debacle, and uh, you're also not in favor of this. And uh, I guess tell us why, bud. Uh, it's pretty self-explanatory, I think. Um, I just don't feel that the regional series should be given the same value as a national championship series, right. basically. Yeah. You know, I don't think the regional Supercross series is even half as hard as a the 450 National, you know, right. Supercross Series. Coming from a guy who's Just done them. Not. You've done them. You've done them both. Well, yeah. I mean, I think even spectators, you can watch it and see it. You look at guys that are on the cusp of qualifying, and, and unfortunately, Kenny, with your replacement guys and stuff, you know you've been watching some last chances, and obviously I've been in <laughs> right. a million of them. And then you look at, you know, it's just a different caliber. It really is, so. Right. To give it equal value, I don't think is the right answer. You know, I, I don't think that they should be given nothing. You know, and I talked to them about giving them like half point or, or percentage or anything. You know, I'm not numb to the idea of doing something to alleviate the problem, but right. I don't think this is the answer. It's just another ridiculous rule that I wonder what who, who makes these up. And you know what's funny is I had a conversation with someone today, and they were. Involved. I was talking to someone of the industry about your team. And they are under the impression like, wow, we didn't know this was a problem. We didn't – no one said anything to me, and maybe we all need to sit down and talk about it because, you know, this and that. And I'm like, really? Okay. Well, who was involved in your meeting? Like, well, who made – three guys made the decision, and, and two guys voted, and one guy didn't vote against it. Well, you know what? How are you three people making a decision about a number change? Don't you think, like, you should go to the people that are – doing it like the riders and the teams and have them say like I told him I said the National Football League isn't going to go make a, a rule change about the game unless they talk to the players union and the team owners you know what I mean there has to be some kind of agreement there and he's like oh well it's been, it was in the rule book all year this year and no one said one word about it until now yeah I love how they just sneak it in there that's the best part there's no announcement or, I did, you know I, what I mean? Yeah, I, like, do, I do feel something like Something like that should be made very clear to everyone in Anaheim 1, in yeah. my opinion. And, and, and I say, too, you know when they make a, a, a rule change that they want you to know about it? They put a, a, a press release out or they do something, Bulletins, a bulletin yeah, or exactly. something. 
There was yeah. no bulletin right. there. I think I like to get a bulletin. A big example of them sneaking it in there. I like to get a bulletin on your team, Kenny, on what's going on. Dude, let me ask you a question, Steve. <laughs> Why in the f are you so worried about my team? Why are you so worried about this I'm team? I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm pulling your tail a little bit. You know, you're not pulling my tail a little bit. You're pulling it a lot. Yeah, buddies. Hey, change. buddies. Just pretend those radio. Pretend that microphone is even on. I do. Okay, you do actually. I do. You have you have issued some public apologies on this show, uh, JT. Let's uh, tits. Yes, sir. Do we want to do tweet at tits segment? BTOSports.com tweet at tits segment, or do we want to do tech one graphics? What What do you want to do first? What's your opinion? How about we do the graphics first, and then we'll go into the tweets. Okay. All right. You want to do a roundtable show? Another one. JT, we did another one. Um. You no way you did not do another one. <laughs> I was telling Tits. Back by public demand. <laughs> hey, I was JT. telling Tits that on the way back from Elsinore, you're laying in the backseat of my truck, delirious from the heat all day racing, and laughing your balls off at the first original roundtable show. <laughs> I couldn't get enough of it, to be honest with you. I really couldn't. <laughs> listen, well, to, listen to the last one, the, the one they just did. It's better. It's better. <laughs> it's better. But not, not by much. much. All right. Hey. So Tech One, Tech One Designs is on board with us, and they are um, one of the leading graphic companies out there. And we had a contest where you got to design your own graphics, and we got a lot of submissions, a lot of ones that are hideous. But uh, what the grand prize is, is Tech One's going to print the design for free. It's, the design is included in their 2013 product line, and, it, and, they, and the winner gets 10 bucks from every kit sold. And these Very are going to be – we're going to put these on Pulpamex tomorrow for you guys to look at. So check it out. The winner, first play uh, – let me count them down. Yeah. Third place is uh, – third place gets a uh, design printed for free mm-hmm. from Tech One. And uh, do we have a drum roll? Yeah. Christopher – Magenheim. I think it's Christopher Magenheim. Christopher Magenheim. Sorry. Congratulations. Congratulations. Your design, uh, you were third place. You will get your design printed for free. Uh, second place gets a uh, design printed for free and a bunch of Pulp MX swag, of which we have yet to figure out what it is. But second place. Yet to be printed. Alex Monachina, second place. Good job, Alex. First place. Printed for free, design included in the 2013 product line, and $10 for every kit sold. Tech One Design's Pulp MX Show Graphic Contest winner is Francesco. Francesco. <laughs> you. I, I, how do you say that last name, Kenny? Giannini. Giannini? Graffini? Francisco. Graffini. The first person to call in and speak Italian wins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you think of those designs, Kenny? The top oh, they're three. Awesome. All three. Of okay. Them are, they, yeah. All three of them deserve to be winners in my eyes. <laughs> I've, I've seen Kenny be uh, disattached. Disattached? That's not even a word. No, detached. Not a word. I, good one, Kenny. Uh, I've seen Kenny be detached from a lot of contests in this show mm-hmm. in three years. Disinterested. 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 This might be. The tops. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he's not cared much about any of our contests. But this one here. Mm-hmm. I he think was I, very, this very. Is a, this is a new low for, or a new high for you, maybe. A new high, <laughs> for sure. Um, 
No, but I'm just kidding, Kenny. I mean, you're just busy. You're a busy guy. But thank you, everybody. Thank you, Tech One Graphics, uh, Tech One Designs. Check them out. They make the a winner, Pop-Mex the, kit. The, the winner, that, that kit is pretty good. That is good, yeah. The, JT, so you know it was the one that you picked. Oh, was too. it? Yeah. 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 Um, I think, yeah. That, I think that one can be sold on, with any bike, too, which is key. Yeah, the color. Yeah. You could switch the colors. Right. So uh, thanks, everybody, for coming on board. And we're going to post the three winners on Pop-Mex tomorrow for you to look at. And, um, yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. Tweets? Yeah. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from TTOSports.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. All right, here we go. Um, these are actual questions from actual listeners directed towards Tits Legendary. Mm-hmm. Uh, for myself, for Kenny, for Jason Thomas. Um, and you've picked the best ones. This So far as I'm aware. Right. Okay. Sweet Jesus, help us yep. all. <laughs> okay. Ryan Tanner says, uh, since Roxon got second at the G- German GP this weekend, how do you think Baggett, Tomac, or Barsha would have done? As well or better? Well, they... Go back to that. Where was the race? In Germany. Germany. And okay. Roxon rode 450s. And how many times yes. do you think Roxon rode that track? I don't know too many, but I've been to that track. A lot. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's kind of a, it's uh you know, I, I don't know. They would have done good. They would have done well. Um, Searle dominated. Tommy Searle dominated. I would think Blake Baggett can beat Tommy Searle. JT? I would think. Um, I would think a heads up. Yeah, he's going to beat him. I mean, it's, it's a different situation. You know, just throwing him into yeah. one race, who knows? But, you know what I mean? It's, it's hard to just walk into a series your first race and say he's just going to win, you know? Right, right. And rocks and rocks. But and yeah, of course, I think that Blake Baggett's a better rider than Tommy Searle, yes. Right, and and Tomac also might have won. So. Exactly, yeah. Um. Okay, Tits, what do you got for us, bud? Tits? Tits? I'm sorry. Um, hey, taking a phone super call. office game tonight. Totally. Super All office right. game tonight. Greg McEwlin. Is that Moser on the line? No, it was somebody wanting to know how to listen to the show. So I... Obviously Isn't this guy that loves him. the voicemails? Huh? No, Greg McCreary. That's Greg McCreary. Oh, McCreary. damn it. No. All right, sorry. Um, it says, for Kent or Steve, do most mechanics on teams have health benefits through the team, or how does that work for them? That's funny. That's a good question. No, they don't. It's called They're, they're called contractors, yeah. and they're, they don't pay taxes. They pay taxes on their own, and they have their own insurance. Cowie guys have medical coverage, and I had medical coverage at Yamaha because we were employees. Employees. But that's it. Closest thing you get to it is Asterisk truck at the race. <laughs> <laughs> if you if Asterisk can't fix it, you're screwed. Sheesh. Hey, does Asterisk like I've never? Oh, actually, I did. I had to get some blood drain from my hip when I crashed oh, at Baja Acres. Um, so they did help you me. You landed on like yo, you killed a child. Uh, he shouldn't have been out there. It wasn't it wasn't eighty practice. He shouldn't have been out there. He um, killed a small child well, and he's complaining about it. First his of all, hip. a jump the tabletop. B ride your right practice. Okay. Anyways. Um, does Asterix, like Kenny, if you, if you had like herpes or something and you went in there, do they just help you no matter what? Like, even if you, I don't know. I go to the doctor normally, not like you. When's no. the last time you've been to the doctor? How long ago? Years. No, not at all. I was having these issues two years ago and I had to go see a bunch of specialists and I had to go get a checkup and everything. Where'd you go? Over here. Just on Durant or Lake Mead. Oh, I thought care. maybe you you didn't go to, uh, Dr. T. Dr. Gardner. No, cause I was up here. Uh, but if I need some, if I need a, 
Oh, it's right outside the circle. Ooh. It's not far, but damn it. Hey, no, but uh, anyways, this asterisk JT. Does anybody? Does, yeah, well, anyone. Just, anyone can go there if really? you're a mechanic. Yeah, you, you can just go get in. Like, hey, I got a headache, or yeah, you can, I, they'll, they'll they'll look at you. Oh, okay. I didn't know if it was just for riders. Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty cool. No, oh. no they're pretty cool. Okay, them. yeah, that's good. I just didn't know. Yeah. All right. So what Especially you, like it. I think they're a little. You know, it's a little dicey if they've never seen you before. But it's you know. Right. If you're like an established person on the circuit or something, they have an idea of who you are. They'll do everything they can to help oh, you. Oh, really? So and and it's free. It would be free, right? Yeah. I bet you there's some people who abuse that probably. Why not? I mean, I don't know, who, but yeah, I, I, mean, I imagine there's industry. I don't know people, if it's yeah. really abuse if that's the only option you have. But you know, right. what are you gonna do? Yeah. All right. I've never, like I said, I got the, my blood drained from them because. But I think that was Casillas just volunteering to do it, or I don't know. Yeah, that's cool. He, he's not even a doctor. They're all even... volunteering to do it, pretty much. You had Eddie Casillas drain, drain shit out of your hip. He's not even. He has no like. I don't think he has any medical, like, cert, like doctors or nursing or anything like oh, that. Oh, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was Augustine. Yeah, well, well it wasn't remember. Eddie. Was yeah, I don't, was... I don't think Casillas. I don't think Eddie would have been draining. Anything it was ten years ago, so I forget. All right, let's go. All right, Hobo Nick wants to know. Hobo are... Nick. Hobo Nick. The Hobo Nick tweeted me, and asked me. Is this is where Kenny flies off the handle right now. Right now. Uh, probably <laughs> not. Uh, what are the purses at the designations, or are there even purses? You know, Chad says there is zero dollars. No, Chad. I don't think there is. I don't think so either. And Chad was like, "No, I think there's money." Like he would even care or know or. <laughs> How could there be money at the nations when they don't even make money racing in Europe? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. You have to pay an entry yeah, fee. Yeah, I don't think there is. I'm pretty sure there's not. Why would Chad tell me that? He must have been confused, right? How would he know? Yeah, there's no telling. How would he know? Because he's never made he money. He won a moto the, last year. But I would say it'd be for the overall. For the, I don't I, think they're going to pay mean, per moto. I don't know. I'm just, I don't know why Chad said that to me. I, I was like, what? Chad Reed would know more than us, though, so I guess he right. does has a legitimate right. say in this. Quincy Simon. I'm pretty sure it's like Rocky and Drago, no money. Just for the love of the country, yeah. 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 Qu- Quincy Simon wants to know how you guys think Zachy Poo will do next year. Uh, first. <laughs> uh, I, I want you to I want you to stand by your pick that he's gonna blow bag its doors off next weekend. <laughs> I didn't say that. I yes, did not did. say that. Yes, you did. No, you I, absolutely did. I did yes, not. You did. I love Zachy Poo. Bullshit. Um. <laughs> okay, you want me to call it third yeah, in the Supercross, fourth outdoors. Boom, called it. Noted. JT. Um, I'll take Do you know fourth in Supercross and fifth outdoors. What'd you say in Supercross? Fourth. 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 Fourth and fifth. Kenny? No comment. No comment. That's, that's I, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to I'm not going to predict how he's going to do. I think he's going to do good, but I don't know. It's great for you to come on the show and then have no comment. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I mean, there's, there's a doubt. The, there's nothing I kind of doubt, line. like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you can say I'm, you don't I'm know. not going to get mad. If you yeah. There's no consequences. I'm not worried about Kenny. you guys getting mad. I don't want him getting mad. Like him saying, oh, yeah. You. The show. Well, then just say he's going to win a championship. There's right. no trap door underneath your chair that drops you into pit of hell. <laughs> okay. He'll be top three indoors, and he'll be top three outdoors. Okay. Great. All right. Eric Lundgren. Uh, question is for Jason. He wants to know when you'll be back on Twitter. People want it. Uh, TBA. To be announced. You, you're, right. you're such. Yeah. You've been saying that for a long time, bro. And it will be announced. It's still to be announced. Release. He didn't get. What do you want me to do? It's like the it's like the iPhone five. It was TBA for a long time. It's out. 
Tits doesn't have one. I don't know when. Tits doesn't have one. Very, very upset about this. All right. Chad Reed has two of them. Where'd he get them from? Steve Astafin. I was there at his office when he he told his assistant, "You're going to get two for Chad. You're going to get in line. You're going to get two for Sheckler. You're going to get two for for Hart. You're going to get two for Pastrana." And dude, she had to be in line at like four o'clock in the morning or something stupid. I know. I was there when she called Chad asking what colors he wanted. Oh, okay. So you know I'm right. Yeah. Must be nice to like be a millionaire. But still, you don't got to buy your phone. You don't like, pay for anything. Yeah, like you're a millionaire. You don't can get, afford. No, 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 no. Don't fool yourself. He paid for it. He'll pay for no, it. He oh, well, for it. He'll yeah, pay yeah, for yeah, it yeah, one yeah, way yeah. or you're another. Right. Right. You got to remember <laughs> who he's dealing with. Right, right. Okay. All right. I think uh, the the funniest part for me is like, um, Steve, you know, well, obviously, pretty much everybody that just knows Dan Truman, he just went to like, into like a crappy part of Sarasota where, you know, probably the line's not as long. He got it in like 20 minutes the day it came out. Yeah. You just right. gotta find a location where. Well, you know. Swiss Corps Swiss Corps went to in Flint, and there was no nothing, nobody even there. He walked right in and got yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Like, right, right. Flint, you know, not that the, I don't want to say it the wrong way, but the demographic where you're probably not going to sell more iPhones, I think, is your best bet. Hmm. Hmm. Right. Interesting, JT. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. St- Stephen Kane <laughs> wants to know if there's any new developments on a Southeast National. Uh, Davey, Davey's been talking about it and saying it. I know he's toured stuff with RC. I know he's looked at Alabama at the Barber Track. I, I mean, I think it's coming, and I think, and I think Mount Morris is on the chopping block. Never told. Again, he's never told me. He's never spoken about it. But I think they're going to add one in Southeast and cut Mount Morris eventually. But I don't know when. Hmm. That's my 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 thinking. I, I was told it was, was going to be. I was always told it was going to be Steel City, though. Like I, I heard for sure that they were going to give up one of their races, but. Right. I always heard it was going to be Steel City. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. All right. Uh, Aaron Johnson, this question is for you, Kent. He said, uh, is Kent part owner of the HH race team in any way? Do you have any stake in it? Blood, sweat, and tears, bro. Blood, sweat, and tears. Blood, sweat, and tears. What's that worth? Um, Starting in 2013, I am. I do have some ownership in it, a percentage of it. Well, all right. Um. The person doesn't have a name, but their Twitter handle is like Credit Restore USA. But they uh, want to know whatever happened to the Supercross only team, Velocity Three Racing, that apparently Brian Berry and Kenny G were supposed to have. You know anything about that? I don't. Steve, have you talked to Muffin or Kenny G or any of those guys? Do you know what's going on there? Uh, last I heard, it was off. Velocity G. Is that the name of it? Velocity 3. Velocity 3. Last I heard it was off, but again, don't hold me to that. I don't know. Um, I know they contacted Alan Brown for a semi. Velocity so. 3. I wonder where they came out with that name. Act, activate. Velocity 3. Brian Berry. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Um, Mark Pardoski wants to know, will the Belgian fans welcome Roger DeCoster as their own? Or do they hold a grudge against him since he traded teams? And will they throw waffles at him? He's still a hero over there. Is yep. he? I've been no there. waffles at him. He, he, he's oh, a, he's a legend. Yeah. Period. It doesn't really matter that he helped USA beat Belgium a whole bunch. They still uh-huh. love him. Yeah, for sure. Now uh-huh. he's he's yeah he's a hero there. In 03, we in 03, if we knew we couldn't find him a whole bunch of times, he was in mm-hmm. with Team Belgium. All right. True story. So he's not treated as a traitor. Okay. No, not at all. Corey Mosier. Come on, bro. Yep. Corey Mosier wants to know: Will the added contingency money from Yamaha? Will that actually get more guys out there racing for them? Like, would that be a decision maker? No. 
That's a stupid question. I think on the amateur level, possibly. You think that's stupid? On the question? amateur level, it's possible. All right. I mean, I I think paying forty guys in a national is, is cool. That's a good job for them. Okay. That's old news, right? That has been the BTOSports.com Tweet It Tits segment. Uh, we do that every week on the show, and it's the best of the best questions we think. Anyways, JT, what's new? What's up? Uh, just packing right now. I do that. I leave for Tahiti tomorrow night. Oh, is it tomorrow night? Uh, yeah. So you're packing. Yeah, you're packing. And... You're packing right now for Tahiti. I usually pack like a yeah, couple was, hours before I leave. Was literally right when you guys called, I was packing close. You you uh, is it a one day race, two day race? What's the deal? I don't even know to be honest with you. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm there for like a week, so whenever they say let's go ride, and I'll be ready. I, I'm not really. From okay. the, what I've gathered, it's not like a life and death type race you know is that, do you know any, who else is going do you know anybody, anybody else who's going i know i know daryl hurley's going um who i had heard daryl hurley from new zealand um but i mean like i said it's it's not like uh wait he still races daryl still races yeah i mean i think he's semi-retired like kind of i am you know i think it's pretty laid back you know i don't think it's anything where they're you know trying to have the you know most competitive race ever or anything so Hmm. Uh, I think it's just kind of a good time. Everybody has a good time, gets a vacation, and yeah. you know, whatever. So, all right. Are you taking anyone with you? No, I'm not. Nope. Uh, Montreal Supercross this weekend too. A little, little, little tear in your eye, probably. Montreal, you're gonna miss it. Um. Yes and no. I'm a little bit not bitter, but I'm just kind of like in disbelief at the way they're like kind of running the race now right. overall. But right. does it really yeah, does it really blow you away? I mean, really, JT? Look what country. Well, it's in. from where from where it used to be, yes, it does. It blows me away. Like I can't believe where they let it get to now. Yeah, I feel the same way uh, about our series. They were trying to get uh, Chisholm to go out. Can I tell you that? Yeah, he's still working on it. Yeah. As of today, right? He's still trying. So. Huh? I can't believe they, what they were going to pay yeah. him. I, I was very surprised. Um. Uh. Yeah, it wasn't too crazy. I mean, uh, it didn't sound like there was any money though for anybody. Do you see well, Chisholm quite I a bit? I mean, that's crap. Do you see they qu- have money if they want to spend it. Do you see Chisholm quite a bit? Yeah, I do. I'll, I'll, once or twice a week. Cool. Um, hey, let's let's take this call. Tomo. Hey, guys. How you going? Hey, what's up? All the way from Aussie. What's up, man? Hey, nice. JT, how you going? Ken? What's up, buddy? Hey. Uh, not much. Just at work, believe it or not. Um, Just got a question uh, for Kenny about next year. Um, with RC and the team, will, will he still be going up into the uh, the commentary booth to do some work, or is he purely going to be staying downstairs at, uh, the, at the rig sort of thing? It's a good question. I don't know. I don't know what 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 he's doing. To tell you the truth, I really hey. don't. I I don't really know. I think uh, after Monster Cup, myself and the world will pretty much know what he's doing. Um, everything's still <laughs> kind of up in the air. What what's going on right now? So, Tomo, did you see? Okay. Did you see a press release? Did you see No, that? no. Well, no, we, you uh, know what we do on this show. We don't speculate. No, I wasn't speculating. I was asking. <laughs> they, I, I, think, I wasn't making a statement as if, yes. I, I think you were like spe- saying Brock, asking you to saying speculate. Saying Brock Pickles on the team, that's speculating. So, I think that's the same but, um, thing. Anyways, all right. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's it. Um, also, thanks for having time to speak to us at uh, Elf and all you and JT. That was excellent. Really. Yes. Appreciated nice, that. Nice to see you for sure. Uh, Thanks for coming by. Nice yeah, to, and you know you you and your it's buddy. It's cool to put like uh, 
Right. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. It's cool to put, you know, faces with a name and actually talk to people like that. That's cool. It's yeah. uh, and it's uh, nice that you 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 and Johnny you 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 separated from Johnny for a little bit to come over too. That was nice too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you actually, right, but, yeah. But we're stuck in the car for an hour and a half trying to get out of the joint. Is it always that bad trying to get out of the nationals? Uh, no, this one was worse than normal for sure. Think about it when yeah, you came that, in. You're there's one way in and one way out. So yeah. There's a lot of good things that are one way in and one way out. But anyway, won't go there. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> no, thanks for taking the question, guys, and um, uh, enjoy the show. All right, Tomo. Thanks, 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 Tomo. All right. See ya. Bye. See ya. Um, yeah, so JT Tahiti for a week. Life's rough, bro. It is. It is. Um, really having a tough time. And he's Hard getting paid to go. Yeah. That's what's crazy. Are you going to the Monster Energy Cup? Uh, tentatively, yes. Of course he's going, Chad's um, racing. I have this, yeah, well, I have this deal to go to Greece, and they're kind of bumping the date around. And the last I heard, it was possibly going to be that weekend. So as long as it's, that doesn't happen, then, yes, I'll be there for sure. Cool. Okay. Right. Cool. Uh, cool. Um, yeah. That'll be good. Uh, all right, JT, thanks um, Thanks for coming on. Maybe we'll call you back. Are, we, are, you, are you still going to be around? I'd like to yeah, get, I'll be I'd like to get your opinion game. on a couple. Yeah, I'd like to get your opinion on a couple of uh, – Things that we were talking about earlier on the show, but we're going to take a commercial and come back with Fro. So, and we have a mystery right. guest. We have a mystery guest, someone from Kenny's past. Sweet. This should be good. Well, I, have it. I already know who it is. You do? Yeah, you told me who it was. Oh, damn it! I thought I didn't. Okay. Hey, Spit text me who it, it is. Don't, 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 JT. Yeah, you can't. Can. But it'll be good, right? It's good. Yeah, yeah, it'll be sweet. Right. Okay. Sure. Uh, thanks, everybody. Thanks, JT. Right. We'll call you back. Uh, BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Works Connection, AGV Helmets, Tech One Designs, Fly Racing, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate, Race Tech, and Black Ops Moto coming on board with us. And yeah. uh, the debut of Black Ops Moto. Thanks, uh, thanks everybody, for checking us out. We're going to come back with uh, Jeff Emig and uh, the mystery guest. See ya. This is Georgia Lindsay, presenter of the Motocross Grand Prix, and you're listening to the Pulpomex Show with Mathis and Watson. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com, featuring Kenny Watson and that other guy. Thanks for listening. Please support our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code, STEVE, S-T-E-V-E, and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show, and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection, the little company that started it all, is back with a new invention that writers like Andrew Short, Ivan Tedesco, Brett Metcalf, Josh Hansen, and more can't live without. Our brand new Pro Launch device makes getting hole shots easy. It's a set it and forget it deal, featuring innovation and design that has made Works Connection the number one company for your bike's needs. Also, check out WorksConnection.com for our complete line of elite clutch purchase, which we now allow the customer to customize for his wishes. You can choose the color, the lever ratio, and more in what we're calling the 1-2-3 Easy Build. 
skid plates, hour meters, throttle tubes, radiator braces, and more. Works Connection is the company that is killing it in Northern California and proud to be a sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. As a matter of fact, enter Pulp MX on checkout and save 20% off your order. Producing helmets since 1948, AGV merged with Dionese in 2007, birthing a renewed commitment to top-of-the-line head protection for off-road and racing enthusiasts. 2012 brings the MTX, AX8, and AX8 EVO. The AX8 EVO is a top-of-the-line helmet worn by Travis Pastrana and Ashley Filer and features the latest in technical design, safety, and comfort. The carbon Kevlar fiberglass hybrid shell keeps the weight low at only 1,100 grams. New padding and revised outer shell incorporate our new shock absorber system, which cooperates with existing back protection. The AX8 is available in nine colorways with an additional seven in the AX8 EVO. Check them out at AGV.com. Since 1973, FMF has been about getting more out of riding motorcycles. More power, more wins more fun. For 39 years, we've been rolling up our sleeves, building our factory, engineering and manufacturing the world's finest performance exhausts. Innovation and American craftsmanship makes FMF today's leader in performance. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything, from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. The result of design experience and factory rider feedback. Fly Racing continues to push through the boundaries of innovation and technology, function and fit. Worn by factory motocross pros Andrew Short and Trey Kennard, as well as off-road pros Stuart Baylor and Team JCR Honda, Fly Racing designs products for the serious rider and racer. The difference is in the details. For more information, visit flyracing.com to view its entire range of exciting products. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The 
little company that could. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of top riders like Kyle Chisholm, Josh Strang, Zach Osborne, and many others, is coming on strong in 2012. Our top-end line of Gox and Limited Goggles have all the features you could want, including four-layer face foam, a lightweight frame, as well as a no-fog, anti-scratch lens. Owned and operated by former national racer and test rider Rich Taylor, it's 25 years of goggle technology, all wrapped up into a high-end goggle with a low-end price. For more information, check out the xbrand.com. And remember, listeners to the Pulp MX Show can save some cash on their order by typing in the words Xcode 2012 before they check out. That's Xcode 2012. I'm Justin Barsha, number 20 on the Geico Honda, and I wear free gun underwear. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and ex-game star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun. Get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Rockford Fosgate has been in the business of sound for over 30 years. At Rockford, we know you're fanatical about your music. You take it with you on the road and off. That's why Rockford Fosgate designs and builds audio gear that will deliver big, clear sound for your car, truck, motorcycle, or boat. Rockford Fosgate, car audio for fanatics. Rockford Fosgate is a proud sponsor of the Dodge, Saquon Casino, Harden Huntington, Bell Ray Racing, Supercross team. Pulp MX Show listeners, is it time to change that fork and shock oil? Well, for this and much more, look to Racetech, the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S Custom Series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. Pro racers like Ben LeMay, Derek Anderson, Mike Corbin, Cody Gilmore and more depend on Racetech. So should you. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners 5% off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike.
Yeah, welcome back. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Some Pennywise, uh, Kenny Watson's music of choice. Watson ditching the Iron Maiden for some Pennywise. Yep, yep, yep. Great yep. choice. Yep. Uh, Mix it up a little bit. I think I like the Maiden, but that's good. It's good. P-Dub, P-Dub. Got to support no, it's the good. boys. That's good. I, I, I like, uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's get our next guest, Jeff Emig, on the line here on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. In the meantime, when we're doing that, Chuck's at this email in. Don't have anything against Michael Lessie, but I think it's a little funny he got Sportsman of the Year. But when they say Sportsmanship Award, I was thinking the other Mike, Southwick 250, when Mike McDade pulls Will Hahn's bike off him and then patiently holds it for him till he grabbed it, saving the trap Will from certain death. And he sounded like a good dude when he was on your show. We didn't have Mike McDade on our show. Will Hahn, maybe we did. Will Hahn. Uh, possible awards for Michael Lessie. Fastest hot tub of the year. The most thank yous fit into a podium interview. And defensive ride of the year at Washougal. P.S. Kenny Rocks from Chuck. Um, thanks, Chuck, for that. Hey, uh, I'm just checking out the chat room here a little bit. Maybe oh, God, no. Well, and well, uh, yeah. all these guys on Hale's butt, you guys need to uh, chill. She doesn't think that I could have time to be a radio host. Cool, whatever. She's stuck in Nebraska. She's never going to get out of Nebraska. Oh, now you're fighting with scoops. I'm not fighting with scoops. I I, no. I respect her, but you know, I I don't. I'm, I never bashed her. It's all you know. You know, I'm just trying to help her. But if she's going to run it, and she can run it, but um, you're fighting an uphill battle, girl. If you want to go to war, so uh, why do we got to do that? Bring it, bring it, scoops. Jeez, oh, <laughs> black <laughs> ball. Can you say black That's ball? So funny. Can you say black ball? I don't have a yeah. button that says black ball. Otherwise, yeah. I would. I do. F you, dude. I could promise that she will get no Just interviews. Ever the consummate professional, uh, Fro's connection was not that great, so he's switching lines and he'll be calling me back in a second. Hales, okay. I'm just Hales, Hales, right Hales, I'm just totally joking with you. I've, I'm just totally playing. <laughs> oh my god. I'm just totally jacking with you. Yeah, I think yeah. it's totally sweet what you do, and I, I listen. I listen to your uh, roundtable, and uh, Pookie, this coffee's terrible. I'm not. I wasn't too impressed, but you hey, you know what? You got to start somewhere. So I'm just totally kidding with you. I respect it. Did you put your ass juice in it? Oh, terrible coffee. He's not even on the phone yet. Um. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening, and we're going to get. Uh, who's this, Ryan? Ryan, what's up? Hey, what's going on, Steve? Hey, what's up, man? Thanks for listening. What's going on? Hey, uh, you going to Montreal this weekend? Dude. <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, it's a motocross to the nations this weekend. So you're not going there. I'm not? Oh, I don't know, are you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Ryan, I've been, I'm gonna I, go to Montreal. Ryan, I've been to Canadians. like I've been to like uh fuck, like uh thirty four, it's the thirty fifth. No, I've been to like uh six this nations in a row. Oh, well, sorry. I guess I'm but fucking I, out of your loop on the nations. Yeah, there, there, is clearly, there a good, uh, clearly, Ryan. No. Is I, the Montreal buggy race going on, too? Dude, the, the quad race? Yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually specifically just going for the side-by-side -side race. You should. It's probably better than the dirt bike race that's going to be going on. The, yeah. I, the, fucking, uh, the Montreal Supercross is, is lost its luster, man. I'll tell you what. I, I think, think Team I mean, Canada is going to win Montreal Supercross, though. Cole Thompson right, well, could I, win, yeah. You pretty much just killed the buzz that I did have for this weekend. No, so dude. I appreciate it. Have a Molson. Sorry. Maybe I'll get right? have, a, have a Molson. You'll be fine. Hey, one more thing. Hey, yeah. I called in last week with a couple of voicemails on why Canary wasn't getting hired, and I missed that show, and I haven't listened to it. 
What uh, whatever became of that? What do you mean? Well, I can, Canari still still needs a job. Yeah. Kenny's, does, he, does he have a job yet, or what? No, Kenny's effing Watson, him over. Not, Watson's not going to hire him, huh? Nope. Nope. Is he just going to maybe, uh, Watson, you going to give Kyle Partridge another chance, or? Uh, Kyle, I mean, because, I mean, Canari can not only clearly smoke Kyle Partridge any day, but we'll can, give him a chance. Hey, can can Bobby Canari bring me money to my team? No. Kyle Partridge what? did. Kyle Partridge got the opportunity. And did. Is Kyle Partridge going to be under our tent this year? No. Are we going to support him and give him I some like, help and like do Ryan. what we got to do? I like Ryan's thinking, though, with Bobby Canari. Talking. Not only that, like, you always say everything's business, everything's business. But then it always, the other thing you hear all the time is, oh, we're giving him a chance. We're giving him a chance. He's a good guy. Is that the way business works? You tell me. You sound, like a, business, a, you sound, like, a, you sound like a businessman. Are you going to tell me how to run well, my I mean, business? Like, Are you going to tell business? me how to run my team? I think we have a pretty successful program. And you guys have a great program. I just cannot stand how the industry misplays and misjudges guys like Bobby Canary. It's yeah. Hey, hey. So yeah, why don't you Ryan. Call, why don't you call Eric Kehoe, call Mitch Payton, call Roger DeCoster, and tell them all the well, same thing. Well, they don't thing. have radio shows. Well, hey. They don't have radio shows. If they had a radio show, I would be waiting in line to call them. I would well, talk hey. to Eric Kehoe any day. Hey, there's but we message all know boards. Bobby Canari's not going to get a factory ride with, with Eric Kehoe. Remember, we're talking business. Okay, so uh, how is Bobby Canari going to get a factory ride on my team then? Because I got news for you. We're a factory team next year. End of story. Cats out of the bag, aren't right, Kenny? <laughs> you can call it what you want. Oh, Ryan, you play tricky. <laughs> well, you call it what you uh, want. No, uh, Kenny, hey, I'm just saying. It's just it blows my mind that teams just don't. I don't know. Yeah. He was preaching a thousand times. It just doesn't make sense. Let me any ask sense, you a question. Two years no, ago. Ryan, business, how rich? Ryan, let's start a always, team. Always comes down to the buddy Ryan, system to me. Ryan, let's let me start ask a you team. A Ryan, you and I start a team. We'll do it. Exactly. Hey, um, I know Stillwell. He'd be a great team manager. <laughs> okay, I'm out. I'm back out now. Hey, I'll, let me I'll ask you a question. Team. Bob had a great season this year. Yeah. I'll give it to him. Yeah. yeah. What happened last year, the year before last? He was still good. He, he wasn't race, great. He, he didn't so race. He, okay. he wasn't racing in the States. Okay, but what happened the There's year before that? Him a chance. Hey, the, the what year was, before what that. Hanson's best finish this year. Hanson's right. best finish. Fifth. And on this, a bike that he tested on, right? A bike that he put in time on. Six, he rode four fifties. What was Canary's best finish? I have no idea, but Hanson got fifth. And you no, So you're going to wait. Well, well, you're going to tell me. Place. You're going to tell me that you're going to put Josh Hanson. And him on the gate side by side. Yes. And and Bobby Canari is a better and faster rider than him. Yes. How many teams does How no many teams does Bobby Canari got kicked off of? I gotta go. You guys are over. When you guys are done this conversation, right. I like Bob Canari one hundred. I I really like Bob. You do like but Bob. Not just, it's not just Bob. Gonna, it's not just Bob. I'm just no. saying, Bobby All Canari right. will be there every weekend. He won't be riding races naked over in Europe. All right. He put his headset down. So good job, Ryan. We we pissed him off again. Um, all right. I love you, Steve. All right. Thanks, man. We got to get to our next guest. Thank you. All right. Later. See ya. Uh, thanks, Ryan. Uh, hey, online, um, multi time AMA national and supercross champion, motocross the nation's champion, color commentary for speed and fuel TV and NBC Sports and you name it. Jeff Emig. What's up, bro? I was just listening to that interesting <laughs> conversation that you guys were having. And- uh, yeah. What the hell are you guys arguing about? Uh, sorry to put you on hold for so long and put up with that. We, uh, <laughs> what we normally argue about on this show every week is a Bobby Canari, <laughs> and that was just another call about a Bobby Canari fan. And um, 
Yeah, I mean, you know, just basically my whole thing, Fro, and I don't want to get – we want to talk to you about many other things, but my whole point is guys like Canari, and he's not the only one, but a guy like Canari gets overlooked for people who have more quote-unquote potential but can't stay healthy, uh, do stuff off the track, uh, are sketchy, and, and a guy like Canari shows up every week, and maybe he's not pure talent-wise faster than some of these guys – but he gets overlooked for potential all the time, and it's not just Canari, but it, it's many got a few guys like that. So that's my whole point. Yeah, it's it's a it, it's a speed versus a consistency thing, mm-hmm. and it's like a roller coaster, and it and that that you know it fluctuates. I mean, we're back in the late '90s. I mean, how many guys were getting massive contracts based on potential, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it was like, well, none of these guys were able to beat. Ricky or, you know, whoever it was, and you had a handful of guys winning a majority of the races. All You know, a couple of years ago, we put a lot of emphasis on raw speed. And, you know, all of us at one time or another would criticize a guy like Ryan Dungey or Chad Reed for always kind of laying up, right? Always, he's there, but yet in these pressure situations, he doesn't seem to, like, have the raw speed that or Villapoto or somebody like like that would have at times, you know. But then all of a sudden, 2012 comes around and everybody's hurt. And the fact that a rider like Dungey is pretty damn close, if not the fastest guy every time he goes to the track, but he rides every race. And this year was odd because he actually missed some races. Right. But we still consider him as a rider that rode every race because he was healthy. And how many riders got hurt this year, all of a sudden that pendulum is swinging back towards, huh, I got to run a race team. Mm-hmm. You know, hell, Kenny, Kenny had four rider team. How many guys did you have? Right. I think Noah. he ended up with six. All four of those guys yeah. were hurt. Your replacement riders were getting hurt. So I, I assume that was the argument is like, well, you've got a guy like Bobby who's there week in, week out, and certainly that has some value. Well, this is what I At was thinking about for the next game. This is what I was thinking. And to about. be fair to Kenny, I push this a lot, and now the fans are getting on him, and he gets upset. This is what so. this is what I Bob Canari was there. He 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 raced the beginning of the season. He wasn't getting results. Okay, Josh Hansen was there at the beginning and was getting results when the field was stacked. He got a fifth place twice when there was people when everybody was there. Okay, then yep. he got hurt. So at the end of the day, Bob stayed consistent, and I I give Bob's kudo, but he was there week in and week out, and at the end. <laughs> At the end, he did do his job and he did do good. Uh, but you, not, I can't have people yeah, tell me. Kudo, not not multiple kudos, singular but kudo. Just one kudo. Yeah, hey, Fro, <laughs> suck it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, but anyways, no, yeah. and that's they just and me, to me, they just me fired up. to me, I to me, I take a guy that's maybe a little. I I take a guy getting getting seventh and eighths every weekend over a guy who gets fifth twice and who may be faster. That's me as a manager. I got to keep the guy on the track. And I need no drama uh, when on the weekends when the guy's there, and I feel like there's solid character racers that get overlooked. And I don't want to just make this for handy. There's I can think of three or four other guys too that get rides and then don't do anything, but they are fast and they are super talented. So that, that's that's all. It's it's yeah, it's six on one, half dozen on the other. What do you do as a team? Like what do you? Yeah, value? there's yeah. there's definitely a, a recalibration in the hiring. Um, 
you know, program for 2013. Everybody's looking at it. Well, I've got this race team and I got all, I got to keep riders on the track. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, well, would I rather had a rider on the track all 17 Supercross events or get two fifths? Mm -hmm. And, you know what I mean? In the first five races and not have anybody for the next 10. Because you can't, you can't operate the business of a race team unless you are the factory team. It's just not good business. Well, I mean, me, it's not good business for them either, but, you know. This wasn't, this wasn't on my list of questions for you, but let me get your opinion on this. Uh, we had a ton of injuries this year, indoors and out. Uh, a lot of people, there was a Cycle News article about the, you know, the catastrophe that is Supercross and Motocross. I'm of the opinion that it was just one of those years. In 2011, we were pretty healthy. Do you think there's any one reason that in 2012 – Let's face it, it was a disaster with injuries and not just the top guys. I mean, just through and through the field. Is there anything that you, Jeff Emmett, can point to to reason why? Or is, are you like me and thinking it's just one of those years? Uh, I mean, the bikes are pretty damn good. And good in a, you know, you could almost say in a bad way. I mean, the the the, the riders are so enabled to to ride at such a high pace and the obstacles and the speed at which they do things in supercross, you know, it's pretty incredible. But then you look at injury at, you know, if you try to isolate the individual injuries, well, Trey Kennard's injury, that obviously could have happened, you know, mm-hmm. anywhere. Um, Chad Reed went over the bars, right. you know, just happened to catch his, his foot, you know, inside of the shifter. So when you try to isolate it, then it, makes you go, well, you know, maybe, maybe that isn't the case, but I mean, it's, it's pretty awesome. The attitude that these riders have and that they're all so fired up to come back. Right. I mean, these, these riders these days, man, they, they get injured. They treat it like a vacation and they are back at it. I mean, I hear Ryan Villapoto is so damn fast right now. Nobody keep an eye on him. They can't even keep him in the, you know, within four or five seconds of him. Right, right. Hell, that right. was after the knee injury. So yeah, yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting to call the race. I know that. Yeah. Um, let's uh, let's switch gears a little bit. Motocross to nations. Uh, are you going? Is this? Do we? No. No. Okay. No. Um, you've written. We're, um, hmm? They they haven't made the official press release yet, but we're going to do a U.S. broadcast. Oh, cool! And we're gonna do it from we're gonna do it from here in L.A. Okay. Um, and so we'll just get the live feed, you know, right. however they shoot it over here, and we'll we'll lay it down early in the morning live, and then they'll do an edit and uh, air it uh, later on in the day on CBS Sports Channel. Who's the uh, so, who's the who's the play by play guy? Who are you working with? Uh, Ralph Shaheen. Oh, Ralph. Okay. Um, yeah. Interesting. So. Listen, you, you've been on both ends of the motocross nations. You've been a winner. You've been a loser there. Um, and I've talked to you about this before for podcasts, and you're passionately uh, love this race and, and talk about it in, in almost spiritual-like terms for you. And I like that. I admire that. So having said that, what do you what do you tell a Justin Barsha? He's a rookie on the team. He's riding a 450 um, in the sand. What What would be your advice to someone like that or anybody on the team in general? Yeah, that's interesting because uh, this morning I just watched the uh, 60 Years and a Day mm-hmm. uh, Motocross Donation um, movie video thing, you know, and um, I had actually never even uh, seen that. So kind of got the juices flowing. And then uh, I watched the 2011 
or, or no, actually, or not eleven. What I'm saying, the 2007 race they covered in that in that um, mm-hmm. in that movie, right? Yep. Yeah. So, and I and I was thinking, like, just what you asked me, what do you, you know, how would you coach the guys? Right. And uh, the the number one thing is start and don't make any mistakes, and to be less concerned with with um, outright speed and uh, position, because if you notice. A lot of people make mistakes in that race yeah. by trying to ride outside of their comfort zone, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, if you just don't make any mistakes, and everybody has some good top ten scores, which just about every rider, you know, in the top teams, they're all capable of, mm-hmm. e- you know, each one of their guys being inside of the top ten, you know. And if you look at the scores from the last five to seven years. It ain't like back in the old days where you would win with seven, eight, nine, ten points. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're winning with 22, 24, right? So um, it's just go, you know, Justin's great at starts. Just go get a good start. Don't worry about winning the race mm-hmm. unless, it's, unless it comes to you. Yep. Just worry about top five, top threes. But the problem is, as you get over there, and your ego gets a little bit fired up, yeah, yeah. and you're totally emotionally charged, you're like totally into this whole thing, and the flags are waving, and you're like, you know, especially back in the days with us, you know, I always felt that the European riders, they didn't really have a very cool style, mm-hmm. didn't really think that their gear was cool, right? So the whole, you know, the whole cool factor was like, dude, these yeah. guys aren't cool. <laughs> right. We're cool, you know, and whatever that means. But it's like, dude, these guys can't be beating us. It was like, uh, what's right. his name? Beating me on the four stroke. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Look at that thing. Right, right, right. That thing looks like it's 10 years old. How, how is he going? Uh, who is it? Um, Smets. Uh, Smets, right? Smets, yeah, Smets. <laughs> Smets, like, how is he going that fast on that bike? I got the Works KXP50, and he's on this Chromoly chassis thing. I think it's a Rotax engine that's in there. It's like, you know what I mean? So, but there's a it there's it's a different race. It's a different mentality, and you really have to keep your cool. And I'm going to throw you a bone here, Mathis, because your guy Tim Ferry, oh. when you watch him 2007, he was the perfect guy for that oh. because of his demeanor, of what his personality is, how he rode. Right. He did great. Had that moto where he came from behind, did exactly what he needed to do, didn't make any big mistakes, was just nice and steady. And put on a great charge, and it was an epic day for him. Do you? Yeah, I mean, you, listen, you're preaching to the choir. Do you know that Red Dog, in his three motocross nations, never once got the number one gate pick? He was always buried, uh, 20th place gate pick or so. Never once got the number one gate pick in any of Is his that motos. because you? He, he usually got crappy starts anyway. So uh, maybe. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know if that was. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> well, I mean, as, a, as, a, as you know, when I know when we lost, when I went with him and we lost, last USA team to lose, uh, yeah, he was buried off the start. Uh, wasn't good. Um, hey, I want to talk to you too about, uh, and this was uh, on my list of questions. I feel like, and I, and I did a podcast with Pete Fox not too long ago, and I, I told him the same thing. Pete Fox is CEO of Fox Racing. I feel like shift has made a huge comeback in the last three, four years. And you're, you, of course, started Shift, basically. You were their guy. You brought Shift into being cool. And it's still stuff still holds up to this day, I feel, some of the stuff that you wore. And uh, now I just saw you were on a Shift ride on tour. 
And again, the stuff just it's killer, man. They're they're really doing a good job, those guys. Well, yeah, just yeah, we've we've got some budget, that's for sure. So uh, mm-hmm. we're spinning it. And I was just at the last tour stop. You know, we're doing this five stop, basically a free ride tour where we're just going to these different areas and riding. Uh, three stops are are you know are actually uh, sand dunes. Uh, two of them are not. They're like some kind of open areas. Uh, and it's really grassroots type, um, you know, the weekend warrior type, yeah. non-racing type uh, people that we've hit. So we've been able to uh, come up with some pretty good marketing out of it, videos. You know, we got Cliff Tally shooting videos. and mm-hmm. We've had Garth Milan and uh, different people out shooting photos. And it's been really fun because I've actually made uh, all three tour stops so far. Yeah. And it looks like I'm going to make all of them. And we've been able to have... Annie and Hill with us, and uh, you know, um, you know, up in um, Oregon at uh, uh, Dune Fest, right on the uh, coast, which was amazing. Like, I, I wish I had spent more time there, but I was mm-hmm. like totally pressed for time. But awesome, uh, we went to this place in Indiana called the Badlands, uh, which oh, is I've been exactly there. that. I've been there, yeah. It, yeah, I can't believe that you've been there. Yeah, it's pretty pretty gnarly, but. You know, we had Bilko out with us there, and it was just me and Bilko, and we said, "Okay, let's just let's just scour this riding area and try to find something cool to ride and shoot video with, mm-hmm. and all that." And I was really pumped with everything that we did. Yeah. Uh, last weekend, I was joined by Watson's boss there, Kerry uh, Hart. He joined us out in um, Oklahoma, and it's basically Nowhereville, Oklahoma, and they've got this the sand dune area there. Uh, and that was pretty unique, uh, tour stop itself, but, um, you know, so just, just really having some mm-hmm. fun riding, you know, like, okay, what can you do with the motorcycle at this area? Yeah. And so, uh, it's, it, you know, it's been great fun so far. I can tell you that. And you, you know, videos and pictures, everything up on the ship website. Yeah, no, it's, it, it, it looks cool. Um, I've, I've followed it on Twitter a little bit. And, uh, like I said, I feel like the stuff is some good looking stuff. Now, having said that, thanks to Fly Racing for sponsoring our show. Fly Racing does a great job, and uh, their stuff's good too, Fro. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and so we've got two more stops. We're going to Georgia the first week of October, mm-hmm. and then the last week of October we're going to be in Glamis, and it's going to be oh, like geez. the grand finale uh, of all free ride tours. Oh yeah, everybody. Fro wants to and come Glamis, can you? Taka, Twitch. I mean, everyone. Reed wants to come out. Well, you know, wish Miles Richmond uh, was healthy. He's not, but um, I think it's going to be all, you know, all hands on deck. Maybe even Watson will be out there. Who knows? Hey, just do me a favor. If I don't show up, do not let Rob in the Rhino at Glamis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 702-586-7857 if you have a question for the great Jeff Emig. Hey, let's ask Fro. A while longer and then give let's us Let's ask Fro yeah. about what he thinks about the number deal. All right. That will be a perfect example. This will be a perfect. Ask him. Yeah. Bro, what do you think about the new number change? How they're going to give the guys in the lights um, region, the on the like the the east and the west region, they're going to let their numbers carry for their for their uh, numbered. Do you agree with that? They're going to let their numbers carry for. They're going to give them points. They're going to give him. They're going to give them Grand National points, just like they do for the big bikes. So if you ride the West Coast and you're getting points for that, and it, you can carry those numbers to your AMA to your to your number. They count towards your national number, supercross points. Too. Yeah, yeah, and they and they haven't before, correct? Yeah, Never for, because for thirty years. Yeah, right for thirty I years. I mean, that's, 
hell, man. Do you know how, how much the bonuses are to win the uh, regional Supercross championship? Dude, just call it a major. Just it, It's not a regional sort of warm-up sort of thing. Right. It's on par with the 250 motocross championship, right? Mm-hmm. It's just that there's two of them, and they are regional. I think that they should count towards the riders, like, you know, their overall championship total. I think they should get points. All that really, huh? So, yeah, you're 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 all for making that class. Uh, I agree. Yeah. I yeah, agree with it. And him. if they did that, if they did that, then I would have. Well, I would still have four championships. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know you're the you're the highest winning rider with in the lights class without a title? You yeah, have, it's an interesting deal. Yeah, you if, you, if eight, you look at the stats, yep, eight um, wins. I think you got eight wins in one twenty five Supercross, no title. Oh, 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 well, I see what you're saying. No, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you have the most wins out of any uh, 125 Supercross guy without a title. You're number one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's something well, no one... I got some wins, right? Yeah, no one can ever you know, take that away. the interesting thing is that, I think it was a year or so ago when we did that CBS season preview show, pretty interesting stats on winning life's Supercross championships and how that... Um, you know, basically, if you don't win that championship, mm-hmm. the statistics say there's no chance of you winning the Supercross title, but it's also no guarantee. But, but Does that except, make any sense? Except for you and maybe a few other guys. I'm, yeah, the, right. I'm the only rider since 125 Supercross. Yep. I'm the only rider that's since, won since 125 Supercross. In 85. Started in 85. Riders right. started riding Supercross, yep. right? Since it. Went through because guys like Stanton and RJ and yeah, they never had Dale a chance. To, right, guys, right. They never rode 125. I'm the only 125 rider that didn't win the lights title, hmm. but yet won the Supercross title. So basically, you know, if you don't win that, there's yeah. no chance of the big title. But then you look at the list of riders that have won titles and have not even won a main event. Yep, like it's it's. It's all over the place. Yeah. Well, so if you're Dean Wilson, you're hoping to follow in Jeff Emmick's footsteps, you know, because never won a 125 Supercross title. And here he's going to the big class. Going to the big class. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, let me ask you this, Fro. If you were Kenny Watson and you needed to fill a second guy on your team and you could pick Brett Metcalf, Kyle Chisholm, or Ivan Tedesco, who, who, who do you go with? Chisholm, <laughs> Metcalf, or Tedesco? Hey. Who, these are the things that these we conversations. These conversations are supposed to be held in private meetings. I know, but you know, but it's all man, fun and games, and I, I know you're a neutral guy. But I mean, let, let's help Kenny pick his team here. Well, he knows what the deal is. He knows I'm not not picking it. So right, right. <laughs> he knows every party that's yeah. involved here. So, um, nah. yeah. Um, let's take a call. It's from Australia, Kenny. So, all right. Um, O'Rourke, what's up? Thanks for calling all the way from Australia. You got a question for Jeff Emig? I do. How you going, Fro? Going great, thank you. Thanks for calling in. No problems. I, I had a quick question for you. It, it seems like you've been announcing uh, Supercross and Motocross for, for almost forever now. I know it's only been a few years, but, but how does a guy Seven. who had a had quite a, a bad speech impediment uh, as a younger person come, come into being a announcer? It seems like such a... Of, uh, like a career that you would totally avoid? You know, that is a good question, and I don't know why I was, I've was. i always been drawn to it. And 
even when I retired from racing, I wanted the position that I had now. And it took a few years for things to, to you know, kind of pan out and for the opportunity to be given to me. But I know that I always admired riders like Rick Johnson and Bob Hanna and these guys. And eventually when I started doing press conferences for Supercross and I mean, my, my very first Supercross, I won the opening heat race of the night and I jumped up on the podium with Larry Myers was at uh, Anaheim 89. There's 72,000 people in the stands and he asked me a question and I locked up, <laughs> couldn't get nothing out. And he yeah. was just laughing at me like going, well, you know, Say something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I couldn't. And so, and then back to that whole press conference thing, you know, I, these guys were always so witty and they were always so funny. And, and, and I think that there was a part of me that, that, you know, that wanted that, you know, that, um, envied that. And somehow once I won enough races and I won enough championships, I gained some confidence in myself. And then I started to speak my mind and, my speech, my language and grammar and everything's just horrible. And it's still times it could be way better than what it is, but especially back in the days, because I used to say the word, you know, all the time, because mm-hmm. that was a bridge word for me. When I'd get stuck, I'd throw out a, you know, and I watch interviews from back in like mid late nineties. It's just horrible. It's so embarrassing, <laughs> but just before uh, Kawasaki let me go in 1999, I started working, or, um, uh, you know, uh, Kawasaki sent me to this vocal coach out of L.A., big-time guy by the name of Arthur Joseph, and he's got this program called Vocal Awareness. Well, a couple weeks later, I get fired up from Kawasaki, you know, and I never see the guy again. Um, and I really enjoyed the time that I had spent with him. I mean, th- this guy was... I mean, he's the individual who took Arnold Schwarzenegger out of the gym and taught him to speak. He works with all the guys in the NFL network, ESPN, Fox Sports, you know, celebrities, everybody. So when the opportunity came around for me to start broadcasting uh, at the end of 2006, it was the first call I've made. Mm -hmm. And consequently, he has become, you know, a coach, a mentor, a friend, and especially in the early days of my broadcasting career, I spent a lot of time with him. And so I think that that has had a big effect on my confidence and my skills and stuff as a broadcaster. But I still watch races, and and even throughout the summertime, there were, you know, a few races here and there that I wish that I could have just, you know, you could have put me on mute because I, (laughs) I just wasn't happy with my performance. Right. And so it comes down to putting in a good uh, performance, and um, and I enjoy the work that I do, and then I I enjoy the challenge of uh, speaking uh, publicly like that. Hmm. Good answer. It's, it's great for um you know I, I personally would find it terrifying, but I'm glad you've overcome it and still working on it to this day. Yeah, it's it I I can tell you one thing. It's a lot easier being in a television booth talking to Ralph or talking to Jason Wigand, then doing live PA announcing. We did a Kawasaki event a week ago in Times Square in New York City, and I've got the mic, and I'm introducing, um, um, you know, Bill Poto, Cincerello, these guys, and it's all of Times Square. And so you're looking for that instant response from the PA, and that's quite a, quite a bit right. different. So, um, 
Yeah. And you know what? Sometimes I I wonder how I got, I mean, how did I get here? (laughs) I wasn't supposed to be the kid that grew up and became one of the voices of the sport. I, uh, I've done both jobs, uh, Racer X Nationals, webcast. I did the, the color guy, Montreal Supercross. I did play-by-play, and then I was the, the color guy one year, and I was play-by-play with Hollywood. Uh, it ain't easy. Uh, you're never going to get me. I mean, nobody's perfect. Uh, I, gotta, I always tell people it's not easy. Uh, calling a race, thinking about it, having somebody in your ear, putting your thoughts together, it's, it, it's hard work. Yeah, and, and the race is actually fairly easy. You know, you really want to be creative and you want to make sure that you're delivering great information. You want to make sure that you're entertaining. You want to make sure that you have um, a good partnership with your play-by-play guy. It's the on-cameras. I mean, in the early days, the early days, like, you know, 2006, the U.S. Open and 2007, I feared the on-cameras, especially if it was, if I had to do something like, uh, you know, for the speed uh, right. website or the speed report, and it was just me, oh, man, I was a basket case. Right. And just just this season, like when I entered the season in January this year, I felt much more confident and calm, and I, I you know, I know what I want to deliver. Um, I just have to go about, right. you know, executing it each each event. Cool. Uh, thanks, O'Rourke, for the question, man. All right, yeah, thanks. Thanks. All right, see ya. Uh, we have Ray. a qu- we have a question. What? Oh, bro, you there? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Scott, Scott, you uh, you got a question for Jeff Emig? Yeah, I wanted to call in and comment on Jeff's career. Um, I followed him late in the career. Um, got into motocross about '97, and Troy, Ohio, was the year he came out wearing all the black gear. Had to be about 100-plus degrees that day. Yeah. I was probably like 12 years old. I remember standing on the fence watching him go by, and that's what got us into the sport of motocross. Also that day, Damon Huffman just laid wood to Ricky and everybody. Came out of nowhere. Uh, one of the greatest rides of Huffman's career, probably. Very, very unexpected that day. Yeah, I think Ricky yeah, we, even endowed over the bars there one time in the rhythm section yeah. that same day, right? I don't know. Nah, we're talking about Carmichael. It could have been any day. You never know. <laughs> yeah. No, Fro was well, a badass. I mean, yeah, he had everybody beat at the line when he shows up in that black shift stuff. Uh, yeah, and I was a mechanic that day. It was hot. Oh, it was very impressive. And then, you know, the comeback story when you won the um, U.S. Open in 99. Was it 99 on the Yamaha? Yep. 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 Yeah. I mean, that comeback on that was just so impressive. You know, come out, you blackballed, you know, came out and did your thing and just shows your char- your heart and coming out and doing it. I loved it. Cool, man. Thanks for the call. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, 99, I was such a basket case, man. I was <laughs> doing a lot of things I shouldn't have been. I just wasn't focused on, on, on really what I needed to do. I didn't really have any goals set. I wasn't really working towards anything. I was just just coasting off of what I had done, uh, you know, in my career up to that point. And what's interesting, I mean, there was multiple conversations with my business manager, Dave Stevenson and Bruce Sternstrom, meetings, you know, I look back on it going, what the hell was I thinking? Jesus. Like, I would be just one meeting to go, hey, you know what? You're partying too much and you're a little bit out of control. Uh, You got to kind of rein it in. Just one of those. (laughs) <laughs> would be enough, yeah. you know, and it, you know, bottom line is, you know, sometimes shit happens and you can't explain it at the time. Um, 
and it's part of change, and change is always good, and, and uh, you know, sometimes you, you know, you just need a good slap in the face to kind of wake you up, and I got my wake-up call in the form of an arrest down on Lake Havasu, and then, uh, uh, you know, four, what, four days later, um, released from my contract at Kawasaki, and, uh, man, it, it took it a while, it took me a while to have it set in, but I don't know if we, we've talked about this on the show before, but we went to, uh, did the first round of that three round world supercross championship was mm-hmm. in, uh, uh, Paris, um, at the, um, uh, Stade de France yep. and hell the weekend before we went, we had Denny Stevenson's bachelor party in Vegas. And so, you know, I mean, like Wednesday rolls around and Dixon's going, hey, are you going to practice at all before we go? And I'm just going, you know, I was just, I, I could tell something needed to change. Something's got to happen. Right. And I'm like, man, this is not where I want to be. This is not good. But managed to get some Yamahas together, got a bike together to go over there and race. You know, it rains that night. I end up with a third. And... um I beat a bunch of good guys that night. And I remember being on the podium and just going, just like praying to God, give me like a, God, is this what I'm supposed to be doing <laughs> with my life? And, right. and I remember I was so proud of that third. I actually still have the, the plate trophy thing. And the track was built at a soccer stadium. And so the soccer field is in the middle. I'm sorry, football, if you're listening yeah. in from Europe. Um, so, and I remember after the podium and all the photographers and flashes are going off and champagne and stuff, and I walked out to the middle of the field, and it's raining still, and the light's coming through the rain, and it's like, you know, it's all moody. And, and I remember just thinking to myself, just going, God, is, is this, like, what am I doing with my life, you know? <laughs> right, right. And it's like, I said, okay, that's it. That's it. And that was the moment where I said, you know what? I got to get my shit together, right? Mm. I got to figure out. I got to stop partying. I got to clean it up. I got to get my head straight because this is what I should be doing, not that other bullshit. Right. And consequently, I, I got it together. You know, and within, um, what was that, about a, a month later, I won the U.S. Open. And U.S. Open is not the biggest race in, in the world, but it was a meaningful event for me. And I beat a lot of really good guys that weekend. And, you know, having broke my, you know, not knowing, but I broke my wrist not long after that. I broke my back and my career ended. The fact that I was able to win that event and to have that moment and to have that sort of resurrection. And turn it around. Yeah, yeah. and And if I hadn't been, you know, all cleaned up and had all my shit together and then broke my wrist and back, dude, I would have probably been a, prescription pill mess. Yeah. You know, right. interesting. Yeah. Being able to go through that and, you know, in my career like that. So right. I, I, I look at that as one of the most important races in my career and probably, you know, an important moment in my life. Yeah. It was pretty cool. That was a cool weekend. I don't think anybody, there was, everybody was happy for you to see you do that. You know what I mean? Maybe the people who didn't bet on you, but everybody else was happy for you. Did <laughs> um, I think Bruce, uh, Bruce, uh, Sternstrom in the MGM, uh, um, hotel as I was walking back to my room after the race. Uh-huh. Oh, this is a guy that fired me six or seven, eight weeks before that. Yeah. He comes up, gives me a big hug and handshake. He's like, you know, if it was going to be anybody to beat us, 
it, we're glad that it was you. That's and cool. he was like, great job. Keep on the path that you're on. You're making some better choices. Cool. Hey, Scott, thanks Probably for the call. Me and Bruce are tight now, you yeah. know, and I, I mean, you know, every now and then I, t- I talk to Bruce and I still look, you know, look to him for advice and stuff, uh, right. you know, still to this day. Thanks, Scott, for calling. All right, no problem, guys. And Jeff, you know, America loves a comeback story, so that was awesome. All right, guys. <laughs> thanks. All right, thanks see for you. Sh- Scott. Good times. Memory lanes with uh, Jeff Emig. Hey, Fro, thanks uh, Thanks for coming on the show, man. Uh, appreciate it. Um, I'm looking forward to your call of the, the Disney Nations this weekend. Like I said, if anybody knows this race, it's you, no doubt. The ups and the downs of it, and uh, you've been there. And I think it'll be cool. And, uh, yeah, thanks for coming on and sharing the memories. Yeah, you know, it's it's the of nations now, no matter how uh, nostalgic Danny Stevenson wants to get on Twitter. <laughs> but um, it's, uh, you know, it's a special race. Um, I'm really glad that uh, I'm going to get to be a part of it by uh, calling the race and doing a U.S. broadcast. Mm-hmm. After I watched that, uh, the you know, the uh, uh, 60 years, years in a day yeah. this morning, uh-huh. I was kind of bummed that I'm actually not going to be there because of the atmosphere of the race. Right. Um, so we'll get to call the race and see the racing, but the atmosphere, you won't really get to enjoy that. Yeah. Um, but I think it's going to be a tougher year than what people think, and that's not because I, I, I don't think that we've sent the right team. I just think that it's going to be an oh, interesting, yeah. interesting race with the uh, conditions, the sand, and anything can happen in this type of race. And so, you know, whatever team wins it is going to be the team that really digs deep, rides with a lot of heart, a lot of passion, Puts out a great effort, and um, you know, uh, you know, it gives right. it, you know, one hundred and ten percent. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be nuts, and like you said, it's gonna be. They're gonna be in tough, man. It's gonna be interesting. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's gonna be a, a cool deal, and uh, yeah, man, thanks a lot. And hey, by the way, it's really weird that your cell phone, the last four digits are zero 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 zero. By the way, I've always thought that was easy, weird. easy. No, it's weird though. Yeah, right? that's. Uh... It's uh, it's uh, the Fro Daddy Hotline. I've had that forever. So okay, there we go. Uh, the Fro Daddy Hotline. Thank you, Jeff, for coming on and uh, and sharing the memories, man. All right, thanks everybody for listening in, Watson. I want to see you in Glamis, dude. End of October, shift right on to okay. Perhaps you've seen him in that Triple X video riding a quad. Would you like to reenact that? <laughs> was right. that Glamis? I'm bringing a three. I'm bringing a three wheeler for you, bud. Was that Glamis? Yeah, that was Glamis. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but it was a four wheeler. Oh. All right, guys. All right, thanks, thanks, Jeff. All right, take care. See you All right, everybody. Uh, Jeff Emig, everybody. Uh, Supercross and uh, former Supercross motocross champion. Monday night football game. Just very exciting. Very exciting. Um, Crap. You ready for the mystery guest? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's do. How the does he? How do you know who it is? If you... I don't, that's why I called right, him right. or her a mystery guest. He still hasn't told me. I don't have a number. I don't have anything. I don't be a her. I'll be pissed. Uh, Jason says to me. I was just wondering, as a factory mechanic, how do you guys tune your two-strokes at different races? I'm guessing you did plug readings, but you wouldn't have been able to do wide-open tests. I was at Phoenix in 06 when McGrath and Villeman were the only ones on two-strokes. Their bikes sounded so crisp. I don't remember seeing any smoke. Thanks for putting on a great show. Well, uh, Jason, I'm a top tuner in the sport, and my bike was always I don't know if you you guys know that, but Steve worked for Yamaha. He was a factory mechanic for Yamaha. It's a lesser-known fact about yourself. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't say it too much. No. I don't want to get out there. Um, no, but uh, they just we, were, we had a jetting range, and actually it was really really um, funny to, to our bikes, our Yamaha bikes, if we changed the, uh, the needle jet. That's the only thing we really changed. Left the main, left the needle, 
left the pilot, just changed the, the, the opening for the needle. And uh, those weren't, weren't production. Those were factory carburetors. And that's we, we had two needles, lean rich, lean rich, and they ended up being good. The bikes were just tuned to perfection in, in, in the sense of, of porting and compression and fuel, race fuel and spark plugs and ignition. And everything is just on the edge of everything, and that's why they sound so good. And, uh, yeah, so it's really not me. I'd like to take credit for it, but I really can't. So. All right, yeah. Uh, let me Sweet. think. Okay, let's try to get the mystery guest on the line here. Kenny, can you maybe um talk T about something while I hand tits the mystery? You, yeah. Oh, I'll say we can do the X brand tear off, but I will no, be busy. No, we so won't do that. Way. Let's talk about the round table, Tits. Talk about it. <laughs> you want to talk about the round tables some more? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was fine. We, I think we already covered it. I think I already went off on Hales a little bit, but she's good. Under review, the Monday Night Football game, it's a touchdown. The NFL referees suck this year. Jesus. Hope anybody watching that? Oh, well. What do we got going on here? Hey, it's great to know that if I die in a plane crash, this show will go on smoothly nah, it'll be in done. a great manner. It'll be done. It'll be It'll be done? Dude, Coming up next, mystery guest, uh, someone from uh, Kenny Watson's past, and uh, looking forward to it. It should be a good time. Don't forget to support our sponsors, btosports.com, X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Works Connection, AGV Helmets, Fly Racing, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate, Black Ops Moto, Race Tech. Check out racetech.com, by the way. they got a bunch of seminars going on, and uh, should be some good times for that. And uh, thanks, everybody, for supporting the show and the sponsors. And coming up next, our mystery guest uh, of the day. Should be should be exciting. You get anything? <laughs> I like it. He's even calling our mystery guest on the line. Hello, mystery guest. Who do you guests. think it is, Watson? Who do you think it is? I have no idea. Are you going to get mad? If I, I mean, if, if I was cool with him, but if I never got along with him, I didn't like him, I don't want to, I'm not going to talk to him. Yeah. But no. if it's one of my old buddies that I haven't talked to in a long time, I'll be pumped. But if it's someone that I really a, don't care a, a for. A douchebag or whatever. Yeah. And do you I, really think I would do that to you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Pulpomex Show presented by BTOsports.com. Ty Birdwell. Uh, why'd you have to spit it out? Dude, well, I don't want to talk to this fucking guy. Hey, hey little buddy. Hey, your hey voice, buddy. Your voice is too <laughs> distinguishable. I was thinking Dude, about Dude, I already doing said it was you. You did. Watson guessed it earlier. <laughs> he goes, dude, I'm going to call you. We're going to have a I'm like, fucking Ty. It's Birdwell, right? He's like, no. How would I talk to Ty? I'm like, no way. Birdie. Uh, Ty Birdwell, uh, former uh, privateer racer in the late 90s. Uh, Watson and I both worked for him as a mechanic and up in the Pacific Northwest celebrating the Seahawks' big victory there. Did you just watch the Sea Hags? Oh, my gosh. We're going nuts. Can't even speak. Amazing. Yeah, is, amazing. Is, is Kennedy playing still? What was that guy's name your dad used to give cars to? That's all your dad talked about. Cortez Kennedy? Cortez Rufus Kennedy. Ruben Porter. Ruben Porter. Porter. Uh, who's Ruben Porter? Rufus. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Hey, Birdie, thanks for coming on the show, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, uh, Bird. Oh, I love little, you guys, of course. Little buddy. You actually introduced me to Kenny Watson in 1997. You were the guy that was hanging out with them and said, hey, Mathis, Here's the you know team manager of Moto Triple X, and then he promptly proceeded to ignore me for the next little while. I'm sorry, not yeah. much has changed. He does that. That means he likes you. That means he likes you though when he does that. Can you believe? Can hey, hey, bird, just be honest. Yeah. Okay. Who, who did you have more fun with on the road, me or Mathis? 
What? That's not fair. No, just be honest. <laughs> okay, you know what? Great. Hey, who was the better mechanic? Watson. Who tuned you to four main <laughs> events? Who tuned you to four main events in 1997? Who got you better shit? Uh, and who got you more hooked up on shit? Who? Watson, you were the absolute king of free. I, yeah, I loved it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And Steve, you are a fun, educated person. That's all I can say. I was blessed to be able to hang out with both you guys. Uh, you know, I didn't realize how lucky I was until it was all over with. Nice went, man. I tried to tell you that, dude. I, got to, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, you had both of us. <laughs> we, we, we both, you know, you kind of groomed both of us. Hey, dude, and then you got to throw Wallace into the mix after. Yeah. Where is Wallace? Dude, you know, Ty, you'd be stoked on Wallace. You know what Wallace is doing now? He's kind of got out of... He's counted. Dude, check this out. He kind of got out of the suspension thing from Independent. Now, in the in the, in the the spring, in the fall, in the summer, not in the winter, he's um, he works for this company that does tours in the Sierras. The What is it? Sierras. The Sierra Nevadas on camels and donkeys. Not camels? camels. No, donkeys and horses. Camels. <laughs> and he backpacks he backpacks for like three weeks at a time and goes into the into the mountains and sets up day camps and does tours. He's in the mountains so for this like is a, oh my god, this is a hunting show. I knew it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it. it's it, it totally is. Um hey, what's going on with your life? What's Ty Birdwell doing these days? Flying around in helicopters, cutting shit down. Cutting trees, hunting animals. You know what I'm doing? I, I just blessed. I'm a, the absolute. The best thing I've ever done is just being a dad. Racing. My son's 11 years old. Hanging with the family and just loving life. What does that matter? Yeah, yeah I guess. It's, yeah. It's, it's good stuff. Um, yeah. You riding at all? Any riding? Nah. I haven't even sat on a motorcycle in seven years. <laughs> six years. I love it, but it's right. like I'm just it's gonna hurt yeah. a little bit. I turned 40, Watson. I know you beat me. Oh, Steve's way under there, but I, mean, I turned I'm, forty, I'm and so. Hey, there. Bird, how come you didn't come know. to Seattle last year? I don't know. I tried to find you guys. I didn't see you anywhere. You didn't text. Yeah, we're pretty. You, we're you, pretty hard to find at, yeah. the, at a supercross right. race. <laughs> can you believe us two idiots are still in the industry? What's on a scale of one to ten? What did you? Can you believe that we're still in the industry? A ten. Do I have like, to ask honestly? Do they? Do people like really know? If I'm telling the truth or not? <laughs> no. Oh my no god! Of course, course you guys are still in there. You guys are great. That's why you're. Yeah, of course. You, doesn't surprise me one bit. Oh, stop it! Come on. Not at all. The both of you. Yeah, you guys are like peas and carrots. That's why you guys are doing it together. Hey, Bert, but opposite hey. great personalities. You guys were freaking some of the best times of my life. It was wonderful. Hey, you Bird. see that? We party. Me and Bird party. No, no. We're yeah, gonna... we did. You didn't party. Well, you didn't party, Steve. What are you talking about? I took my job very seriously. Hey, Bird. <laughs> can, can I tell some stories right now about us? I don't care. <laughs> what, go ahead, little buddy. <laughs> Which, where, where I don't you, care. Do you want to talk about the stinging nettle party when we went to the party and you rubbed <laughs> the plants on the back of everyone's leg? Or, or do you want to talk funny? about when we went to Astoria and you took Wonder Bread and you crumbed it up to the size of no, a baseball? You can't, you can't talk about the seagulls. And you can talk the, about the people stinger noodles. Uh, yeah. The, okay, uh, so you, you can't talk about the Wonder Bread, but you can talk about the other thing? Yeah, the stinger noodles. That's okay, what, up stinger noodles. They're bushes that sting the, it. We just walk around parties at night and walk around. Yeah, there'd be a bonfire and Birdie's, all, and Birdie's like, do you know what they are? I'm like, no. He's like, watch this, little buddy. 
and there'd be like they'd have these bonfires in the middle of the forest. Yeah. And I don't know anyone right. except for like. I went to those too. I went to some of those. Too. Yeah. And he's like, "There's those people over there. I went to high school with them. I hated them. Never liked them. Watch this." And he'd pull this plant out of the ground, and he would come by. And he would rub it on the back of their legs, yeah. and they were totally cool. For about 15 seconds later, they would hit the ground screaming, ah! <laughs> Rubbing it. And then so I'm funny. Like, they couldn't feel it. Oh, music was going, beer. They were drinking beer. It was loud. Oh, yeah, man. Knew. But we have, we've had a lot of those. We've had a lot of uh, – That's um, there's, there's so many stories. I wish I could tell yeah. them. How about this last story real quick? What about the story when we were at the last national at Steel City, and it was me, you, and Deegan, and Wallace in the hotel room, and Wallace worked for you at the time, and you and Deegan were like, hey, we're going to go to the movies. We oh, met these girls. This is a good Do you one, guys yeah. want to go? And they're all, we really don't want Wallace to go. Deegan was like, I don't want Wallace to go. I don't want Wallace to go. And Wallace is like, hey, I'm going, I'm going, no. Deegan said, I'm going to Taco Bell. Does anybody want anything? And Wallace is like, give me a couple tacos. So Deegan comes, goes out, and he puts like four Valium in the guy's taco. That's how it happened. That's how it happened. Kinda. Kinda. Yeah, no, that's crazy. I crushed up, or uh, we got no doses, and he crushed up a couple, and I crushed up a couple, and we opened up his tacos and put them in his tacos, and he ate them. But you guys, he got his socks. You guys are sleeping. so jacked up. That's so wrong. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, oh, I am so excited to go out. He sat on the edge of the bed, and Brian and I just, just looking at him, just watching, going, he's got to go out. That was four of them. He wasn't supposed to eat one of the tacos, but he ate them all. Yeah, he he went, just leaned over backwards and fell in between the bed. <laughs> he went to sleep. There's too many. I wish I could, we could just talk stories all night, but, uh, dude, I'm really glad that, you know, people that don't know about Ty, he comes from a really, really good family, and He's the kind of guy, and his family's the type of people that, you know, they took me in and gave me the opportunity to work for him. And Ty came down to my house and lived with me and my mom for a little bit. And I never even knew Ty. I got a referral. How did you get the job with Birdie? From Scott Myers. I didn't know okay. Scott because I was working for his dad at CP. Like, they yeah. took me yeah. up there and taught me how to do it. And I, I mean, I, to, to, Ty and myself. Were, 95. No. No. 94. 93. 93. Okay, yeah. And I didn't know. Ty was hurt the first year. He broke his back at Glamis and didn't really race that much. And then at 94, we went for it pretty hard. And uh, it was good times. I think he trusted me and his family did. And I, uh, I really didn't know what I was getting into. And, you know, I think that would, would help me, you know. Right. It was cool because, like, Tony Berluti, Skip, and all these guys let us hang out with them. And it was a good deal for all of us. I think we all, you know, it was a growing up stage for us all to be out on the road. So did you take cool. him to four main events like I did? No. You didn't. No. That was my perfection. I took him from I took him from national number eighty nine to national number eighty eight. You know what? We didn't even we didn't even ride Supercross that year. I don't think we did. Did we tie? No, we didn't. We rode outdoors. But I'll tell you what. You know what? It was all down to it for me. It was about hanging out with my friends and girls and doing. Yeah, it was never about racing. Which well, Ty, thanks, Ty, 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 thanks for telling me that now, jackass. Ty was the best looking <laughs> privateer out there. He had hey. the bitch and JT gear. Yeah. His bikes were sick. He had full box fans were good. Uh-oh. Birdie, you had good style though. Oh, you did have good style hey, on a bike. Hey, you know what? I always knew in my heart. I could. I don't know. Yeah, I go down now and I think about you guys. And how hard you worked and how. Yeah, how much I <laughs> underappreciated what you did and how it was just. You know, and I, I don't know. It was just like you said, Kenny. It was just I had my family and I was always a homebody. And I kind of just think I wanted to be home, and it was more about that to me. And I never just really focused and did it like you know I should have done it. But I think you would focus. Would, yeah. You would focus for a few weeks at a time, and then I remember coming <laughs> off at one of Supercrosses. And I, it was like, well, I was making excuses, and I know I was. And I, I was like, oh, my bike ain't running right or something. I remember pulling in in, in the pits 
or on the side doing the mechanics sit, and I pull up, and I can see Steve was all frustrated, and I pulled in, and I'm like, oh, something ain't working. Oh, fucking pastor's broke or something stupid. I don't know. Who knows what I said? It was something dumb. You're like, well, maybe you just shouldn't be out here, and I just went. <laughs> well, I remember oh we God. did we did do Supercross, and we went on the hot dog tour. That's what I called it, because I had a hot dog during the main event at every stadium. <laughs> Oh, hey, hey, I got this is my last. This is my this no, is, hold on. I want to ask Birdie something. Something I've been pissed about for years, especially since Kenny and I became total, complete buddies like we are now. I've been pissed about this for years, Birdie. When I got the job, when I got the job with you, you gave me a gas or credit card, your dad's, your dad's credit card, and you said, Hey, gas only on this card, nothing else, and gas, and we're going to pay for hotels on the weekend. And I went, Okay, yes, sir. No problem. I'll do that. And, and I did that all year. And Watson says he stayed in hotels every night and put meals on those credit cards. <laughs> so I just want to say, like, you screwed me over, man. Kenny was living the high life at, at Fairfield Inns every night of the week, and I'm sleeping in that box van and showering in truck stops. Thanks a lot. Oh, <laughs> uh, You know what? Well, you I know was never in a position to freaking manage anybody. I would, I want, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, you just I had to talk to Ray. I should have gave you both everything. Ray, Ray was the one that right. said, Ray said, hey, you're out there doing it. I want you to do the best you can. And yeah, yeah. Ray told me. <laughs> Ray, Ray, me and Ray were tight. We hashed that out on a show one time. I'm like, did you get hotels? He's like, yeah, every night. I'm like, oh, you, mother, <laughs> you motherfucker. Hey. Uh, oh, I, yeah, prime rib. Yeah, you know Watson always. Hey, Watson, I gave you 100 bucks. Well, dude, I had to get some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, hey, I was, you know what, I, I, yes, Steve, you, I was just experimenting. I realized right then I never wanted, I never should have been a boss. And <laughs> you're trying to do that fine line between, hey, you got to save money and do things right, and right. you don't know how to do it, and you got too much emotion, and you get angry about silly stuff. But you guys were both awesome and great. I was just a yeah. young punk kid, I guess. All right, this is my best story I got. And, and this is, this is the, why I did what I did with buying rooms and buying dinner on that credit card because this guy put me through hell. Put me through put me through hell. There was this girl that lived in this town that Ty lived in. I'm not gonna say her name. I'm not gonna say anything about who she is. By the way, Astoria was a cool town. Astoria was I cool. wasn't in Astoria, I was in Port Angeles. Oh, okay. Port Angeles. I know what you're talking about. Little buddy. Okay, so I start hanging out with this girl. Well, little do I know her boyfriend is some her husband, husband. is some husband. crazy crazy lumberjack guy that cuts down trees and leaves for like a few weeks at a time. So I start hanging out with her and we start, you know, hooking up, whatever. So I'm working in the garage Does one Bird day. Does Bird know this? Does Birdie know this? Bird knows the whole deal with okay. the girl. Like, I don't know. I call Bird and he's like, oh yeah, you got that. Don't worry about it. You're good. So one day I'm working in the garage, right? Yeah. And it was like a, it was like a, a week. No, it was a weekend. It was a Saturday. I remember. I'm working in the garage and Ty drives up and he's like, dude, you need to get out of here. I'm all, what do you mean? Yeah. He's like, Nicole's husband found out, and he's crazy. He's coming over here right now to kill you. And Ty's all, I got to go right now. I'm going fishing. I'll be back at the end of the day. I'm like, well, what do you mean you're leaving? Yeah, yeah. You, you can't leave me. And he's like, dude, you're on your own, dude. I told you not to jack with her. And he leaves. But she's in on it, too. Oh, so I call her, and yeah. she's like, he's gone. He's on his way over there. So I'm freaking out, like, what do I do? Yeah. What do I do? And Ty's like, dude, I'm out of here. He's crazy. <laughs> So they leave, Ty leaves, she comes up into the driveway, and she's like, he's on his way over here, I just got to wait. I'm like, get out of here! No! 
Dude, Ty comes around the corner about 20 minutes later, and he's like, huh, April Fool's. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so this is the oh, reason yeah. why yeah. I did so that. So you got hotels, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah to you get back that. home. Right. Hey, hey, Watson, you're leaving out when you're, uh, she flew down to see it when the big old huge earthquake and got stuck at the freaking airport because it was all broken down and it was shut down. That's true. That's a true true story. The Northridge. Uh, yeah. North, true North story. She was I'm out. going shopping at Nordstrom's for the weekend. Anyways, that's probably inappropriate, but that was pretty funny. She got stuck for days. Yep. So don't, yeah, don't say that. I, yeah, lots of you did it yourself. <laughs> yep. Well, you know, we didn't have cell phones back then. When I quit racing, we didn't have cell phones. In 98, we didn't even have cell phones. No, How do we no, even talk to I, each other? I, I had a cell phone when I was working for you because I still have my 805 area code from when Camarillo, from living with Staben. I have the same. You know, well, why are you complaining about uh, Washington truck stops? You had a cell phone. I didn't have one. <laughs> you got me a pager, Bertie. You said, here's a pager, man. You stop and call me whenever <laughs> I page you. <laughs> like the little pages, yeah. Hey, oh. hey, Bertie! I seen I seen O'Neill at Supercross. He came by with his kid, dude. I couldn't believe it. Oh, oh, Dennis O'Neill. Yeah, Dennis O'Neill. He was telling yeah, me he got all. Kevin, he's got married. He just got married. You know, little buddy. Yeah, Kevin. That Kev- you're talking about or Obs? Obs, Obs. Obs. Yeah, his kid was racing. I guess his kids racing or something. I don't know. Um. Well, the kids are like 25 now, 22, 21. Yeah, it's crazy. Um. Yeah, and uh, well, yeah, man. No, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, I know I wanted to surprise Kenny and uh, Ty. You got the same phone number, right? Same number. And Watson, last time you called me, I was I tried to call in, but I was out fishing and I didn't have service, so I wasn't trying to dog you. I even called you, left you a message. I thought you're all butt hurt and mad at me. Hey, I wanted. Uh, I got to show you. I'm going to send you something right now. What is it? I love free stuff. Come out what you're sending me. Hey. Watson, Watson probably did have me covered in that, in that, in that angle, like getting you free stuff. Yeah, he was amazing. Hey, can you remember free? Yeah, free. No, well, free is free. You guys got Fernet to say that. First time I ever heard that was from Fernet, and he's like, "I got it from Birdie." Uh, That's what Birdie says, and then Fernet would say, that. "Oh my god, yeah." Kenny come walking back with just big handfuls of stuff. I miss that. It was like Christmas every day. I was like, oh, that's a good job. <laughs> You're lucky you got a nice box, man. Oh, uh, yeah. No. <sighs> Everyone, I say, hey, I work for Ty Bill- Birdwell. They're all who? And I'm all, Ty Birdwell, yeah. 275. Oh, that's that guy that has all that nice shit. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> give me the give me the stuff. Um, <laughs> that's not because Kevin's so nice and well, clean. And I'm glad you I'm glad you admit that I was a better mechanic than Kenny. Thank you for that. And uh, four main events. So that's awesome in 97. Um, Four mains. We did it. We did it. Uh, thank you for coming on the show. Really National appreciate number. it. Nice. Uh, took him from 89 to 88, Watson. Yeah, that's all right. Who took him to 88? Wallace. Yep. Wallace took him to 89. I took him to 88. Bert, are you on your cell phone right Wall- now? I'm on my cell phone walking around my brother's house. Oh, Keith. Hey, yeah, do you Bro's s- here. Oh, I say hi to him. Do you still see Jesse? The Beef? Oh, that's my best friend, yeah. The of Beef? Course, yeah. Oh, Jesse's a good guy. Hey, hey, does the Beef have any he good come... Does Beef have any good stories about me going into Monroe Arena Cross with him, picking uh-huh. him up after the night? When I had How much some... time do we have, and what can we say and we can't say? That's why we're limited on our stories. All I know is that Jesse let me drive the ferry from Port Angeles to Victoria. He actually let me drive the ferry. <laughs> yeah, not a little ferry, everybody. A uh, full no. traffic ferry with yeah. cars, buses, semis yeah. on them, everything. He's Jesse all you, in control. You want to take the wheel? I'm like, all right. <laughs> I'm like, this is cool, man. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, dude. Good, oh, good, yeah. Beef's still around. He's got a little baby. She's just beautiful. He loves being a dad as much as I do. It's just great stuff. Tell, yeah. him, tell him hi from both of us. Uh, hey, Bird. When you, when you uh, can. Hey, Bird, when you hang up, I just sent you a text. 
and check out what you see. You're going to be blown away. Call me, text me back, and tell me what you think. Okay. Not even what you're going to think. All right, buddy. All right. Thanks for coming on the show, Birdie. Appreciate it. Let's keep in touch, bud. Hey, tell your mom and dad I said hi. Yeah. But tell your mom and dad. You know what, you guys? Tell your mom and dad I said hi first. Yeah, I will. I love you guys. You guys are freaking just great people. Great time in my life. Don't lie. Don't lie. Yeah. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, bud. Later, bird. See ya. Uh, What are you doing? I don't know. I thought we were done. You thought we were done? (laughs) Bird. He's Birdie, so people don't even. How was the mystery guess? Bird's good. awesome. I, I knew, knew it was Bird. I knew no, it was you bird. didn't. I called. I said Bird well right when we walked. Yeah, and in. I said no when you went. Okay, and then you said it was somebody else. No, I, good I, job I, by me. Bird, Bird's awesome. Awesome. Love this guy right here. Um, Bird, Bird's awesome. Uh, good time in my life for sure. I don't know about your life, but um, dude, it was it was my second job as a circuit, but it was my first like. Dude, it was. I'll tell you one like, thing. When I had to quit working for him, it was a really, really hard thing for me to do. And it was the beginning of 95, and Deegan hit me up and said, hey, dude, you, you know, he, he got offered me a job. And, you know, Ty was, like he said, he really wasn't focused on what he had going on yeah. and what he wanted to do. And, you know, I was trying to do – I made my mind up that this is what I wanted to do, and I needed to go get the job with, yeah. the, with the best person I could. And uh, he, he was bummed. Like, I remember, like, he was – he got really upset, and yeah. he was just like, "I'm like, dude, I can't." Because you were leaving him for like a better rider, you know. Yeah, and yeah. he's just like, "I can't keep, I can't keep doing this." You know, you say you're going to do this, and you didn't do that, and it was just a, it was hard, but yeah. it it was. I I uh I wouldn't trade it for anything for me. He helped me a lot, and his parents were so nice. And They're awesome. He got hurt, and uh, he was like, "Hey, Britt, come to Astoria while I heal," and I literally for like a month and a half I lived in their guest house. What'd there, you do in Astoria? Yeah, Nothing. went to barbecues. Went to bonfire, you know what I mean. Did all that. Parties, like, yeah. Um, it good, sounds like he's, it sounds like to me. I know him very well. It sounds like he's still having a good time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, all right, let's uh, let's move on with the show here. Let's uh, let's welcome back uh, Tahiti's own Jason Thomas. <laughs> JT, what just uh, happened in that football game? What just happened? I don't. I don't know. That was uh, incredible. Okay, so the, the Green Bay tried to go back on the field. No. 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 Um, I mean, they they got screwed. Like no, they the got screwed. Call, but, right, probably but, in history. But then I see a bunch of Green Bay guys grabbing their helmet and going back on the field, and I'm like, what? Well, is they happening? had to make them like by rule. They have to kick an extra point. Like they have to attempt oh, an extra oh, point. Oh, okay, all right. So so they made them come back out there. So the, they were just trying to find eleven guys with helmets <laughs> to go out there. <laughs> and the official review was the somehow that was a touchdown somehow. Yeah. Oh yeah. god, that was that was not good. We had Ty Birdwell on the phone, so we were. Going down memory lane, but that looked like a bit of a cluster. Um, all right, uh, good times with Ty Birdwell. He said I was a better mechanic, uh, JT, but he said Kenny was better at getting free stuff. He said you were a better mechanic than Kenny. Yeah, but Kenny was better at getting free oh, stuff. That, did that make you? No, he didn't say better mechanic. He said you were more you were, you were more educated. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> In my world. All yeah. right, hey, let's yeah. do let's do that's some uh, let's do some voicemails. Let's do some uh, X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. Let's do it. What do you want first? Voicemails? X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. No. Voicemails. Judas. Sorry, bro. You've been slacking. I just want to say oh. there's no so doubt. So we're just going to – you don't allow me to introduce the, the segment or anything? <laughs> He's having a rough night tonight. I'm sorry. He's having a rough night. Go ahead. Throw his hands up. He threw his hands up in frustration. Are you coming back for 2013 season? Uh, negotiations are pending. And uh, assuming we can come to a... I kind of don't like your attitude tonight a little bit. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, 702-586-7857. You can call anytime, JT, and leave a message, and perhaps it'll make it on the air. 
And uh, these are always dedicated to Greg McCreary. As usual, we had a shit ton because we were off last week, but these are the best six or seven. I just want to say there's no doubt Michael S. He has proved he is the best of the rest. Yes. Hey, uh, quick question for you guys. Just uh, reading a little blurb on MXA online, and, of course, uh, the old-timers are saying that Dungy's uh, move into third overall 250 class or 450 class wins uh, doesn't really surpass Rick Johnson because he should be allowed to have his 13500 series outdoor wins combined with his 22250 series outdoor wins. And I didn't know if uh, you think that's a valid point or uh, if this is just NXA blowing steam up everybody's ass again. But uh, anyways, just I'd touch on that and see what you guys thought, if he really needs to win 13 more races or whatever it is, 12 Steve, what do you, what do you think, Steve? To, uh, Steve? Actually oh. surpass Johnson. Steve, what do you like, think? Because you know everything about racing. Thank you, Kenny. What do you Here, think? Here's what I think. It's a fucking joke that they were talking about Ryan Dungey on the all-time national win list. And they weren't including the 500s. I asked the guy, I'm like, what about Glover? Because Glover has a shit ton of national wins. He's like, oh, no, these are just 250s. And I'm like, for, for, for 12 years, the best of the best rode half a season for 250s and half a season on 500s. And you're just going to just block it, eliminate it? Like, what kind of would, – would, would the NFL do that? Oh, they, they, ah, they, they had different schedules. So I, it was – as you can tell from my voice. <laughs> you're I, flustered. I, I mean, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. But who made that decision? I don't know. Brandon Sports, Brandon, Brandon Short, the MX Sports Media guy. Uh, I said you have to get those 500s. He's like, oh, do I? I said yes. <laughs> Send me the 500s. Absolutely. And so he sent them over to me. And if you include 500s, which you absolutely should, right, JT? You're with me. I don't even care. <laughs> if you, I include, really don't. If, <laughs> you're such an idiot, dude. <laughs> I know you care, but you're just saying. That. No, I really don't. You don't think you don't feel 500 I, national wins should be included in the all-time national wins list? What's going to make you happier? <laughs> <laughs> You're a dick. Um, if, if it's a travesty that the four, that the 500s aren't included, an yes, absolute disgrace, yes. and a black eye on the sport. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Love this guy right here. Uh, so when you send the 500s, when you add in the 500s, which Rick Johnson, David Bailey. Brock Glover, all these guys had to ride every year. They had six 250 Nationals. Ryan Dungey has 12 shots. Those guys had six. When you include 500 Nationals, all time, Dungey's like seventh or eighth. It goes, hmm. it goes, some guy, number four. He wore number four. He's got a lot of wins. Then it's Jeff Ward and Glover. Jeff Ward and Johnson are tied. Then Glover. Uh, Dungy's like sixth or seventh. Hmm. So, yeah, you should count That's the 500. That's an incredible segment he's got there. <laughs> I agree, dude. Steve, it's Bo in Denver. Hope you guys are doing well. Um, I'm calling to beg you no more Stillwell calls. His stories are horrible, and he his lack of storytelling, he tries to compensate by just throwing in a lot of curse words, but... uh Seems like a good guy, but his stories just suck. Um, anyway, I saw you got some TV time on the, the broadcast at Lake Elsinore, playing away on your phone. Uh, 
Anyways, have a good time. It's called work, bro. I'm Twittering. That's called work. I tweet. Hey, guys. This is Mike. I won the Elsinore tickets. Um, Just trying to let you know, not to complain or nothing, just to let you know, that I never did get the tickets. No one knew who Pulp MX was at Will Call. Uh, No one knew my name. No one knew Steve Mathis. I mean, I even threw out tits, and I thought the lady was going to slap me. She's like, it needs to say tits on your ID then. And I was like, well, well, it doesn't. So, uh, anyway, it, uh, they started doing the site lap, so I just bought some tickets. But uh, So I had to get out there. But it was like two hours, dude. We stood in line. It was pretty hot. And those ladies just bounced me around from line to line. And uh, no one, like I said, no one knew my name. They couldn't find my name. They couldn't find Pulp MX. They couldn't find Steve Mathis. Not I even threw out tits. Even the contests that we don't handle, yeah, it's not even our end deal. up effed. How'd this guy get That's screwed? A bummer. His tickets weren't there. Who who was supposed to do it? The, uh, the promoters, right? Yeah. Was it? Did you see the emails or no? Maybe did I just deal uh, with them? I, it was a lady, uh, Suzanne, I think, or something. Contacted us, two pairs uh-huh. of Elsinore tickets to give away, and I just said, "Here's the winner." Forward it to her, uh-huh. and she said, "Thank you, I got it." Uh-huh. And so. Mike, uh, did you guys follow up with Mike and say, "Hey, here's your contact. If you have any problems, get a hold of this lady." No, no. Did you get that big zit on the side of your neck? I did because you're being sausage right now, Larry Alexander. Uh, We'll we'll learn and we'll. uh, We should have contact. We should have though. You screwed up. You need to make it up to this guy. Well, I'm Mike. uh, Mike, how can we make it up to you? Well, how can Lake Elsinore make it up to you? No, we need to make it up to him because you should have followed up. And said, hey, here's your contact. If you have any problems, here's my contact. Here's the lady at the track's contact. Sorry. Come on, bro. He's probably right. Here's a question. If he would have contacted you, could you have actually done anything about yes. it? Yes. Yes. For sure. Yeah, I could have maybe. But I could have maybe called Davey or, you know, some something. I don't uh, know. I could have maybe done sure. something. But did, did he try contacting you like via Twitter or anything like that? No, do we, do no. Do know if he's on no. Twitter? The Will Call was a clown show, I guess, at Elsinore. It was not good. Worked like a champ for me. Did it? Mm-hmm. Who got you tickets again? Oh, what happened? Oh, yeah, that's right. Aaron Kennard. Just some stranger on the show got you tickets. His best buddy, Aaron. Yeah, my buddy, Aaron. Let's go, Tits. Let's play the rest of them. It's just to see, but I knew that wasn't going to work. But anyhow, so uh, um, really had a good time still. I mean, it was hot and it sucked standing in line. But, but other than that, the races were, I mean, cool, as good as it gets, I guess. So anyhow, uh, thanks. But uh, no thanks. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Mike, so, Mike, yeah, email the show. Hi, you guys. Uh, show at gmail.com. Mike, email us, and we'll make it right. We'll do something. Kenny will get you. Some Supercross tickets or um, something like that. So, We actually have a caller on line one. He was the other winner. Uh-huh. He got his no problem. You want to talk to him? Yeah, who is it? Um, Jeff. Jeff? Yeah. What's up, man? You won our tickets and you got them fine? Uh, actually, it was my buddy Andrew that got them. Uh-huh. And he's not listening to that because he always usually comes over here. But... Um, yeah, we we stood in line. It was hot as balls, and uh, it took about an hour. But we got our tickets, no problem, or our wristbands, and walked okay. right in. And what'd you say? They were under your name or under the guy's name? And okay, my buddy did it because it was under his name. Right, right. That's weird, but yeah. Um, hmm. 
Fifty percent ain't bad. Yeah, we bat fifty percent. That's yeah. Paul Mech show. That's what we do. <laughs> I mean, I didn't call it rub it in. I just want to let you guys know that. No, we, yeah, no, that's we no. Got ours and appreciated no, it it's totally helpful time. because when I saw this, when I got this voicemail this afternoon, I was like, oh shit, I wonder if the other guy got screwed. So that's good. Um, thanks, man. Uh, yeah. Thanks. All right, let's uh, let's keep going. Love the show. Really enjoy Kenny. He's one of my favorites. Well, there's only three there, but he is one of my favorites. Anyway, Kitts is always talking about being a real Mormon. Um, personally, I gave up Mormonism when I was six. was in some class called primary. They asked who the president of the church was. I said Richard Nixon. They got all kinds of pissed off, and I never went back, and I never will. But I do remember one thing from this. There was a horrible song that used to make us all sing uh, called I Hope They Call Me on a Mission. And if you guys can, can you please force Kitts to sing at least... 30 seconds of it. I, I, I don't think the song's much over a minute, so he should know and remember it. And I think if he were to sing that, I would really then believe he were, he were was or is a Mormon. I'm not sure what he is now. He sounds like he is. He does wearing underwear and everything, but you know, he also knows a lot of the goofy sexual things about it, and that part doesn't ring true to me because they usually keep it in the pants. Why, why did you put this in there? Do you know the song? Oh, I know it. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought the guy was full of shit. No, I know it. I'm not going to sing it. Yeah, but can I you know sing it? it? No, absolutely not. Please? You're, fi- you're fired. Then. Get out of here. Yeah, fine. Okay, you can fire me over You now. really? Oh, so no, I, no, I know this guy's song. being serious? No, that's an actual song. Dude, don't get into his religion. That's his, that's his deal, dude. You, don't leave him alone. And, and for, for that guy to quit to, going to church because of his song? he answered a question wrong... Like, that's the most ridiculous thing in the world. Well, I thought he was sort me. of making the whole thing up. No. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know about his experience, but the, the song itself, yeah, it's a real yeah. song. Um, Is there the, a real... The, the whole sexual thing, that was never even me. That was somebody else calling in and whatnot. And, you know, well, it's nice to girl. see you perk up at some point during the show. Well. Instead of just, you know. I don't know. I'd like to see the passion from you. That's good. Well, there you go. Yeah. So anyway, yes, it's a real song. No, I won't sing it. Not at all? Not even a little bit. Can you just talk the words out? Sure. Okay. It's it's a children's song. Yeah. Okay. It goes. Uh, I hope they call me on a mission when I have grown a foot or two, and I will be a missionary. Something something like that. Oh, uh, dude, you're not true Mormon. That sucks. Yeah. Sorry. You don't know the whole so song. Anyway. Well, I was going to sing it back to you, uh-huh. but my memory isn't so I couldn't even remember what you said. So I was going to sing it for the. Hey, tits. Let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. Have you ever been on a mission? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went because. to St. Louis for two years. Nice. Wait, St. Louis, Missouri? The yes. The, no, St. Louis, St. Louis, Missouri. That's not a mission. What do you mean it's not a mission? You it's not a just mission. I didn't go. No, to a the, third guy, world the guys country. go. Yeah, people go to the Africa. People they go America. wherever. People you, go I don't to know. Canadian. I've been to St. Louis, and it's 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 <laughs> on par with anywhere else. <laughs> hey, dude, when <laughs> you're you when you go on a mission, you don't know where you're going. You don't. Oh, you don't? No, you don't choose. Oh, they they I wouldn't have chose St. Louis actually. They pick wherever you go. Like Dr. G's kid went to Honduras, or yeah, Honduras. That's wrong. I want to go somewhere like that. My brother went to Brazil, Salvador, Brazil, and then I've seen some guys. My other brother went to Japan. I went to St. Louis. <laughs> you pulled East St. Louis out of the hat. East St. Louis. Did you yeah. ride a bicycle with your with your pant leg rolled up in your sock? I actually wh- used a bandana. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I remember uh, St. Louis uh, Supercross every year. Brian Deegan that when when they did the announcing for the guys for the gate, Brian Deegan would be like Brian Deegan, East St. Louis. 
Crowd, <laughs> crowd go nuts. He's St. Louis. He would, they would, he did it every week though. Brian Deegan, Indianapolis, Indiana. <laughs> Brian, Brian Deegan, Minneapolis, Minnesota. I know people just yeah. freak out. <laughs> I thought that was cool when they did that. I mean, at least the rider, the people could yeah, see Le- the riders. Yeah, would do it in front yeah. of the gate. Yeah, yeah. They should do that. They should do a lot of things. I, okay, so well, I, I learned a few. I learned that's a real song. It is a real song. I learned you went to St. Louis for your mm-hmm. mission, it's, and that is actually a mission. It's uh, just because it wasn't. Do you a... think it's Winnipeg? Do you think Winnipeg's on the list at all? Oh yeah, oh yeah, everywhere. Really, literally, people go to China, Russia, everywhere, everywhere. Oh. JT, how do you feel about that? I'm I I love it that he went to St. Louis. That is awesome. <laughs> right. My brother went to Japan. My other brother went to Brazil. <laughs> we need you to go to St. Louis and spread the message to the masses. <laughs> they'll they'll be really receptive. There's no <laughs> there's no doubt. Oh my god. Um <laughs> That is good. All right, let's keep going. Let's keep going with this. Wrong pants. Anyway, you guys, thank you very much, Steve. Bye. Hey, Mathis, I just wanted to tell you, man, I've been listening to the shows here recently and you've been talking a lot about how you're such an awesome reporter. If you're an awesome reporter, then you will report what the interviewee says. If you have host a call-in show, and one of your callers asks a stupid question, you leave it up to the person that is being interviewed whether or not they want to answer the question or not. You can't just butt in and say, oh, dude, you don't have to answer that. Come on, bro. A good reporter is going to leave it up to the interviewee to say, eh, I'd rather not answer that. All right? Still well? Suck it. Sinjin, you're a f- Suck it. <laughs> Rob Zilla from Georgia, out. Did I, did I do that? You do it all the time, I, I, I Steve. think it's, yeah. You do it all the time. It happens. Like I say, you somebody asks the guest the question, and I say, that's, I don't want to, you don't, what? You say it all the time. It, you don't yeah, have to answer it's that. happened. Well, if it's stupid. It doesn't matter no. if it's stupid. Can you, you put your you, mic up to your face, please? You don't, you don't have to. It doesn't matter if it's stupid. So I do that it's, all the time? You do it quite a bit. I will try to be better at that. I, I agree. That you Thank should. you for the call, caller. I, I now know, he's going to work on himself. Yeah. Quite a bit would be the right thing, but it has happened. Nash. Before. Gentlemen. Uh, Gentlemen, go ahead. JT, are you there? I'm here. JT's getting ready for English Town. Are you going to be there? Dude, <laughs> I'm going to bring my little girl. She wants to go there for a birthday party. She's going to meet Weimer and get all torqued up. Wygant's in turn four. Oh, I'll be there. Hunting Wygant down. Hey, what about, he vis- what, about this flag, you- what about this flagger that just wore an orange jumpsuit and a mask? He's a legend. Legend. It's real. What was his name? Legend. 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 No, it wasn't. It was yeah, something like that. Ultimate. 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 It was it real. Place. Is that real? For real? Yes. S wagon. Uh, I did, but he was the laughing. Ultimate. His name was Ultimate. One of the greatest fighters. Fancy of boy all and time. Ultimate. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> JT knows. Oh, JT, did you ever race English Town? I didn't know. Never did. I went there, I there once with a uh, husky. Yo, for, now that you're retired, you can come on up to the lovely central New Jersey and experience all that you've heard and more you, about the English Town Race Track. No, he wrote it. He wrote it on I'll, a husky. I'll let you know on that. I'll let you know. <laughs> he wrote no. it on a uh, nobody. Heard, he wrote it on a husky. Nash. No, he didn't. Did he? He just said. Yeah, that. I did. I practiced there. Yeah, we went there. Did you jump the? Uh, did you jump the? Uh, the uh, what was that thing called? The elevator. elevator? The yeah, staircase. Not the staircase. Jump anything on the oh, that's, 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 that's the elevator's Gatorback. Gatorback, yeah. I'm sure he's jumped oh. that. 
All right, Nash, I love what, it. what's your question for JT? My question is, after your first week or second week of retirement, did it consist of everything you thought and more? Did you go over to Chad Reed's go-kart track and you guys smashed into each other incessantly? What was, what was going on in the world of JT in your world of retirement? Uh, not a lot, really. I just been riding Supercross, to be honest with you. Nothing exciting. Going to Tahiti is pretty much the first thing I've, I've actually done non-racing related, really. Mm-hmm. Hasn't been very very uh, retirement-like. I thought you'd be at the Emmys. I thought you'd be jet-setting, making it happen. The Packer guy what? has the ball. Yeah. The Packer guy has the ball. Come on. He has the ball. He what? The Packer. The Green Bay Packer. He's talking about football. Had the ball. I'm watching the replay. <sighs> I love it. Tis is guy. Right, I'll be. I'll be standing in front, nope. turn four with uh, Wygant looking for you to line up. At That's the front so line. funny. All right, thanks, Nash. Yes. Hey, cheers. Have fun. See ya. Uh, See you all right, let's let's get going. Come on. You're hanging. You're, you're, you're. Hey, guys. It's me, Gigi. Hey, Kenny. Um, yeah, so I was just calling to check in to see how you guys are doing. Rodrigo, I'll be on the stage in a minute. And so... Um, yeah, I was just wondering, Kenny, if I could get my shoe back that I left at his house. Um, yeah, we had a very, very fun time um, involving champagne battles, entering each other, and uh, swirling golf balls around inside of me. Um, it was a really good time. So, Kenny, um, and I'll why would you play this? Do you know who this is? Does, no. does it say at the no. end? No, it's Sinjin. It is. Yeah, he called me. And was like, hey, did you guys listen to my voice? I was like, I don't it's know. It's not Sinjin, it's a chick. Sinjin called me earlier, or called the show, and said, hey, did you guys get my voicemail? I said, I, I don't know, I don't do them. And he said, I left one pretending to be um, Gigi. That's why when it came on, I put my head back like, oh, you actually did it. I thought it was funny. Uh, like, you thought it was funny, yeah. I mean, funny. Yeah. I mean, you brought a Gigi girl named Gigi here it's one true. time. Yeah, I know that, Steve. But the, what, what <laughs> I mean, that was like two years ago. What he's saying is, you're worried about like people calling in because we cuss and say this. Now this guy's talking some crazy stuff on the air, and you're worried well, I, about people, you know, coming I've, back. I've never been worried about that, but we've read emails and stuff. And well, you know, you're all worried about it because you read the emails. No, no, not at all. I know well, I can't tame you. I know I can't tame you. You're wild, dude. I can't tame you. Well, I don't know why you'd play stuff like that when you know the position I'm in. I'm a father now, and I can't. It's a joke voicemail from a dude. You didn't know. You that. didn't know that. You thought it was you thought chick. it was some chick. Oh, I didn't know it was. Ser- it's not serious. As it doesn't. It, doesn't as it goes matter. on, it's very apparent. It's not serious. It's it's very apparent. <laughs> I mean, this couldn't be more of a joke. Play involved. This this couldn't be golf more of a balls. joke. So, would your wife appreciate that if some? some Absolutely, she would not care. I doubt and if that. If somebody wants to play, call in. I bet my I, wife wouldn't like it if that would have been talking about me. I, anybody call in, leave a message. We will play it next week. Be as vulgar as you want, and my wife downstairs will not care. Because it, it's a joke call. It's, ha, we're funny on the show. <laughs> I can't believe that, Sinja. All right, fast forward through this before he gets upset. I, I, I guess. I'll, I'll do my yeah, best. Yeah, I mean, I know we don't have that ability, really. But, Surprise yeah. Bye. Yo, K-Dub. Good job. There you go. I was out at Paula MX today, and I saw your boy Little Hanny out there. He was out there scrubbing on a PC 250F. I'm like, 
Bro, what's up with that, man? I thought we were fucking riding Suzuki's next year. I don't know what happened, but... Hey, man, this is a car. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great call. There's our, there's our listeners right there. <laughs> right there. I loved it. I don't know what happened, but... No, was that click. the end That's of it? it. Like, you didn't cut off. Up. That, nope. was just, that was the end of his All you call. missed was the click. That's awesome. I got a question for you, and I was hoping you and hopefully Kenny over there can answer a few things um, in regards to putting together teams and whatnot. I wanted to find out and see if Kenny could share some of his insight on how he does what he does. Um, I think there's a lot of people out there that want to know about the correct ways how to get sponsorships and possibly when going about putting together maybe an arena cross team because that's what a lot of amateurs jump into at first. Um, I know myself personally, I'm doing marketing for them. So I was hoping for any insight on any of that or if he's got any professional advice. Um, I'd love to hear back from you guys. Hey, it's Johnny from Arizona. Any advice for him? Any advice for um, an up-and-coming team owner? Think twice about doing it. (laughs) Unless you have some ends with sponsorship. It's not – the most lucrative business to get into that, right now. That's right on par with uh, Jason's response of go to school. Yeah. I I, <laughs> I mean, Arena Cross doesn't cost as much money. And right. You, it's a, I mean, it's, it's, it's a good way to get started in it, but it still costs a lot of money. Hey, I heard, and I, I can't verify this, but I heard that Arena Cross next year is taking some of my ideas, and they're going to work on it and try to change the format a little bit. Did you hear that, JT? Maybe, maybe you get an innovator award. Well, I, I, I don't think it's because of me, but it's stuff that I've been saying. Did you hear anything about that? I guess they're gonna the fastest qualifier is gonna get last gate pick. They're gonna give you points for the heats. I guess it's gonna be an all different format. They're gonna test it out for supercross or whatever. It's not what, gonna what, matter. What? That that series is nothing. To be one hundred percent honest with you, I didn't know that they were racing arena cross this year. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about Glover's five hundred cc wins? <laughs> God. Uh, <laughs> uh. Hey, did you? What about that Date City race? Did you go, JT? You didn't go, did you? No, I didn't. I didn't. Tim, Timmy pressured Reed the whole way. I heard. Uh, first moto oh, was kind of close. I guess the second moto was not as close. Timmy playing it smart. <laughs> Just laying up. Wow, he doesn't, he doesn't want to push Chad and, and hurt him before mm-hmm. Supercross. Yeah, ruin his whole. You going for that season. for that Geico foolproof top three program? I watched I watched some of the video. There, there was a third guy in the class. There was three people in the plus twenty five class. How about if you're that other guy? Like, oh shit! Might as well just turn around and go home right now. You got podium bonus. He's dialed. Yeah, I guess. Would you let your guys do I that? I love how the, I love how people were complaining on Vital though about them sandbagging when there was only three people in the class. <laughs> I didn't hear that. I I stay <laughs> off there as much as I can. You could put anything in there. You could put. I just went to St. Louis on a mission and saved a hundred lives, and people would be like, "Why did you save one hundred and one?" You know, like it doesn't make any sense. In honor of the uh, motocross nations this year, I thought maybe um, you could go over possibly what happened in 05. I remember buying the Motocross Nation shirt when they first announced the team, and I got this shirt with Carmichael and uh, Brownie, and uh, oh, who was the other one? I can't even remember now. But um, And then they bumped Brownie for Tedesco. So maybe that's a good one you could ask Brownie if you do a, a podcast with him. And, uh, and also, I never really know why they bumped him. I assume just because his results got worse and Tedesco got better, but 
be a good one. We didn't talk about it. Love the show. Oh, and by the way, I had to move in with my in-laws. We're waiting on a new house to be built. My in-laws have Fuel TV. So I'm able to watch the races. This was a guy. Which is really nice for Complaining me. about fuel, and Kenny um, told me. So, that. yeah. So I'll quit bitching about the uh, live TV coverage. Uh, what happened in Motor Nations year. that year? Thanks, Tedesco guys. won the, the championship. That's what happened. Brown but, was leading, and then Tedesco yeah, took it over. Yeah, but Brownie was named to the team. And he kind of like. Yeah, but didn't he get he got hurt a little bit? He was banged know. up. Yeah, it was. Like, I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't think it was. I have a five. feeling that I have a feeling that a guy on a Suzuki had a hand in it. But good call. That's just what you mean. The team manager just hearsay. Nope. Negative. Oh, the guy, the guy, a rider. Yeah. Maybe he rode at his track. Yeah, I think there was just uh, honestly my my this is my opinion. I'm not saying this is what happened. I just want to state that because I wasn't involved. But my opinion is that Brownie's results suffered a little bit, and Ricky was nervous that Brownie wasn't was going to be the weak link, and Ivan was killing it, and Ricky made a call. That's my that's my opinion now. And it's crazy too. That could be your <laughs> opinion, out. but Ricky and Brownie were tight too, though. So that's well. That's of... why I wonder if that's true because they were tight. But... Yeah, you never know. Yeah, but they, that relationship went to the crapper. Immediately when that happened, yeah. that's why I really think that that's what the case was. That's coming from an inside source right there. So, um, all right, that's all the voicemails, by the way. Thank God. Oh, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Oh, I, I cut one out. I guess I have to formally apologize to anyone that was offended by Sinjin's <laughs> chick joke voicemail towards Kenny. Feel free though to call in and leave one for me. Oh, I will play it. There was one, there is a, I tell, I'll tell you for the show, but this one guy that keeps calling. And I don't play it. And I won't play it. For, is it Stillwell? No. It's for him. And I'm just like. It's the same guy, probably. Oh, no, it is. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just like, he's like begging me to play it. I'm like, I'm not going to play it, jackass. I'm just not going to do it. So, just to give you an idea that I'm not out there to. Uh, right. X-Brand Goggle Tariff segment. Let's not forget X-Brand Goggles. The choice for Zach Osborne, Puerto Rico's own. Zach Osborne. Puerto Rico. Yeah. Michael Lessie uses the frames. He may or may not use the frames, I should say. Mm-hmm. Kyle Chisholm. Not for long. Bercy, Bercy winner. Kyle Chisholm. Not for long. Um, <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Don't worry. There'll be some heavy hitters in them next year. Uh... It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Now, I didn't see these questions. They're from one Corey Moser. Corey Moser. Do, 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 do any of these, can any of these be over to JT? Um, like to, yeah. Okay. 30 seconds on the clock. X-Brand goggle tear-offs. You, uh, um, your best okay. answer. We'll, we'll do the first one for Jason. Okay. Um, JT. If you were a team manager or as a writer, do you prefer year-to-year or multi-year contracts? Depends. That's really a loaded question. I don't know. I, I don't think you can apply that to everyone. I really don't. Because everyone, ah, uh, man, that's, that's <laughs> impossible to answer. What do you think? I mean, if you're talking, it's, it's just. How long does it take them? You're always blowing me out. You're always blowing me out. Oh, 23 seconds. <laughs> Ah, yeah, I'm suck. always I'm always blowing you out like that. You are. Uh, it took him 3.9 when he said depends. Hey, what happened to Osborne's goggles this weekend? Did he huck him? He got a rock and knocked out his lens. Sweet. Hey, shit happens. What happened to uh, Ken Roxon's goggles this weekend? Both don't, photos. Don't know. Got a rock, knocked out a lens. The other one, sweat got him. Oh, okay, perfect. Fox goggles. Goggle of choice, a heart and anything. That's it. Um, 
All right. What do you What do you want uh, as a team manager slash owner? I'd like to do two year deals. Two year deals. So you give a guy a little bit of security, maybe four. No, better. just because um, you could build off of that. Right. Usually. Well, a guy on a one year deal, JT. Do you act differently on a one year deal? Do you think? Do some guys like, oh shit, like I got one year, I, I gotta make it happen, and crash or whatever? I mean, is that coming to your mind at all? Uh, I, that's what I mean when I think it depends on certain guys. I think some guys thrive under contract year and the pressure, mm-hmm. and then some guys ride their best when they're relaxed and not yeah. thinking about a contract. So, yeah. you know, it's some guys you know you're getting 100% effort no matter what, whether they have a contract or a 10-year deal or what, it has no reflection on their effort, and some you don't. So right. it's really hard to just blanket that. Oh, I know the JGR guys were not did not want to hand David Millsaps a two-year deal. Because of that reason. Right, and that's what I mean. Like, they have no problem doing right. it with other guys. Well, right. he has one now, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, he has one now. And that, and they were just you know, a little scared of that. So, All right. Next one. Yep. Um, name an outside-the-box sponsor. This for? Who's this for? We'll go with Kent first. Okay. Um, name an outside-the-box sponsor that you would like to have sponsor team Hart and Huntington. Nike. 2.1. Jason, would you like to answer the same question? Or Apple. Who? Apple. Oh, That'd be awesome. You still don't have an iPhone 5, bro. That's true. I don't. All right. Um, has... You All you got to do is go to East St. Louis. We dialed. <laughs> it's true. They've got. Did you ever get beat up or chased or lit on fire or anything? Mm. Never. People were mostly nice over there. Although Most, I, mostly, mostly nice. Mostly nice. <laughs> Although I never did actually go into East St. Louis proper. I drove through there once heading over into Illinois but never actually Did you go to that strip in. club right over the river? <laughs> I saw it. Yeah. It's right off the freeway. Yeah, yeah. yeah never, What's it ne- called? Never actually stopped. Uh, Hollywoods or Hustlers. Or... Yeah, Flint's Hustler. Hustler Is it Hustler? Yeah, mm-hmm. Hustler Club, yeah. Big presence there. Good t- they got he a- was held down and forcibly docked one time in East St. Louis. They got a mechanical bull in there, I think. Maybe that's another city with another know. strip club, but I think it's that one. It's got a mechanical bull. I think that's bull. Uh, Coyote Ugly in Vegas. No, no. This was with Frenet and Bobcat. Mechanical bull. Um... All right, let's go. All right, uh, we'll do this first part, first portion of the thing. We'll do it for Kent. Okay. Has Hart and Huntington reconsidered having a 250F team? No. All right. 1.6. You did mention that long time ago. Thoughts were sort of in place for that. We were going to try to yeah, maybe yeah. do something about the why. Too expensive to – Yeah, right. Well, okay. why, why hire Bobby Canari? Why Sorry. do anything? Why wake up in the morning? Okay, what up? Go on. Okay, uh, Jason, <laughs> we'll have you uh, answer the second portion of it. I'm do just you, joking. Do Dude, you, you think... have the biggest zit on your neck that I've ever oh, seen. That thing is on. like a golf ball. I, I... Maybe Gigi blew it out of her butt and it sucked. Ooh. Okay, I'm okay with that. Ah, <laughs> see, that's funny. Ah, like that's funny. I like that. Okay, Gigi blew it out her butt. I think it's arguable whether that's funny or yeah, not. I know. I'm, like... I'm trying to. Co- I'm trying to convey that I'm okay with that. Okay. <laughs> Just because okay you're okay that. with it doesn't mean I'm okay with it. And it's when it's All about right. me, it's a different story. Like, people can say whatever they want, but next question. All right, yeah. Jason, do you think it would be a good idea for Hart and Tenney to have a 250 team where they do 250 indoors and then four, switch to 450s outdoors? No. Oh hell no! Yeah, you're. you're you're not getting marketed the same. You're not. That's that's a good question to ask JD because he was on a team that did both, and he knows what a cluster it is to try to do both. Yeah, yeah you just you spread yourself too thin. Nobody gets the right support. Look at even and I, and I know that Mitch Payton runs a 
incredible program. But he had three DNS or tickle this year that probably had nothing to do with the fact that he had a lights team because he only had Blake Baggett. It just seemed weird that Mitch had three bike DNFs. He now, I mean, he probably hasn't had three bike DNFs in, you know, ten years. Well, yeah, yeah. Por- Porcel, yeah. but but I'm just saying, like, well, Porcel was a rock in Southwick okay. when, when he DNF. Wasn't it? No, it definitely wasn't a rock. It wasn't. I thought he got a rock in, no, in lots coolant. No, the the uh, the cylinder cracked from heat. Oh, okay. Ooh. All right. Um. Yeah. Anyways, it. it yeah. It's it's not good to do the, both both classes. It's tough. All right. But it's really tough too if you're Moto Concepts and you have Suzuki 450s and Honda 250s. Yeah, but there you yep. go. Um, all right, JT. Hey, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, no worries. Bro. Good luck in Tahiti. Get home. Get home safe, buddy. Appreciate it. Get home safe. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to call in. I'll be in Tahiti, but I should have Wi-Fi, so I'm gonna try to call in next week. But should be around. A question from the chat room. Kenny, if you could change, make any change at H&H, if you had the ultimate power, what would it be? What's one thing the heart fights you on or one thing that, like... A little you, bit more control. You having more control? Yeah. More control of just uh, day-to-day. All right. I mean, I, ha- I do have quite a bit, yeah, but would, some, of the, yeah. some of the decisions I can't make anymore, and I used to be able to make those decisions, but since a lot of changes have been made... I it's just not me saying yep we're gonna do that now it's it has to go through some certain right. channels and it's just a lot different than I've ever had to do it so did you did you I mean you've been doing this a long time we've already established that did 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 heart overrule you or anything where you sh- you proved to be right in the end in a decision like was there anything where you're like dude quite a bit you're like I've been doing this for uh, many years I know what's going on quite a bit. Oh yeah, more than once. But he, with knowing already, still no. Move. Because it's, at the end of the day, it's his money, and if he thinks that I'm going to go do something where it's going to cost him more money, yeah, he'll fight me tooth and nail. And sometimes I just don't tell him what I'm doing <laughs> until I'm doing it, and then he'll bitch and moan about it. And then you'll show you know, him that this it is was, a perfect you'll example. Show him that it was right. This is a little example right. that he told me what to do, and I and I didn't do it, and then I went and did it, and then after he was right, but it worked out where he wanted. He I'm confused. He didn't want me – I needed a box truck. Yeah. And I couldn't find a good box van, so I went out and bought a brand-new Sprinter van. He said, absolutely not. Do not go get a Sprinter van. So I didn't listen to him, and I went and got a Sprinter van. That's a big – Yeah. Yeah. So – and I was like, Carrie, I'm not going to go out and buy a piece of shit box van and have it break down. My guy's stuck somewhere. We needed we needed a, a truck to go testing a, in a week. I couldn't find anything, so I had to do what I had to do. Well – a listener to the show called in and from the help of you. Not at all. An email, a friend of mine. Okay, emailed, whatever yeah. it was. Said, hey, I had this box van. So I ended up buying that box van and selling my Sprinter van. Once I got the box van, I never even told him I was going to buy the box van. I went and bought the box van. So at one time I had the box van and the Sprinter van. <laughs> and he caught wind of it through our accounting. Like he got his yeah. spreadsheet and he's like, what the F is this? Yeah. You got a box van now too? And, and I'm like, well, this is what the deal is. I'm Dude. selling the Sprinter van and we're going to offset the cost and – you were right. And he goes, well, why don't you just buy the box van in the first place? I go, I tried. But that was one situation situations like that. That's ballsy of you. That's ballsy I, I, of you. I do, I do some stuff sometimes where I shouldn't do it. But at the end of the day, it works out <laughs> where it has to. If you take 10 grand of my money and just buy a box van, I'll be pissed. Well, believe me. He, he could just take a paycheck for a couple months and I'd be fine. And he would just. Um, David wants to uh, get a call before we hang up. Uh, David, what's up, man? Hey, uh, this is actually for JT. I wanted to say that I really enjoy the show. I listen to it every single week, and 
bought the app so I can go back to the old shows. But uh, thank you. JT, I really enjoy listening to you on the show. You've got a lot of experience, and you always have the perfect comment, it seems. Like you just you get everybody laughing, and uh, you've got so much insight to the sport that you really add a lot to the show. Well, apparently not. Apparently, apparently he shits on Brock Glover and his wins. <laughs> you know? But I do have a comment to JT, and it's not a stab or anything, but um, you mentioned a couple of weeks back how you do a lot of training when you're racing. Uh, you run a bunch of miles, and you you know, do a lot of uh, time on the bike, but every time I see pictures of you, it seems like you're kind of husky, and I would just think that, you know, if you're doing a lot of training, that you would, you know, get real thin, so, you know, what what's up with that? Um, It's just hard, like, my body type, like, I'm naturally, like, pretty thick guy. Um, yeah. And I, I, I don't you. know why. I, hear you, bro. I was on, like, state weightlifting team and stuff in high school, and uh, I, it's just my body type, like, if I want to get super, super lean, I can, but I don't feel like I ride very well when I'm that lean. Like, I, I'm, it makes me weaker. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. It's just kind of like a, almost like a, not a personal preference, but I know what works best for me. And if I get, like, I got down, like, right now I'm probably one, between 170 and 175, and I've been down to 157 or so um, at times, and it, I, honestly, I just felt weak at the end of the motos, and I didn't, I didn't feel as strong. So, um, okay, yeah, it's just kind of one of those deals where that, that's what works best for me, I guess. Okay, well, that was just my curiosity because uh, I know you have a lot of experience with the racing, and it just seemed like you, uh, you know, you do a lot of training. It, most of the riders were real lean, and it just seemed like you weren't. Yeah, it's just more like, uh, like if, for me, it's it's difficult for me to get that lean. Like I have to really eat like nothing. And yeah. I have to do a ton of a ton of bicycling. Um, really does the you know the trick for me. But I just never felt like I was that good on a motorcycle when I was in that condition. So um, like '05, I got down really light like that outdoors, and I felt terrible all the time. So I pretty much it just makes you weak because you really don't have a lot of a uh, lot of body behind you. Yeah, and I think everybody's different. Like obviously, Dungey and those guys are crazy lean, and they're super strong. It's just I think. Uh, Tim Berry was the same way. The leaner he got, the weaker he got, and uh, yeah. just some people. You know, everybody's body's a little bit different. So yeah, I'm naturally um, thick too. Obviously, obviously, you have to be in shape, but you know. <laughs> hey, speaking yeah. of, speaking of that, how how's uh like I know like Chad. How's Tim Ferry looking, by the way? <laughs> uh, I would say podium speed. Thank you. Hey, how's uh I know like um Chad and he's known in the past like when he's off the bike and not riding he. He, I wouldn't say by any means he balloons, but he gains some weight. Is he? Is he like Chad Reed's not one of those guys that looks super shredded and lean all the time? No, he's he's uh he's back on his on his way back down now. Um, I think too, as he's getting older, he's finding it more difficult to just shed the weight immediately whenever he decides to turn it back on. Um, but he's definitely losing it. I think he's just finding it harder as you know your body just isn't it efficient anymore and it's a little bit tougher, but he's still got, he's still got time. So I'm sure when, when it's, you know, go time in Anaheim, it'll be just back down to where it needs to be. Hey, let me ask you a question coming to Chad. I mean, you've been around him. How his, 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 uh, speed recovery bike, how's everything coming in his camp with, uh, with the motorcycle and testing and all that stuff? I think he's good. Um, they tested last week and, uh, he seems really happy with the bike. Um, I don't know what, Last I heard, he was racing Monster Cup. I saw a PR on it anyway. So 
So of course, oh, of course she did. Well, she, I don't know. PRs, PRs count. Yeah, so I, I think that's the plan. Anyway, I, I don't want to speak for him, but I think he's racing. Speaking of Monster um, Cup, we're going to do some giveaways on this show. I'll let everyone know, Steve. We are? We're going to give some Monster tickets away. I'm we gonna, are? I'm going to get some, yeah. I'm going to oh, give okay. away like, uh, maybe like six tickets. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Sweet. Uh, Tits probably needs a couple. Yeah. Well, he can maybe go. call Aaron Kennard, bro. See what he can do for you. <laughs> maybe. All right, thanks, David. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot. Keep up the good work, guys. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening, man. Thanks. No problem, though. Um, is that guy calling you fat? Husky. Called you Husky. No, it's it definitely nice true. Like... Uh, I, I agree with him, but it's more kind of like a not a conscious decision, but I just it's like a it's like a fight for me. Like I know I like I want to be skinny. Like that's my preference of how I want to look, but I know like right. it's not good for riding. So well, you're retired whatever. now. You can be skinny if you want, JT. Maybe better. Yeah, exactly. Like, maybe, yeah. Hey, no, you can work on. We can work on the. You can work on the pool body for next summer, dude. You all winter to work right. on it. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I think like. When you say skinny, it's like levels of skinny. You know what I mean? I don't think anybody who's racing professionally is not skinny to a point, but it's like that almost like sickly lean look that Villapoto and Dungeon, these guys have now, you know? Damon Huffman was about about the weakest guy. He had a concave chest. Dude. (laughs) I mean, I don't know how that guy – I mean, obviously he hauled ass, but he didn't look like he could lift 10 pounds. You know who else was pretty small when he raced was Brian Deegan. Brian Deegan was a little dude. He weighed like 135, 145 when he raced. Yeah, but he was shredded. Yeah. He was shredded, though. What about Dale Kump? He was on the other end. <laughs> that was your favorite guy. Oh, Kumpster. Me and, me and uh, Rob Bidas, we, yeah, we fans of him. Dale. Dale's a good guy. Yeah, his uh, nickname is Kumpy. Kumpy. <laughs> Just for your personal yeah. personal notes. Uh, all right, we're wrapping this thing up. Thanks, JT. I'm going to be in Motocross the Nations, and maybe you can call in uh, next Tuesday. We're, our, show, our show's going to be on Tuesday. Yep. All right. I don't. Uh, I fly back Wednesday. Yeah, I'll be there, so I'll call in. Right on. Sweet, bud. Hey, good luck. Thanks. All right, see you guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye. BTOsports.com. Jason Thomas. Uh, great, thanks. Great guy. Great guy. <laughs> I, I'm really sorry for both of you tonight. I made both of you very angry at me, and I feel I feel remorse for that. I feel bad. You just need to exercise a little bit better judgment in the future. Right? I really just want people to laugh. I want number one thing about the show is I want laughter. <laughs> I want laughter throughout the. You have always told me you need to put your feelings aside and think about what's good for the show. Thank you. Exactly. This is true. Don't worry about personal stuff. Mm. You think I want Jason Ellis calling me fat and I'm going to die? No, it's good radio though. I move remove those from my uh, plethora. By the oh, way, I don't care. Just saying. I don't care. I'm okay with it. He said it. It's fine. Whatever. Um, Ryan Villapoto, Jeff M.A., Christina Denny, Ty Birdwell, um, Jason Thomas. Thank you, everybody, for coming on the show. BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Works Connection, AGV Helmets, Fly Racing, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate, Race Tech, and Black Ops Moto, welcome Black Ops Moto on board. We're hopefully we can help you out a little bit. We're gonna get to the bottom of this DMXS discount too. Didn't know you were listening to DMXS every week. Really? You gotta study yeah. your competition. Huh. Look, I, I check your inbox for a fine notice. <laughs> yeah, supporting the competition. Yeah. <laughs> you think uh, you think working at the Ford yeah. factory, you can pull up in a uh, in a Chevy uh, Blazer? No, nope. make Blazers anymore? <laughs> I don't even know. No, but you could drive so. up in a Dodge. We're at a Chevy factory. Why not? Dodge is the best automobile on the planet. That's why. Yep. 
They they respect the skills and they say, okay. After Honda Ridgelines. We, we get it. They are? Yeah, after Honda Ridgelines. Um, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening tonight. We're going to come back next Tuesday, Motocross the Nation show. Uh, thanks, everybody, for sponsoring us. Thank you, uh, Tits. Thank you, Kenny. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, listeners. And uh, we will see you next week. Thank you. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. And I was totally nude. And it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Concho. But I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.